My guy is so retarded. <laughs> you should have kept the moon. All right, that's live. That, that is how this thing is starting with Kyle's retarded guy. Welcome Great. to Painkiller Already, episode 190. We return strong and victorious with a brand new host, an old school guest, and a night of fun. I'll be your uh, fourth host tonight, Reptor. I'm a little blinky, a little cracked out, but deal with it. <laughs> you look really excited about the or show. Paul, welcome aboard. And Taylor, a.k.a. Mirka Durka, a.k.a. the man with the second worst branding on YouTube, welcome aboard. You are now an official host of Painkiller Already. How does it feel? Uh, I mean, I guess it's all right. <laughs> you motherfucker, you better, show, you better rise and shine, or I'll fucking let your ass out of here. No, it's, it's cool. I mean, I've, it's weird that so many people wanted me, because, you know, I'm only 23, and I got in on the ground floor with this. Good Lord, Paul, that's zoomed in close to your head. That is. But, uh, Super Paul. Yeah, just, it's cool that so many people wanted me to come on. I didn't want anyone to think that I shoehorned the previous post lefty out or didn't not at all. Like Which uh, I I did. It was a secret ruse, and you all fell for it. You all not at all. It. Just like Superman, who you slightly resemble, you rose to the occasion when when you were needed. You flew in at almost the speed of sound and were there almost instantly, and we appreciated almost. that almost. Well, yeah. No, After some heavy negotiations, heavy, <laughs> uh, we managed to land the whale that is Mercury. Contracts. It was ours. It it was worse than buying a car, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I just I, I, you know, I'm a good bargainer, and I said nothing less than three grand a show. Are we allowed to say it's, that? Which was it's a discount compared it's, to the last guy. Yeah, <laughs> which is not really true. I don't while that three thousand is bankrupting <laughs> us, it is still less than what Lefty wants. <laughs> that is not true. He did not. Want yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I don't want to make the whole liar thing actually true. No, no. I, 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 that that's just teasing. That's all good fun. <clears throat> it wasn't that much. That's insane. Hey, so a lot more people watch this than watch the video where we made explaining it. Um, so I, I feel like we should, I don't know, recover some of that yeah. and then move and, on. And, and first of all, forgive me if I'm a bit lighthearted about the thing. That's how I deal with stuff, you know? Uh, you're not going to see me take too many things seriously. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you know, I've talked about some of the worst experiences in my life, like watching my grandmother slowly slip into death or like, having a breakup that drove me to the border of suicide, and I'd do it with a joke and a smile. So that's me, in case you didn't remember. So let's cover the lefty thing for those who don't know and aren't up to date. I, I feel like that's my cue to begin this. Um, I will begin if you would like. Go for it. <clears throat> so, so I guess we should start at the beginning. So um, with the... Damn, where should it, tell me where to start and I'll start So here's there. what I'm thinking. Um, what happened was, in the very beginning, traditionally painkiller was just a thing where we had ad money, then we split it. And that was all there was to it. That was all we ever needed. And uh, Lefty was comfortable in that environment where basically all that happened is we sent him money. And then it changed into this thing like, all right, now we're going to have some deliverables that need to get done every week. Now we're going to have um, you know, a little business. We'll start it up with some money. We'll add adventures. We'll add plays, things like that. And... Um, uh, our opening deal to him was let's be an equal partner. Let's do this. We'll, we'll all share this thing three ways. We'll be equal owners. We'll have equal revenue, equal expenses, equal everything. And that to me seemed like a really good way to do business. Lefty, Kyle, me, equal. And um, that wasn't the deal he wanted. He wanted something that uh, that he valued more, I guess, which is to say... Yes, with the, with the, things we're, the new things we're doing now, with growing the show, um, shifting things around, getting everything organized, making the show bigger and better with things like Patreon... He no longer wanted to continue as a 
partner or a share owner or whatever you want to call him, you know, we, we everything had always been split between us equally, and he didn't want to continue that way in, in the future because there was going to have to be um, an LLC formed. Now, in case you don't know, one of the best things about a limited liability corporation is that it protects you from being sued. So first and foremost, if you're in the LLC, you can't get sued. That's how it works. So let's just establish that right off the bat. Uh, unless you screw could, up badly, right? But yeah, that's pretty much what an LLC yeah, is for. Yeah, and in that case, like only the people who screw up badly would get sued. <laughs> but um, being a guy who really, really wanted to avoid risk, Lefty said, I don't want to be a partner. I want to be somebody who, like, if the partnership was sued, if the LLC was sued, then I would have no exposure to that. Right. And uh, if the thing were to possibly lose money, like, I don't know how we lose money, you know, too much in equipment or trips or something goes wrong, then uh, I don't want to be exposed to that. So what he wanted was to be an employee or a contractor instead of an equal partner. And yeah, that was his words. He said he wanted to be a contracted employee of the show. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and all along he had... He had um, when, when when we let Wings go and we wanted him to have, everyone had a full vote in that and we wanted it that way. And even then he had said, I don't feel like I deserve a full vote. I don't feel like a full member of the show. And it was just like, no, man, th you are. You're a full member of the show. So we've always treated him that way and we've always wanted to be that way. Mm -hmm. But when, when it, it when came time to have any, I'm sorry, you, you're uh, fading out for me. But when it came time to have any um, you know, exposure to either getting sued or or losing money as a company, he didn't want to be that. So it, to me, it was like the first time he was ever tested. He's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to be a partner. I want something else. So we offered him a salary, a salary that I thought was about equivalent to what the partners were making, and um, plus, plus, um, plus a percentage of, of um, the ads of, of the ad revenue. Exactly. So it was, it was, it was guaranteed um, salary every week, um, plus um, a percentage of any and all ads we brought in um, from. Um, Going forward. And we thought it was a really super deal. And as a way to, you know, um, a really fair deal. And as a way to like calm his nerves, we're like, we'll make this thing three months long. And if in three months it feels like you're being under overpaid, then we can fix it. We can adjust it. And, um, you know, that's one of the things you do uh, to protect you if you're not sure about the deal. You can make it short term. And, uh, and he seemed okay with that. But then he seemed to keep coming back. And, and during the negotiation process, he threatened to quit at least twice. And in addition to that, he also threatened a work stoppage until he had a contract in place. So we had to like pay extra for the attorney to expedite the formation of the LLC and the permits and all that fun stuff. We had to pay extra to get the contract whipped up, you know, super fast. And, and he's just really expensive to work with because he's threatening hey, these work we, stoppages. Um, you say we, and that's, that's the other thing we're going to get to later mm -hmm. is like the money's just coming out of our pockets. Like, not like it's not like there's a... No, everyone's but lefties. Like, 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 you know, when you've got to expedite a lawyer, then Kyle just runs his debit card for $750 and does it. Like, that's just how it works. Right. So um, it, was, <laughs> it was frustrating to me because, like, he's really expensive to work with, even as a contractor, because he keeps threatening these work stoppages and you have to pay extra to get all, these, all the paperwork in place or he just won't show up. And, um, and it, had it had kind of become a situation also where... Lefty had certain um, responsibilities to to um, to the show, like the RS, getting the RSS feed up and then um, PKA plays and stuff like that. And it got to the point where we were literally, I I personally was like nervous to go to him to like mention one of those things, like, hey man, did you do this or did you do that? And, and the guys literally, our employee, 
and, and I was I was nervous to go to him because he might say, "Well, I'm I, this feels like something that I should be getting paid extra for. I should be getting paid <laughs> for this because it's related to this." And it's like, "No, it's it's PKA business. You work for PKA, then you're making more than anyone." Uh, he keeps using this logic, like, "Hey, since what I do is associated with the product, I deserve a cut of the top line revenue." Meanwhile, he doesn't want a cut of the exposure or the expenses or whatever. And I feel like this is going too long. But what happened in the end is he combined all the offers made over time into a super offer. He got 25% of the revenue, 0% of the expenses, some percentage of the ads, and a salary, all combined, and no liability. And, you know, it just turned into this, like, mega deal. And, um, and with that, I was that. like, I'll tell you what, I'll give you everything you're asking for. Everything, you know? And, um, and then with that, you you have no argument whatsoever to say that we didn't uphold our end, even though in my head we overpaid and he can go and he accepted it and he left. So, you know, he wasn't really fired. He just took the money and quit. That's, that's how it went yeah. down. So, um, the way someone asked me about it on the subreddit and the way I put it was like, in the end, we can't afford someone as high priced as lefty because the way that you end up having to pay for him, the way it's what it's like doing business with him. It was, it was like he wanted to have his cake he wanted to have some of my cake and some of Woody's cake. And he didn't want to pay for the plates. And then he <laughs> wanted to eat it. Everything. So, um, oh, and I just, just to give uh, a, a response, he's, he's been saying that he didn't combine the deals and take the best parts, that they were from different times. But that argument is kind of silly. Like, he wanted to take the money that we received in July for things that we delivered in July because we don't... Um, we don't deliver until we get paid and call that June. But he didn't want to take any of the expenses incurred in June and call those June. He wanted them to be July. So he just started mixing and matching his time periods such that he maximizes his pay and has no expenses. And um, and yeah, so he was combining offers and he wasn't a good person to work with. And now he's out. So um, so that's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Uh, yes. He's, he just, so basically, you guys got in over your head with money. And you had to go to the discount rack for a new host. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> hey, here's this guy. He hasn't made a video in a year. He's cheap. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I guys. Don't believe anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Is there anything left on the lefty topic? Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, we changed the trip. Yeah, so, okay, let's talk about that. that. That's a good one to get to. So the reason, so originally our first PKA uh, trip funded by Patreon was going to be um, machine guns and, uh, and roller coasters at Six Flags Over Georgia, not at on the same time. Though that would be the best thing ever, machine <laughs> guns on the roller coaster. Anyway, um, and uh, the reason for that trip was that was all that Lefty would agree to. That was the most hardcore thing that he would go with because, like, you know, we've got some pretty extreme ideas for some some of the things we want to do with this trip and uh, and so that was a lefty based trip and to be honest I don't think I, I think lefty was gonna pull the wings on us on that trip because he hadn't responded to my skypes about it for days uh, like firming up the dates but regardless we have changed the trip to something so fucking hardcore <laughs> that Chiz has to go on a crash diet to get to the <laughs> to do it <laughs> okay you want to lay it out there? Uh, basically, we searched, we stuck in the United States, but we searched the U.S. for the most hardcore rapids we could find. And um, <laughs> there's a place in Western North Carolina that has Class Five whitewater rafting. Uh, you're only allowed to do it if you're experienced. So, so we were forced to lie. And um, 
and you're only allowed to do it if you're below a certain weight limit. So Chiz is either forced to lie or to stop eating for the next They're gonna couple weigh of weeks. Him. Are they literally going to weigh him? We're, well, that's there's two parts of the trip. So we're doing the whitewater rapids on the second day. On the first day, we're going ziplining between mountaintops. It's, uh, I think, three or 400 feet off the ground. They say you go half, 50 miles an hour. 50 miles per hour and uh, for half a mile. So that's going to be some beautiful, beautiful GoPro shots. And like uh, I think it's going to be cool. I've done it before. Um, it was 250 feet off the ground, 45 miles per hour, and a quarter mile. So this sounds uh, like definitely a step above that. And it scared the fuck out of me, and I'm pretty brave. I've done some hardcore shit, and and uh, when I first let go, I closed my eyes for maybe the first half second just to be able to deal with it because <laughs> you're just jumping off into no man's land with a hook. It's uh, it's fun. So we're going to do that. So and, we added uh, that. We added um, uh, five, we the got class the five whitewater rafting. And we kept the machine guns and we dropped the roller coasters. So hopefully that makes for some pretty cool videos that people like to see. I think it will. And uh, and I guess that's that. Whitewater rafting? Say it what's again? What's that? That's weird they'd have weight, or I guess, I mean, what's the weight limit for whitewater rafting? Um, th there wasn't one for that that they mentioned. They just said that you had to be able to do strenuous labor for three continuous hours and you had to be able to carry a canoe like a quarter mile up an incline. Oh, so this um, is a safe thing to lie about. <laughs> um, you know, I'm in pretty good shape right now. I think I can handle all those things. Um, I, and Chiz said he could do it, and I'm not going to doubt the man. So he's going go. on his diet. I'm sure he's working out. And when we get there, we'll get there and we'll find out. If, he, if he's not up to it, then he's going in the wash, and we'll never see him again. Which <laughs> so, will make some of you guys happy because you hate him for no reason. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of people out there that are going to watch the, the survival, the, the, uh, the adventure trip. Like, please let Chiz fall in. Let him get sucked away. <laughs> so I think I just <laughs> had my the facts So the weight limit's for the zip line, not for the white water. It is. Got it. Wow. Okay, okay. So, um, because as you can imagine, you know, you're hanging from a wire. Yes, yeah, I kind of get why there'd Maybe be a weight they... limit on something like that. Maybe we could combine the zipline and the machine gun. I don't see an issue with that. In all honesty, this does seem like a bad I... thing to lie about. Kind of like going to, you know, Ghana without your malaria shots. Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I said, he's a grown man. He can handle his own shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's if it, if it, if it was uh, if it was a little kid or something, I'd be like, Nah, man, you better not lie. You, we're gonna talk to your parents about this. But Chiz wants to, Chiz this says is, he can lose uh, twenty pounds in thirty days. I believe him. It's PK it's adventures, not PK vacations. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing some shit here, baby. Then and then I guess the next one is when we go in the woods with no tent or shelter or food and try and survive yeah. for a week. Yeah. That, I wanted to go naked, but what you wouldn't do it. You know, you're so full be, of shit. Oh I my wanted God. to be PKA naked <laughs> in the wild. He always and he does do this, it. right? We talk in private and, it, and it's like, you know, yeah, we'll need some sort of fire starting, <laughs> a Dutch oven. We'll need a, a hatchet and a chainsaw. And then you get on the show and he's like, dude, I wanted to show up with nothing but tools constructed for my pubic hairs. And yeah, you were going to go at it. I wanted a Swiss army knife and a mirror and that's it. Um, a mirror. It goes back and forth. It depends on my daily mood. Well, when we were out there, Is it I for was... your hair? Why a mirror? To uh, signal the, a rescue? I, no, to fix my hair and stuff. All right, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd be looking good out there. Might might find some wilderness people or something. You never know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it, well, yeah, what some 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 yeah some wildlings or something. These wilderness people. I want to delve a bit deeper. I imagine them like the wildlings from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, that actually sounds big bushes, but they're nice people. <laughs> well, imagine the smell of that bush though. I imagine it smelling like uh, one of those pine cone air fresheners that you buy at a gas station. Ooh. Because she's from the wilderness. 
Nobody? Like asshole. Yeah, that you'd see this, <laughs> like cedar oil down there, like styling the hair. That's what I do if I live in the wilderness. You ever see that ex- episode of the X Files with the wilderness people? Yes. Uh, yeah. it, I, well, great. there's more than one, I think. Yeah, there's a few. I like the, the New Jer- the New Jersey Devil one's the one I'm talking about. There was also the one with the guys who f- supposedly found um, the Fountain of Youth and they'd evolved over the last couple hundred years. They had the red glowing eyes and they blended in. That was Dude, cool. that one was so... So I don't typically watch X-Files and get like legitimately scared or anything. Like it, 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 X-Files to me is a more interesting show that I watch and observe than one that I like impacts me. But I watched that one where they evolved and they had the red eyes. And then yeah. at the time I left for work at like 5 a.m. in the morning... I, I ran to my car and locked it because it was all wooded and crazy and whatever. And uh, it, the next morning, I, w- I was I was still frightened of woods people. Yeah, because if you you know, there's a couple of scenes where they're like under the bed and you see their eyes and stuff, and they were very yeah. scary. And it's uh, it's dark out at five a.m. Uh, in the winter. Yeah, um, back to the survival thing though, and I want to circle around to X Files again because I want to talk about the worst episode, of, scariest episode ever. Um, but back to the wilderness thing. I'll do whatever the fans want to see. We, we, we should you, we should really do some kind of a poll, and we should get exa- we should let them decide. Uh, to to a point, there's some stuff. Kyle, that, they you want know, to kill I mean, me. If you let the fans decide, we'll no, I'm gonna I, show I, I, up with you nothing say but that. like a butter knife. You say that, but but whenever I see a poll, there's guys that are that are like, you know, just take whatever you need to be comfortable, man. And there's stuff like that. I want to do whatever they want to see. It is a survival trip. It's not going to be a fucking camping trip. I, let's let's stick with survival, but. I would be happy with the fans deciding. So leave in the comment box. Let's see some happy comments down there, you weird motherfuckers. I know you like to be negative and scary. Just ignore those people. Let us know what, what do you think we should take on the camping trip, the survival trip. Leave a comment on the video. Let us know what you think we should be bringing on the trip. Leave a little list, and uh, and we'll look oh, at yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, leave a whole list. We'll scroll through the comments. Yeah, we'll scroll through the comments. We'll see your list of what you think we should be bringing, and, uh, and that will influence what we bring. I'll tell you what. I'll give the, uh, the best list a free SOG knife. How about that? Free sog knife. It's it's uh if you want to look it up on the website, it's the sog knife that has the flashlight in the uh in the handle. So you press the button, you can see what you're cutting at night. I'll give you one of those if you got the best list. Check. I'll uh, give it away on the next PKA. Uh, so you got all week to leave a comment. Go. Nice. And for the record, I gave away the last sog knife. I was a little slow. It took me like a month to mail it, but that's because I suck at that. And it's done. So hey, awesome. What is it called? Sog knife. A sog. S O G. Um. SOG is the name of the company, and uh, and they sort of sponsored our last survival trip in a way. They gave us some uh, some knives to take along and some tools and things, and they gave us some things to give away to the PKA uh, peoples. It was actually pretty so, helpful to have us. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool people over there. They're always happy to to work with us and do stuff like that. I really like at the. I get attached to material things. Like I I I don't know. I had this knife, and I wanted to look back and be like, "This is the knife I used to keep myself alive for a week." I once gutted a squirrel with it. Like I, I look at things and attach my <laughs> memories to them. But now, when I see my sog knife, I'm just like, "Yeah, this is the knife in which I lasted almost an entire day in the woods, <laughs> like in a total failure." We drove back home. Yeah, man. Until so, little feeble tum tummy Kyle had to leave. Look, all right, <laughs> that was a teenage mutant ninja turtle. He was after. <clears throat> Look, the tur- everybody connects the turtle. On those lists. <laughs> everybody connects the turtle with this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out that I had I had a pretty serious viral infection that I had gotten from that thing, and I just and and they just have started clearing it up now. It reoccurred, and uh, and I had to be on I'm on antibiotics and antivirals for it. So it was pretty serious. Whatever I got out there, um, 
it, it went away for a long time and then it reappeared and I'm just now realizing that's what it was. So you think it was uh, a virus from the water that you drank by accident? I don't know if it came from the water. I don't know if I got it two or three days before I went out there because, uh -huh. you know, I had been in the woods behind my house, you know, starting fires and, you know. Right, right. I, I had been, I think maybe I'd gotten a tick on me. I don't know. I, it was not, it's not from ticks though. It's, it, it's actually, yeah, it's from something in the environment. They don't know what it is. Half the cases, they don't even, there's never a cause found. But um, I remember, remember when I was talking about that I had those like sores in the roof of my mouth and it was painful to eat after that? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, it was that. Like it's, that was it's not symptom. contagious or anything. It's, it was just some kind of, um, she explained to me what it was, but I, I don't, she's, she's an Indian doctor and I have a hard time with her accent. And she gave me some medicine, told me I'd be all good. And now, I, now I'm pretty much 100% now. But it wasn't that goddamn turtle. I shot that motherfucker. He killed him. And you I went allegedly shot the turtle. Allegedly. And let me just... All right, PK audience, listen to this right now. Here's what happened. Imagine this scenario. Mm -hmm. the, okay, so Woody and I... If, if we've ever been the, be, the best thing... If you look back on your life, what's the thing that you were best at, you think? It's, swimming's probably up there pretty high, right? Swimming, sleeping, I'm awesome. Okay, so... So among the world's swimmers, you're definitely in the top five, ten percent, right? The world's swimmers. Uh, if you're talking human about the world swimmers, to include like no, I'm talking about human beings thrown into water. You're better than ninety-five percent of them. Uh, right? Much right? better than that. Yeah, yeah. If you just yeah, include probably, like honest, yeah. Among uh, competitive swimmers, I was Kyle. probably top two, one percent. Amongst like non-competitive swimmers, like including like you know your parents and stuff, I got to be way up there. Okay. So among shooters, I'm probably better than 95% of the human beings on the planet, too. Probably better than 99% of them mm -hmm. among the humans. So I climbed up on the log, and I did the shooting. And for some reason, Woody didn't do the swimming that was required to, to, to get the turtle. <laughs> oh, I right, right imagine this. this. Here we are, the fucking A-team out there. You know, I just went Mr. T on this shit, blew it the fuck up. And then Aquaman over here is just like, good luck swimming across that river and retrieving that turtle, Kyle. <laughs> There is a reason. <laughs> I can explain. Woody, See, here's Woody the thing. Properly dressed. Uh, that that's actually exactly it. I am like hypersensitive to poison ivy, so I made it a priority to get my long pants on like all the time. Like we. I've never the river. seen this man wear pants in my life. It'll be Chicago, forty degrees. Woody's gamer tag shorts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But on that trip, nothing but pants, right? Nothing but pants. And I'm rocking shorts for the first time he's ever seen me rock shorts. Ever. Yeah, we switched you roles. You just said one of those things that you don't realize until someone mentions it, but I never have seen Woody in, sh in pants. No. Of all the trips, no. time we fooled around in the bedrooms together in the hotels. Mm hmm. Always, always shorts. Always shorts. He likes to show his calves off. Yeah, well, he's the moneymakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shake your moneymakers. So, um, but in the woods, I was wearing nothing but pants. So I had like long cotton pants on and sneakers and stuff. Meanwhile, Kyle was tooling around in a bathing suit, which is why he ended up being the swimmer. Yeah, and I can't swim for shit. Like, <laughs> and I hadn't eaten. You know, I'm, I'm, I was already out of energy. Like, like right. My I got a pretty fast metabolism. I like to think so. When it by, by the time I get to like three or four p.m., which is what it was, like, and no, and just breakfast that day, and we'd been building and. And there's another thing. <laughs> Both of us were foolishly on the subreddit until like 5 a.m. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like all the drama like, that went down. Couldn't sleep. Yeah, could, you know, wings backed out on us. So like, I was, I was pissed about that. Couldn't sleep and like got. I, I said it in one of my videos I uploaded. Maybe, maybe four hours, but I think it was more like two or three. Uh, so when I like it, that quick burst of energy of swimming across that, I don't know how wide that river was. Sixty feet, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, 
that took so much out of me. Like, I was dog paddling, like, the last third of it or something, and Woody laughed at me. Um, and I was just like, this is my low-energy swim. What are you thinking? Like, like I'm, I'm running out of steam over here. He was I'm fucking dog burnt paddling. out. Was yeah, great. I was dog paddling. So, um... dog paddling. So, anyway, we're going to give that a round two. We're going to do a survival trip. We're going to do a whitewater rafting, zip line shooting trip. Uh, we're gonna make trips that we get. We think you guys want to see. Oh yeah, cool. we're still doing the shooting. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're still we're doing it's it's shooting, uh, whitewater rapids and zip lining. Uh, three days. We found a really cheap place to stay in. It's like a hundred and twenty hundred hundred fifty dollars a night for three people. Like not per person. Like total. Uh, what, like a house. So we managed to save a lot of money that way. And it, it kind of reminds me. Um, one of the Patreon donator levels. Uh, it's it's kind of expensive. So it's not the sort we'd expect you to do every month. But um. It's joined us on the adventure. So if that's appealing to you, then you know if you feel like shooting machine guns, zip lining, and whitewater <laughs> rafting, if that's the sort of thing you're down for, then uh, there's a there's a price on that. I think it's like yeah, five grand. Yeah, it is. Yeah, keep keep in mind you'll be signing so many li- liability and and, and waivers, <laughs> non disclosure agreements, and like secrecy vows <laughs> that it's it either come with an open mind or a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so, but uh but it should be awesome so if that's the kind of thing that that like i don't know that to me some of these things are you know, like dream trips and uh you know yeah this is gonna be a cool one man you, you're gonna get uh i'm gonna teach you how to shoot skeet uh let you shoot an m16 and uh then you get zip lining white water rafting and you might get to see chiz die yes yay 10 percent <laughs> chance chiz dies Ten percent, you say? Is that what the statisticians have come chance. up with? Yeah, uh, that's what I've come up with. Yes, I've I've yeah. consulted with with several authorities. We've got ten percent mm-hmm. odds on Shiz not making it out of the river. What is the insurance? Only ten percent. I'll take the over. What's the oh, name of the insurance person who comes up part. with these things? Like a, uh, it starts with an A. Uh, and 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 um, what are we talking about? The the it's, insurance uh, person who's good with statistics who decides like the odds of something. An adjuster. Happening. Nope. Mm-mm. No, it's like an acrium or an acrium. Acujuster. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's sort of a slash between a like an accountant and a stat and a statistician. Yeah, yeah. And a, gosh, it's slipping my head. And the, the listeners leave a comment with the just. <laughs> no, no, I want to figure this out. It's gonna bug me. While you look, while you look for that, um, I should mention that the river that we're going down is the same river they filmed Deliverance on. Really. So imagine it. I'm imagining I'm John Voigt, Woody's <laughs> Burt Reynolds, and Chiz is Ned Beatty. And we're going down that fucking river, man. <laughs> Chiz is the one that squeals like a pig. Dude, think about that. That's that's totally our roles too. <laughs> yeah, so you... I'm just catching up with Dr. Chiz's little comments on the subreddit. What did he do to make everybody hate him? He everybody... killed a baby two years ago. I know. I told him, quit. dude, keep the baby like mistreatment to raping only. It's what I do. Keep that bur- that baby murder game that you're always up to. Keep I know. it on the down low. And he's like, no, I like to stream it. I like to stream it. You know? I'm like, and... dude, you can still get a million subs as a pedophile, but the murder thing is not okay. Right. And he couldn't. Right. He just ignored my advice. Too much murder. Too much murder game business. Um, I, I don't know why people dislike him. Um, uh, a lot of the. We like him a lot, and we like him a lot because he, um, he, he's, he, he's a hard worker and he's a good friend. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in years, but I remember from when I spoke to him, he's a cool, cool dude. I think actuary yeah. is what we were looking for. Actuary, there you go, nailed it. Yes. Thank you. 
All right. Oh, we have a sponsor, and then we can just start going into topics. I think we do the sponsor, and then we get to hear what uh, Paul has been doing for the, the last little bit, because I want to know. Ooh. All right. Discussion zone. Kyle, take it away. Oh, my goodness. I don't have my discussion zone notes in front of me. I want to get the exact URL right. Discussion zone is a general discussion community with an awesome and active form, user, right? ba user base meaning we participate in active discussions they include but not limited to gaming sports debates graphics computing freebies and a marketplace to sell any item of interest it's um www.discussionzone.co so you'd think it's .com but it's actually .co discussionzone.co and i actually went and checked it out um before the the show started and I was like, ah, oh, what is this thing going to be? But dude, there's like thousands of threads on here. There's there's like hundred, you know, lots of people have registered. It's actually a forum that's already populated with people, and you can go and chat with guys and make friends and argue about movies or whatever. So check them they out. They talk about a lot of stuff. They do like gaming and sports and graphics and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. It kind of like, dude, it matches up with our demo pretty well. If you like video games, if you like sports, if you like computers, if you like graphics, if you want tech help or whatever. Do they do Game of Thrones talk over there? Uh, they have movies, video, and media, so I would guess. Hmm. Then I might head over there, see some of the the fan theories. I loved you. I'm always. I like fan theories. Oh, me I do too. too, but 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 I only like them if they're completely spoiler free. Like the last thing I want is some some book reader to come in there and and, and do something. I don't want them to give me too much information. Like like what I want is like, there's this guy on Reddit who does it occasionally, and he posts this thing, and it's like, he gives you all of the information that book readers know. Um, up to the episode where you are, if that makes any sense. So they get, it, he gives you a more filled-in, more um, detail-driven information about all the stuff you've already seen, but nothing about what you're going to see. Yep. And was, that's awesome. You know what I was thinking about doing as a video series? I was going to give a synopsis of the previous night's Game of Thrones, but completely fuck everything up. <laughs> like, oh, <no. laughs> oh. Just like make up all my own fan theories that are completely wrong, like why Jon Snow is gay. And why, like, why, you know, why, why Jamie Lannister is actually the king and nobody knows it and stuff like that. Like the, With your name control, I just do not recommend this. This is perfect. My name control just lends into it. I have to screw up so every character's who, who name. So who is the female Jewish comedian once, that once dated Jimmy Kimmel? What's her name? Sarah, I, I think I actually know it right now because I don't miss this. It's Silverman, right? Yeah, and and the young lady who uh, was Harry Potter's sidekick, what was what was her name? Emma in her Watson. Life? Emma Watson. Okay, and and the redhead from Superbad. What's her name? I don't know that. Wait, wait. The redhead from Superbad. What other? What else has she played in? Um, her first name's also Emma. Emma Stone. Oh, now I know. Emma Stone. Okay, <laughs> and uh, the young lady from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um. Megan Fox, I don't know. You've actually got pretty control this week. Pretty good control this week. This is impressive. This is the best I've ever seen. I feel like this is a little easier than the format I normally do, which is to like come up with her name on the fly mid-discussion. Uh, okay, so maybe that's the issue. Yeah, All that right. throws me off Seems a little like more. The subreddit was fucking with you about that. <laughs> they always mess with me about that. Yeah, they're, they're like PKA historians will go back to like episode 19 where I fucked up a name then. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah, because I'm so bad. There are a lot of people who theorize that I'm doing it for effect. And uh, and then they like go and disprove them by like how it happened like even way before it was a thing. 
But um, but yeah, discussionzone.co. There'll be a link in the description, annotation on the screen, things like that. Check them out. Absolutely. All right. Oh, so, Paul, what you been up to? Oh. Jackie oh. Has joined. I'm She's on the here. front page of E-Bombs World. Congratulations. I'm Blast getting from the past. choked out. I don't know how this popped up, but... Oh, that's great. Ooh. What yeah. is the title of the article? Um, being choked out and what it looks like. <laughs> that's great. Well, See, guys. now, oh. that's what you get when you step up and you take, uh, you, you take getting choked unconscious. You might get your video featured. <laughs> on E-Bombs World, no less. Yeah. yeah. It would have been better to be on the E-Bombs World in, like, 2004. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's what ha- it, it got some play on Reddit, and once you get some play on Reddit, like all the other ones pick it up. I I had one oh, where yeah. um, oh the dog collar one, like it made it to the front page of Reddit, which is like the big oh, thing, great. and then everything else like stumble upon e bombs world dig etc. Kind of like follows, and um, it, it turned like almost all of the irregular videos I've made. Not almost all, but like a lot of them get some play. Like the the random microwave one will show up years later. People still looking at it. There's one where I used a chair and a leaf blower. There's like a TV company or something that signed to put that on. Um, I just got on TV for, oh, that was the dog collar one again. Whatever. Those ones seem to have a little more long tail than just like random gaming videos. Yeah. Has anyone out there noticed my sound quality? Is it (laughs) horrid? Oh, it's it's beautiful. That's that's what that Patreon money's all about, making Mercadurka sound like a champ. Yes. Exactly. I went out and with my own money purchased equipment. That's oh, not did true. You? Is that <laughs> what happened? No, Everything. it's not what happened at all. No, oh, man. I and remember. Then Woody comes in here and he says, hey, when we get on, on the show, you tell everyone I bought that for you, you little bitch. Wow. It's supposed to be the kind of thing that, that the Patreon money covers, but Lefty took all the money, so we're still coming out of our pockets. And uh... <laughs> yeah, I had to pay for the I had I, I had to pay for the uh, the whitewater rafting and the zip line out of my pocket. And I had to pay for, for the, the the rental house and the microphone equipment out of my pocket because Lefty <laughs> took all the money. <laughs> it's funny, but it's sad. <laughs> Money at all out of this? Yeah, the, gosh, we're, I, we're, I know we're, we're dragging not, this out don't again. Don't make it seem like we're, we're not going to reimburse ourselves from the thing. It's just like right now that the, the, the things suck dry. Yeah, in the long run, I think this will turn out great for us, but and for everyone watching. But the the, the challenge was it was almost one of attitude. Like you know, when I think, all right, we're going to start a business, we need to make a product that people are going to love and have happy customers, and they're going to buy it, and it's going to be a win. With Lefty, it almost felt like, oh, we're going to start a business. I've seen my dad do this. The first thing I'm going to do is start, like, fucking hard-nosed negotiating, threaten to quit, get as much out of this thing as I possibly can, get a better deal than Kyle and Woody, etc. And uh, it's like, well, fuck. You know, you didn't want to just be a partner like us. You know, you had to, like, get special provisions and salaries and cuts of the top line and avoid expenses and never lose or come up with anything from our pocket. It, it, um, he just didn't want a fair deal. So that's how that went down. And, and it was just one we could – the way I like to think of it and the way I do feel about it is like we literally just couldn't afford him. Like, like whether it's right, wrong, or whatever side someone wants to – way somebody wants to skew this thing as it, as it often gets skewed. In the end, it was someone who worked for us who was an employee, and we didn't feel like we could afford to pay him what he wanted to get paid, and, and that's the end of it. Or ask him to do what he was supposed to do because every time we did, he flipped out. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> you know, left, it, 
Lefty, can you get the... Okay, for example, the Patreon feed, right? It goes up early. And the people who, who help support the show like that, they, um, they get to see the show a, a few hours or ideally a day or so early. And um, he was like, well, I'm too sleepy. I'll just do it tomorrow morning. And it's like, man, that early access is what people are really paying for. So Dr. Chiz would step in and do Lefty's job for him because Lefty didn't have the enthusiasm, energy, work ethic, call it what you will, to, to do his own job. And, um, you know, that kind of thing mixed in with everything else, just it, it, when he offered to leave, we just jumped right on it. Paul, your two cents. I agree. <laughs> Excellent. That's yeah. it. Thank you so much. Hey, Shut the fuck problem. up, Paul. I've heard enough out of you. <laughs> That's it. Paul, See you guys. Yeah, Paul, That's what have you been up to? Kidding. Tell us what your deal. Uh, so the last time I was on, here was episode six. Was it that early? <laughs> was it? I don't know. I, I came on really freaking drunk. I remember that. You guys remember that? I remember. I Dude, that that hurt my feelings a little bit because apparently you were like telling people, hey, I'm going to go on PK and fuck up their show. Dude, me of three years ago was an asshole, so I totally agree with you there. Uh, it was my first year of college, and I was in that mood of going out and getting every every single night, getting like just absolutely shit-faced drunk. So... Uh, yeah, I kind of look back in those past couple of years is like, I don't know. I kind of view myself as a different person though. So there you go. I think uh, apologies. That's fair. Oh, accepted. Yeah. I, that that was actually not much more perfect than that. I, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> the me of your age was yeah. also like a dramatically different person if you just space it out like every eighteen months or two years mm-hmm. in the way See, that I, I grew up. I think of that because I look back on myself like two three years ago and think I was an idiot. And then I, I know for sure I'm going to look back in two, three years' time and think I was an idiot. So it never really ends, so we'll see. But uh, <laughs> always constantly evolving, always constantly evolving. So I was uh, just entering into college last time I was on here, and I actually just graduated like a week ago. So there we go. That's a full circle, so, so to speak. I, I feel like I understand like English, Irish, school. Finishing mm-hmm. college means you have two more years of university left or, or help me uh, sort of the way it goes is college US? college over here is sort of like the last few years of high school in america mm-hmm. whereas so i just graduated from university which i got my undergraduate degree which was bachelor's of science in computer science mm-hmm. so that would be your four-year degree you take over there um but over here it's three years so I just graduated from that, but I had the option to go into a master's or a PhD, but I wanted to get out of academia. Yeah. I couldn't. It burned you out after a while. I Yeah. I hear like, you. The thing for me was college was hyped up to be this big like party and fun, 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 but most of the time for me it was just deadlines, deadlines, deadlines. Like, I just felt like I was under a lot of stress all the time, and uh, you know, ever since I've stopped, and I graduated, I don't know, I just felt a lot more at ease because uh, maybe it's because I haven't gotten near a, a, a proper industry job yet, but I don't know. We'll see. Dude, I yeah. can... I mean, same when I was in college, it was all deadlines, deadlines, deadlines. Just, <laughs> yeah. You know. I, I, are you being sarcastic or I can't tell? No, I'm being facetious. It was not. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was I mean, for me. Yeah. For me, it was super tough. Like when I was in school, I've mentioned this before. 
it always felt like I was supposed to be devoting myself to something school related. You know, I, I, I couldn't rent a movie. That's the example I use without thinking, man, I just blew two hours when I know darn well I have this paper due or this project I'm supposed to code or, or, you know, there, there's some sort of deliverable that I should have been working on because I know that I'm not doing everything I can. <laughs> and in, you know, so every, any downtime was me not working like I was supposed to. Yeah, so you wouldn't think... rent a movie or go to the soda fountain or play <laughs> the can with your friends in the town square. One of those things we or got... hide from the, you know, planes flying over. Sometimes um, when I was feeling adventurous, we'd take a hoop off a barrel and then push it down the road with a stick. Ooh. <laughs> that was the, that was the big game. See how long you can keep it going. <laughs> Woody was the best hoop pusher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay oh, Taylor, Taylor, I'm gonna I got a question for you um, mm -hmm. I've seen this brought up a bit are you willing if, if we were able to plan such a thing around your uh, your scheduling to come on some sort of one of these uh, trips with us yeah I mean it's it's not like a matter of willing like I it sounds like fun to me like all of these sound like fun uh, I mean I'm not gonna die in a river in North Carolina because you guys think lying about that's a good idea but <laughs> I mean yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. It's just about making sure my work schedule can get around it, so I can get time off for it. But yeah, if I can get okay. time off, I'd absolutely be interested. Do you, do you is it do you have that sort of thing where like if, if you had a month or so advance, you could get like a you know make, maybe like a Monday and a Tuesday off, or is it not like that? Uh, I could try and workshop something like that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll talk uh, specific yes. dates. And we'll That's talk. awesome. Yeah, I'm okay. glad that you're down That's for great. it because we were thinking of um of going to like the Gaza Strip. And see what, just no, what we it's got like this to thing kill. Worked, yeah, he, he jokes, but we really are. We got this thing worked out. There's this company, and they they do like wartime footage, video stuff, and mm -hmm. they they'll basically let us tag along with them with them and give with them and give us like a media pass. So we're technically reporters. But I was like, well, what happens if we're in a gunfight? I was like, we're in a war zone, right? He's like, there's plenty of guns. Yeah, he's like, he's like, if you need a gun, you pick up a gun. If you need a camera, you you use your camera. He's like, you'll be like wartime correspondence with an AK-47. This is so, like the perfect YouTuber adventure. So yeah, we're planning cool. on doing that sometime around Christmas. And it, you know, it doesn't have wow. to be the Gaza Strip. If by Christmas or something, they're you know all religious about it, we can go to Crimea or Iraq well, or Afghanistan. Yeah, he said there's war zones all around the uh, the planet. He called them hot spots, I think. And mm -hmm. and he, he said he could get us into any of those. Just uh, and he said that, he said that they do a pretty and a pretty cool thing because we'd be tagging along with some guys who are basically like mercenaries. Uh -huh. And so a lot of times they get to parachute in and stuff, which I've never done for them. That's the scary part for me, not not really the, the going oh, to war part, I guess. Freak me out so much. Jumping out of the plane. It should be they were safe. Because these guys are like ex-special forces. Yeah, they get paid really well, apparently. Like, we're not getting paid for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, the guys are going with are getting paid, you know, several grand a day. So, so. Yeah, I would want one of those guys to, like, have me strapped on their chest for the parachute. <laughs> he said you could bring your Benelli. I asked him about that. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So, we'd like to get you in on that one. Yes. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds like fun. Just got to... <laughs> you guys should get Chiz on that as well. <laughs> oh, Chiz is coming. He's, they're they're yeah. going to hook him up with some You know what we should do? Gonna... We should lie to Chiz about the weight limits and then just progressively take him down and get him in shape. You're like, yeah, for we this one, it's 245. For no, this one, it's 235. 
<laughs> There's yeah. parachuting involved. You got to be down to 215 until eventually the guy's like a lean, mean fighting machine. <laughs> and has like a, good. You should make Chiz do his. Sorry, Paul. Oh, no, I was I was just saying like uh, Chiz going to war and just ending every conflict. The super soldier. Yeah. Or on the earth. The way I imagine see that, it, he just seems like that sort of guy. Is Chiz drops in like the Gaza Strip, and then the Palestinians and the Hebrews stop hating each other, and then just all get pissed off at Chiz. <laughs> he just he just attracts <laughs> that much hate. That they find common ground. Yeah. These adventures would be it. funny if you had like you cut your guy's adventure, which was really intense, like that, something crazy, with Chiz's, and you made Chiz go on a different adventure. Like his adventure is he has to take a Greyhound bus from L.A. to Boston. That's his adventure, and it keeps cutting back from him on a bus for three weeks, and you guys just live in the dream, and that's... Oh, wait a minute now. Maybe you get... You know, all right, so have you ever seen An Idiot Abroad? Uh, oh, I love I that have, show. I love it. What if, what if we did... That would be funny if, if, like, one trip, for example, or one part of one trip, like, uh, the three of us stayed and did the trip with vastly uh, different amounts of money. Like, let's say, like, our total, like... <laughs> Let's say that the like the group per diem is like a thousand dollars. Let's say we gave like eight hundred and fifty of it to Woody. <laughs> I like where this is headed. And we gave like we gave like a hundred of it to me, and only fifty of it went to Chiz. And we had to survive that day with that money. And we just went and did different things. Like Woody's staying in a really nice place. Like like he's eating a fine dinner. He's just having yeah, the best time. I've ever. got guys in rickshaws carrying me around, <laughs> pushing. I'm staying me. in a hostel, eating fast food. And Chiz is just homeless. <laughs> <laughs> he's got beat up and got his fifty dollars robbed. Yeah, he's exactly. Like he's 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 on the street somewhere, getting getting rousted by hobos. Yeah. He's buying retired circus animal meat on a spit from yeah. some foreigner with a cart. You know, the goal is to go to some places where there's some retired circus animal meat on sticks. You know that. Wow. I, I, I think we should go somewhere that's like that. The, the little European trip we've been talking about. Um, I know we're going to Amsterdam on that one, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah, celebrate, man. I can but, think of something to do in Amsterdam. So yeah, God, you people. They give me like four brownies. Back My brother's back. going to Amsterdam. He uh, booked it tonight. But all about Europe, interrailing, so easy to get around over here. Like yeah. uh, when I was in America last year, just getting across Florida alone was pain. A pain without a car. So over here, it's so much easier. You got to rent a car. That's the way it is. So yeah, that's the only. I think it's 25, isn't it, as well? Oh, yeah, you have to be 25 to rent a car, yeah. I think you need mm-hmm. to be over. Actually, uh, Merker, any, any... Yep, it's 25. Do you have to be over 25 or 25? Exactly 25. Okay, uh, well, I stand corrected because yeah. I, I thought it was over. But fair enough. So, um, uh, yeah, so you couldn't do it. Fair enough. If you work for a big company, you can. That's, that's what I always did. Mm, yeah, that's true, I suppose. So, Paul... I was looking at your YouTube channel, and you, you're still doing you're still doing the Pokemon. Cause I remember you were doing. Oh yeah, man! Though. And I actually just got back into it. I bought a Game Boy from some used shop, and all the old I, ones. You know, my YouTube thing. I was at a point where, before I went to university, it was uh, it was either go to college or don't, because at the time you got people like T Mart and Syndicate and Jericho and all those old school sort of Call of Duty guys that really decided not to go to or dropped out of college to do the YouTube thing. So I was like. I'll go because I was afraid of I was afraid of like YouTube like dropping off, um, and I'm actually glad I managed to keep my YouTube sort of steady. It never really grew, but it never really died. So that's where I am now, and I'm at a point where I'm starting to get back into it and sort of pour a lot of stuff out. So 
That's what, that's what I'm doing. I have like maybe four or five videos a day. I've been doing for the past couple of weeks, ever I'm, since I graduated. Back in the day, I watched anything and everything you would ever upload. It didn't matter. <laughs> I, I watched your entire... Um, uh, who I can't remember. You're really good at a game that involved I just, Sonic the Hedgehog. I watched your entire oh, Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog playthrough. Yeah, he went through. He, he like he'd get every like special bonus and the rotating cubes and stuff <laughs> like that. And I just yeah, it didn't matter what it was. And then when I finally oh, met you, go. my yeah. wife was so excited. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> my wife I hadn't used even to shoot my face there, man. She it's loved like... his Irish accent, and I nearly lost her to Pyropuncher to Paul over yep. here. And yep. and like she'd hear me talk to him like on a mic or something like over Skype. This is years ago, and she'd be like, "Is that him? Is that really him?" And and yeah, I I my nearly voice, lost her. Yeah, I still uh I still get a lot of compliments on it. I hear I I personally don't like my accents, probably because I hear a lot, but. uh a lot of people have been telling me it's become somewhat Americanized because I hang out with a bunch of guys from the U.S. like all day just playing games. So I've picked up a bit of a like it's probably not noticeable to you guys, but over here we speak at like a thousand miles an hour, and you probably couldn't understand me if I had a conversation with someone over here just because we speak really fast. But uh, it's slowed down quite a bit, so I think that's yeah. Just some of the should come with subtitles. Yeah, my, you know, <laughs> I play with a, a group of guys on a on a server, a sort of community called Minecraft. And uh, initially, when I get into that, the guy that sort of uh, runs it said he couldn't understand anything I said. We were doing a little introduction, so we got to know each other, and he said he just didn't understand me. But thankfully, I've slowed down a bit, and uh, I'm kind of glad because <laughs> I did speak too fast. I actually went and private a lot of my old videos. Oh, just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, have you ever seen videos match? for that reason? Uh, I I've a lot of my old videos just because uh, I don't know my they just sucked. Like I had a very squeaky voice. I the the audio was awful. You know, uh, I, I still I still keep pride in some of them. I have my very first commentary on my channel, so it's still there. But a lot of my 2008 2009 stuff is privated. I like mine as like a history and evolution of the channel. Like that. That's mm -hmm. why I keep mine up. I, I've only privated like the worst of the worst, like live stream <laughs> announcements and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but by and large, like if I made it, it's still up there. And mm -hmm. you know, you can see like when I went through my singing phase, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I started like hiring professional singers, and you know, videos got to be non-gameplay related. And I don't know, the whole thing uh -huh. is sort of out there. Oh yeah. Uh... For me, it was, uh, I think I went through a period where uh, my YouTube was starting to take off, but it wasn't at that point where I, it, it was like super big, and I was afraid of what some of my friends would have thought, so I deleted a bunch of my old videos, and a lot of a lot of people, younger kids nowadays, message me saying this, like they're afraid of what their kids will think. I just think like, who, who gives a fuck, really? I mean, something I enjoy. And look what it's turned into nowadays, I mean, for me, and a lot of my peers, you know, they're not working full time just doing this, so it's kind of crazy. And I was going to close it all down eventually because of, you know, what I was afraid of a few people might have thought. Have so. you given any blowjob advice? <laughs> I haven't just no. yet. I well, then you're fine. Yet. Yeah, you'll be so, right. <laughs> that, that's my biggest fear, though. Uh, that's my biggest fear. Like, in 10 years, if I have to go and get, like, you know, an office job, have I said anything that, like, you know, completely puts me in the red? <laughs> I, I don't think I have. I don't think I have, but... I used to daydream about being in politics. 
And yeah. Yeah, I think that's over. <laughs> that's not a good thing. It won't work out. You don't think you'll be able to run for local mayor or anything? No. Dude. No, they would just totally go for it. I don't know. I There's some... Uh... My, my potential history. Or <laughs> <laughs> potential future. I'm sorry. You've got that one drunken rant on, on video. There's that one. <laughs> There's that one. But, like, it's only uphill from there because that's literally the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened in my entire well there's life. also so that like, video of you passed out in that bed and uh and, and oh that, dude that's not nearly as bad and onslaught does a phd flopper on you yeah oh i remember seeing that when it came out <laughs> the video of me and tmart hooking up was way worse than that though <laughs> and thank god you never uploaded it but. yeah it's all night vision is paris hill oh. style it's pretty hot though I, I, really, yeah. I either didn't upload or privated something on your request. I forget what the video was. Maybe it was that one. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the link if anybody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Have you seen Steve Irwin's daughter? Mer I want to talk about Steve oh, Irwin's there daughter. We go. First, we're about Steve Irwin's daughter, and then I want to go back to the scariest episode of the X-Files ever made. So, Steve <laughs> Irwin's daughter. What's her name? Like, Bendy or something like that? I'm Googling. Is Bendy... Bendy. He gave her the stupidest. Yeah, so Steve Irwin was the crocodile hunter, of course, you know, the khaki short wearing crocodile wrestling daredevil from Australia with the blonde hair. Yeah, he got killed by a stingray. Uh, really loved that guy. That guy was cool as fuck. Um, mm -hmm. And you always I'm thought looking a at pictures of her. She's a sweet little thing. Yeah, but you, got, you want the, the newest pictures possible because there's lots of her as a child because she did lots of like child <clears throat> acting work on, with him and stuff. Um, oh, so these pictures that, of her on, aren't current? She's a little girl? No, nah, she's 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 grown up now. She's I, I'm she's hoping 16. she's is she's yeah, sixteen. Oh, she's sixteen. She's sixteen. You can't tell oh with girls. You can't never, she looked eighteen on the magazine cover. She was on the cover of like Us Weekly or something like that. Why is she sixteen? Is this her with Syndicate on my screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now I look all creepy. Yeah, Kyle. She looked like an adult on the magazine cover I saw today. I apologize for saying I that the child was attractive. She was 16 because you were talking about her before the show, so you, you had to Google her or something to see that. No, she was, she was on a magazine cover today at at um at the pharmacy. That's exactly yeah. what it was. And Kyle, I was like, oh, yeah, there's, there's only room for one pedo on this show. You fuckers Son think I won't bitch. fire Kyle too? You think I won't do it? <laughs> <laughs> He's all you got left. <laughs> if he does, I'll start my new show. Of... Uh, it'll be Kyle and Friends. And it's just me. It's just me, though. Cal, Lefty, he joins him. Wings, Cal and friends. No, no it, would, it would just be me by myself, and I would just talk to myself for at least three hours at a time. People would yeah. watch that. They would so like basically it. be my daily drive. Like When I drive, I do that like a psychopath. So like, and, and like some, sometimes people in traffic will catch me talking to myself, so I'll kind of turn it into like maybe I was singing a song because like that's, le that's less embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, I do that all the I'm, time where I I'm just rant about things randomly to myself yeah. and my car. Yeah, or, or or I'll be explaining to someone who like who like doesn't understand my point of view, and I'll be like, no, what you don't understand is like this and that, and and, and like I'll look over and some like some ladies like watching me do this, and I'm like, like this and like that and like this and uh, it's like this. And I'm like trying to change. <laughs> you do a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like start moving my head to a non-existent beat. Radio's off. I'm just talking to myself. That happens. <laughs> okay, so the worst, uh, scariest episode of the X Files is called uh, Home, I believe. H O M E. Uh, it involves the Peacock family, who it's a group of inbred, uh, it's this inbred, deformed, fucked up family, mm. and uh, and they the, the 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 sons have sex with the mother at this like like and sort of some like back to back to back with their like inbred retarded fucked up sperm, and the mother just happens to be 
Um, she's been in a car accident, so she's a quadra... I don't know what you call it when all four limbs have been amputated, but quadriplegic. Well, but she doesn't have the limbs anymore. Quadriplegic is when you can't move all four oh, limbs. Oh, does a quadruple amputee. Oh, that would be stumpified. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's she's stumpified. Thank you for the medical term, Taylor. <laughs> yep. And and they keep her on like a, 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 a one of those creepers, the the things that they use to go like under your lay on and go into a car to like change the oil or something. So okay. she's on like something like that, rolled up under like a countertop, and they wheel her out to like fuck her and get advice. And, like, they make some sort of triple sperm into the egg mutant baby that they then have to, like... And the opening scenes of the uh, episode are them are her giving birth to this, like, nasty inbred mutant baby. Is she and happy they, like, with this arrangement where pretty much she just has yes. sex and gives advice? Yes. Yeah. She says, quote, We gotta keep the bloodline strong. Because that sounds like a job <laughs> I might like. That's what she sounds like. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an absolutely horrifying episode, and uh, it's uh, it, it's they only played it once, aired it twice on television because it's TVMA mature in the U.S. Uh, and uh, there was big controversy both times. I, I watched it when I was in the second fucking grade. Came into school and discussed it with my teacher. I remember that distinctly because we so were if you equally type in freaks. Files home. That'll be all the pictures. Like these really gruesome deformed people. Yeah, yeah. It's season four, <laughs> season five, somewhere in there. Like it seems like episode ten, eleven, twelve, somewhere in there. Dude, this is uh, creepy. Very scary episode. Best episode of the X Files. Uh, if you just if you're just gonna watch one, because it was kind of a monster of the week type episode that stands alone well, that's a good one. So is the one with the uh, Force people that we and I discussed earlier. X Files was a hell of a show. I didn't watch X Files very much. I did. Uh, what was it? The one, the old one, basically the old X Files. Oh. Fifties. Um, Twilight Zone. I really Twilight, Zone. Twilight Zone. That's a yeah, I've went back in recent. Recently, actually, maybe eight months ago, and watched all the black and white ones on Netflix, and I really enjoyed them. Um, yeah, did you have you seen the movies? No, I haven't. Uh, so the Twilight Zone movie was like plagued with like tragedies and accidents. Like one of the things that happened, like a, a helicopter went down during filming, and a couple of child actors who were illegally working died. Like there was lots of bad stuff that went on. Seems like one of the actors died filming it as well. Um, but it, that. If I remember right, they, they, they do the um, episode that originally had Stephen Shatner in it, the one where there's a gremlin on the wing of the plane that only he can see, but it's actually there and nobody believes him. Uh, you familiar with that one? Uh, I saw it. So no. they, they, they do that episode, but they get John Lithgow to, to play Shatner's part, who's ten times the actor, so it's really good. The movie's great. All right, smooth segue. Merck, a Yay. question for you. Hmm. A man was having sex with another man in a cemetery, okay? And then one of them mentioned the other's ex-boyfriend. So while having sex with him, he stabbed him five times with a knife. Here's the question. In what state did this occur? Florida. What, What did you say? Is it... Florida? <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. Of course it's Florida. <laughs> it's always Florida. <laughs> it's always Florida. Florida's just... What's happening down there? I don't All know. All little bastards are ruining everything. If someone gets their face eaten off, what state did it happen in? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Every time something really fucked up and crazy happens in the United States, controversial or something that's weird... It's Florida, and, and we should talk about the reasons for that, because Florida's an interesting part of the United States, and I know we've got a kind of a global audience here. Mm-hmm. It's that little peninsula that hangs off the bottom of the United States, like a little penis. It's that whole area, basically, and 
it's weird because it's it's both it's it's both a tourist de destination. Um, it's it's a it's a really nice like tropical area where there's you know it's 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 a peninsula so it's covered in all those beaches so you've got that area of lots of money and partying and immigration and then in the middle you've got all this what's basically swampland which is really cheap and inexpensive so you get the a, a, a perfect mixture of like the poorest of the people and the richest of the people and they're all in this one state and it's also politically diverse it was people it's who knew kind the country. 50 50. Yeah, and and, and pe lots of immigration from different parts of the country. A lot of people go there to retire. So you've got you've got all of those old people there. So it's just this weird place where all these odd groups migrate to, and weird shit happens there. Pretty much, <laughs> it's where the Trayvon Martin thing happened. It's 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 where it's where that it's literally where that man had his face eaten off by another man who who was on a drug cocktail called known as bath salts. Um, there's a subreddit called Florida Man. And it's just it's a whole <laughs> to all the news stories about quote unquote Florida man. And you know, it, it, the news story already starts. Always starts. It's like Florida man arrested on charges of snake fucking. And it's like <laughs> there he is, the picture of this guy, and, and and they got his snakes in cages, bringing him outside of his trailer behind him, and he's been fucking them and like live now streaming you would it on the think internet. That snake and fucking is impossible, but I'm here to tell you, snake fucking sounds completely plausible to me, and I'll explain why. One, think about the size of the mouse that a snake would eat, right? Now think about your own penis. Tell me you... I have actually seen video of a snake give oral sex, so that much <coughs> is confirmed. Two, snakes lay eggs, right? So given that snakes are egg-laying animals, we know something at least this big is going to fit through. And don't kid yourself. How big is your wiener anyway? You could fit through that egg-laying hole and have sex with a snake. I don't see a problem. Who says the snake's the one taking the uh, penetration? Maybe he was using the snake on himself. It's Florida, man, Woody. It's I, out there. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking outside the box. This is good. Okay. So, so yeah, like sex with snakes, it, it sounds completely plausible. I definitely yeah. think it is. Um, so, so, yeah, check out that subreddit, Florida, man. That's, that's, that's really funny stuff. It's not as good as justice porn, but uh, it's close. <sighs> Whenever I see a justice porn link make justice it to my porn. front page, I'm excited about it. It's always yeah. something great. Some bully getting knocked out. Some bad driver getting <laughs> wrecked. Some guy who just did something really bad getting a real beating. And and oftentimes, because they're street beatings, they're a little bit more hardcore than some people have a taste for. But it doesn't look like brain damage to me. It just looks like a real serious ass whooping. That's how I would describe it. It's the kind of thing that you might technically call assault, but... They didn't used to. I saw one last night, and this guy had like threatened to kill this guy and his girlfriend. And the guy just whipped his ass, took his back, and started throwing elbows at the back of his head hard as fuck until he knocked him unconscious. And like I said, that's assault. But I was like, in my head, I was like, he shouldn't have said he was gonna kill her. And like, and as the guy's like throwing these blows, he's like, said you're gonna kill her, huh? Wham! Yeah. Said you're gonna I, kill me. Wham! I saw and that too, hard. right? Like, you gotta kill her, and he's dropping elbows. You gonna do this? He's dropping more elbows. And the guy, don't do it now. The guy's in, in trouble. Full mount, right? And he's like belly to the ground. The guy's got his back, and he's covering. And the the I'll call him the victim, even though he was the dick. Was covering his head, trying not to get hit. And he's screaming, let's reset. Reset, man. Fuck you. Let's reset. Like he wants to go back to the feet and start over again. Get the hell out of here. That's not part of the rules. There's no, no. ref going to stand them up again. So, yeah. <laughs> Paul, you might Redo. be muted. I'm not sure. I'm back. No, oh, okay. I, my mom came in and uh, 
tried to tried to come in here and I was like, no, I'm on a podcast, please. please Mom, leave. I'm doing something, <laughs> dude. I uh, no, I've been living over in my own house three years in England and coming back here and having to share a house with my parents again for the next couple of months until I find one is just painful. Like I, I love my parents and all, but it's painful. So are they like parenting you again? Like, you know, they, yes. like, is, is there a bedtime? Sort of. My dad, uh, my dad is completely like uh, real with me. Like he doesn't care, you know, but mm -hmm. my mom is, she's a bit back and forth, you know, uh, if I, if I'm too loud, she'll start banging on the freaking wall. I'm like, Ugh. but, uh, yeah, all my friends are on holiday in New Zealand and Australia, everywhere, so I have to wait because uh, I can't go and buy a house myself yet, unfortunately. Uh, so we'll have I, to wait. I um, After I moved out, I got a job, I did whatever, and then I got <laughs> fired. And um, yeah, it sucked. I wasn't like criminal or anything, I was just incompetent. And um, uh, so then I, I got fired and I had to move back home. And that was the worst. Like in my house growing up, if you're like watching a TV show or something and my father enters the room, he would just take the remote. Like it would literally be like <laughs> on your lap. You're obviously into a show and then he'd put oh, on wow. CNN or something and just like, like this is what's yeah. on now. He seems like more of a Fox News guy. Now this is old school, <laughs> but right, right. Nowadays he is he's absolutely, it's, it's just the background Look, noise man. in their house. They convince them, they submit themselves to a 24 by seven brainwashing right wing news like pot like it, it doesn't matter if it's if you hit the car listen to like rush limbaugh or hannity or something if you're surfing the web you hit the drudge report and if you're just in the house fox news should be on at such a volume level that you can hear it from every room that's that's my parents house that's really true with old people my grandparents are like that every time i go over there there's just fox news blaring yeah but jackie's parents well okay jackie's mom is like that it used to be her parents were like that but her, her dad died and um uh, but yeah, you'd go to the home and just like, yeah, Fox News, they had like a kitchen TV and a living room TV. So no matter like where you were in the house, at least the audio was covered so you could hear and, and probably see it. But um, but yeah, when I moved back home, I I don't know if he was just being him or if being him was like a motivational technique to make me want to get back on my feet again. <laughs> but uh <laughs> But I considered getting a job a job. I'd spend five, six hours a day, like applying and researching and just, you know, whatever it took to get employed and back out on my own feet. That, that was, mm -hmm. it was a top priority not to live at home. Yep. Yeah, this is the same for me right now. I'm just, I'm ready to get up because my, my parents said, you know, just, just uh, save up a little bit of money. I, I, I just want to, I don't care if I'm paying, you know, an extreme amount of money. I just want to get out. Because I know if I stay here, I'll just stay here for a while. Um, so you, you've wanted to be a games programmer since you were like... I have. And uh, I said that my the last time I was on here, didn't I? Kim Juan was like, I want to program games. We used well, to talk uh, about it now and then over Skype. Like, it, it, yeah. for, for like five years now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember when I was first going to university, I was actually just you know always querying you about it. Because up until maybe like a few months before, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what to go to college for and uh i saw you went down that route and we hung out a lot playing modern warfare 2 at that time mm -hmm. so we were talking back and forth and back and forth and i was like screw it i put down computer science uh and i did that and it was a really tough course but i learned a lot um i, I learned 
a really, really lot. Uh, I met a lot of sort of games programmers throughout the YouTube thing. Like, I met up with one of the devs of Starbound at a gaming con- conference, and I'm really good friends with some of the guys who develop Minecraft. Uh, so I've been kind of looking into that, and I don't know. I've kind of I've kind of took a 180. Like, I'd like to do games programming, but sort of more of a hobby thing now. I like, I, I don't know. I, I, because looking into the games industry, it's like if you want to go into the games programming, you either have to have like a really good indie hit, or you're going to end up programming something like, uh, Barbie or My Little Pony games, you know. And I, I kind of don't know if I want to do that. Mm-hmm. The whole reason I'm interested in games is just evoking fun and to do shovelware, which is kind of like an entry position into the games industry for most people. I, I don't know if I want to do that. So right now I'm just. You know, on the path to see where the YouTube thing kicks me. Because, the other uh, thing is, it, it like it's considered a highly desirable job, right? So you've got yeah. a lot of people willing to work for less, mm-hmm. or just willing to do extreme things to get that job. Extreme things, including like eighty-hour weeks, or yeah. um, I don't know, just generally being mistreated, right? Low pay, for long sure. hours, death march projects, getting fired a lot, right? That's part mm-hmm. of the deal. Like, oh, did you deliver? Congratulations! <laughs> now you're fired, and. Uh, you know, that's that's par for the course in the games programming world. Whereas if you work in like corporate IT, mm-hmm. it it might not like excite you to build a new whatever reporting app for some accounting department, but you'll have steady yep. work. And once the app is finished, they'll ask you to build another thing. For sure, um, that was kind of something I faced. Like I enjoy programming, but it isn't something like I went through a period where I really enjoyed it, where I woke up. I wanted to learn programming, but towards the end of my degree, I was like, I can do this as sort of a job, but it isn't something I'm really passionate about. Um, so I am kind of was at that point at the end of my degree, and uh, sort of everything program-related just went to the back burner because, uh, I don't know, I, I, I guess you could call it like a quarter-life crisis. You can say that. <laughs> I, I have no clue what I want to do in my life at this point, which is, I uh, don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just seeing where it takes me right now, and... Uh, I want to continue programming as like a hobby sort of thing. Like I want to jump into hobby games. They have like Unity and iOS and Android apps because stuff like that interests me. But I don't know if I want to do it as a job. And uh, you know I can do it as a job, but you know when I've got this YouTube thing, I want to take like a sort of year out, a gap year, so to speak. Because before I was going to college, uh, the UK government decided to triple the university fees. So I was like, I have to go now, or I'm going to be in even more debt. So I did. And now I'm here and I'm sort of taking a gap year. I feel like both school and uh, work do that to you, which is to say they mm-hmm. suck away your passion. I mean, I, I swear, you. I, I think if you're a porn star, at some point you just wake up and be like, ah, do I have to? You know, like it, I have to perform on demand and, and I'm not doing the things that I want to do. I'm doing the things that I'm scheduled to do. And yep. it's it's a natural output of both school and work. I think even even with YouTube, um, seems like a dream job for some people. But some days I just wake up and I'm like, oh, this game again. Like, don't get me wrong, I love it when I get into it, but just getting that drive to get started in some things. Oh. Like, for Minecraft, for me, like I, I love Minecraft, but I hate Minecraft. Like, I've played for so long, so there's only so much that can hold my interest. But when I get into it and find like I can go and just prank the fuck out of one of my friends, that's really <laughs> funny to me. But Minecraft, I've done everything. So the thing I get from it now is really just messing with other people. 
the YouTube thing is is a really good example, right? Like it starts off mm-hmm. as an absolute dream, and and even when you earn like eight dollars a video, you're like, oh my god, I got paid for this! <laughs> like, you know, they're totally like paying for my PVR. And uh, yeah. I, I remember one of my early moments. I bought um, Battlefield Bad Company, and I uploaded a video to Machinima's channel, and I think I earned. I forget if I uploaded two videos to earn $60 or if I just earned it in one. And uh, I was all excited. I was like, I literally get free games now. You know, <laughs> all I have to do is make a video and you yeah. know, it, it pays for the game. This is the most amazing thing. But you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And, you know, the, the, yeah. it turns what is you know, glorious into, you know, what is your profession? And mm-hmm. sometimes you, it's that way with everything, though. Like, like. I, yeah, I had I had this thing in my head, right? Um, so Dan Savage has this thing, like you know, it just gets better, right? That's his thing. And uh, in the context, it was meant to be applied, which is like gay people struggling with their identity crisis and such as teenagers. I like the concept, but it's been applied so broadly, like, hey man, if you just sit around, it gets better. Like things are going to be awesome when you're 22 or 25 or whatever, and that's kind of a disservice to them. You know, the reality is you can make it better. Like you can strive to go and make a thing happen. And that often involves doing things even when you don't feel like doing them. And mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it, it, whether it's computer science or YouTube or I, I imagine if you like acting seems like a pretty cool job, right? Especially on the outside, yep. you know, all the fame and the glitz and the glamour and the money and et cetera. But I bet when you come to the reality of it, like it's, it's a haul, right? You know, that it, mm-hmm. whether it's body transformation or whatever, there's a lot of parts of acting that are hard and, uh, you have to wake up and have the drive to be better than everyone else who wants that job. And uh, somehow in my head, this all ties together. You know, the, these dream jobs aren't that dreamy because everybody yep. wants them and you have to compete totally. for your spot. For sure. Um, I, you know, when you walk up to someone and say you play video games for a living, it sounds like a dream job. I'm like, I wish I could do that. But people don't realize how much work goes into this thing, you know, especially when you're producing like, you know, three, four, five videos a day. It's really tough. And uh, thankfully for me, I'm with a bunch of guys who uh, we just take a button and record, and most of my videos are pre-recorded group content, which is really fun. I'm sure you guys know from, you know, doing your PKA play stuff. It's oh yeah, a little see, bit so, easier. Oh my gosh! In, in comparison to like what I used to do was put like my thoughts over a COD video, and mm-hmm. um, you know, one I'd have to get a video where I did better than average, and that could take some time. And then oh, uh, yeah. you know, even at my standards, you know, <laughs> which is like you know twenty five and five, <laughs> like you know, sometimes that game. But sometimes you just like ah, oh, everything's falling apart, and it, it's just not being my day. And um, which is how the twenty five and fives get uploaded. Like fuck it, it's the best one I got. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but I would upload two videos a day for a while. And you know, so first you have to get the game, then you have to do the recording, then you have to put it all up and put it together and and come up with an idea. And sometimes there'd be multiple takes. And it's uh, I feel like we're going on too long about this. I mean, it, it, there's someone out there changing bedpans right now, or or like, yeah, that's a, you know what my personal example is cook yeah. for me. Cook is the anti-job. Uh, I've worked in a kitchen before. I was like a potato peeler. And uh-huh. um, 
like there's an odor that comes with the kitchen and especially like the garbage in the kitchen that is burnt into my head. There is like these like super powerful sinks where tons of water come out that for some reason annoyed me. Like the instant splash down like waterfall. There is uh, the floors in a kitchen are this permanent kind of like slime and it's hot in there always. And there's like nonstop burns and cuts. And not me at the time, but people who are real cooks who pursue it as a, a profession, they work long hours. And just being in that environment for so long, it's so hard. And and to me personally, it is it is like my version of hell on earth. You know, there are other people who love cooking and just think it's yeah. the, you know their dream job and that's what they want to do. But for me, uh, I'd rather be an accountant. And uh, mm-hmm. um, so there's someone out there cooking at 80 hours a week, getting lemon juice in cuts that just don't seem to heal, saying, oh, yeah, the video game gig must be really tough, Woody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I can imagine. Call me simple, but I prefer to sit in the comfort of my home making videos for YouTube to earn my living. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to? Yeah. I'm ready for a new topic. Mm-hmm. It looks like Kyle just got back because the aliens moved. Yeah, I, I've got I've got an idea for the next PKA plays I wanted to throw out there. <sighs> I'm. I like it, but can are you guys familiar with the Auto Blow Two? I don't know what that is. <laughs> My I, life. I can infer what this is gonna be. Click on the link. You, oh, you, do you just have one monitor or something? Is it, is it gonna be? A wow. Big... Yes. Oh, it's a blowjob machine. <laughs> so oh, this is. Go. We are not Auto sponsored by Auto Blow Two yet, but um, hmm. but they have come up with the successor. If you find that a flashlight is too much exercise, then, <laughs> let, <laughs> then let me introduce you to the Auto Blow Two. This appears to be. Some sort of blowjob machine. You put your willy, if you scroll down a bit, up here where the number one is. <laughs> and then there are what what look like rolling beads that work your junk. <laughs> the gif is so good. They have one instead. All right. So oh, it, this is ridiculous. if you're listening to this on iTunes, it's, it's autoblow2.com. And it's pretty much a fleshlight, but the GIF has a cutaway where you can see the tube that your junk goes in. And uh, and and there's, a, I guess, like a row of beads that works up and down your shaft. And there are only six oh. things you need to know about the Auto Blow 2. <laughs> Plug it in. Six things. It uses interchangeable sleeves. So now, you know, the cleaning issue is fixed. It is a hands-free masturbation device. Uh, it feels great. There's robust, robust construction, and it is fully hygienic. So... How much? Oh, that is the question, isn't it? It looks like, oh, everyone's going to miss this, but apparently it's 25% off right now, but that's... Oh, shop now, okay. I'll take three. Uh, oh, they come in sizes, A, B, and C. C. Yeah, so you say. Here we are. Seems like the, seems like the chode. <laughs> Wouldn't C be the small one? It is like the chode. That's what it is. Uh, I see. <laughs> So basically, this is just like for people who want to masturbate but don't want to deal with the hassle of masturbating. <laughs> exactly. Nothing just ruins my orgasm more than movement. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't. This is ridiculous. Like you can't even just use it on yourself, like the the flashlight. Yeah. Oh, God. this is so. Wait a minute. Um, it's a hundred and fifty nine dollars. I don't know how many interchangeable sleeves that comes with. Um, the size C is out of stock. 
but the size B fits 80% of guys. So I don't know if they're just not manufacturing enough C's for, say, everyone on the internet who talks about their penis size, or, <laughs> or <they're> just <laughs> lots of people who think they have giant junk. And... I love say say the I'm gonna say graphic. Um, that's definitely people just being like, well, I'm not going to, if I'm ordering this and someone does see the packaging, it's not just going to say auto blow two. It's going to say auto blow two for the little pecker or like something <laughs> on there. Like there's, you don't want to add insult to injury when you're already ordering a blowjob machine. And then, and then they also sell a couple different lubes and, uh, antibacterial clean, antibacterial cleaners. So, um, wow. Getting some good visuals of this thing. Has some good reviews down below as well. Four point five oh, stars. I just I was looking at the top of it. You can see it if you're watching this on on my channel. And at first I thought that's an oddly shaped vagina, but now I realize those are human lips. They really should put lipstick on this thing. Have you moused <laughs> over the second picture? Uh -oh. Have you guys seen the still video? The still of the video of the guy holding it. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever one looks so smug holding a fake pussy? <laughs> here with my fake vagina oh, get over yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the auto blow 2 could very well be um you know the next generation of masturbatory devices the flashlight you know it being so manually operated it, it feels almost old school at this point yeah this is the the era of technology mm -hmm. you know you think we would have had this by now it's it, it's it feels cliche at this point, but, you know, women freely enjoy their masturbatory devices for decades now. Yet, guys, you know, you're some crazy perv if you're down for the auto blow two. Is auto blow one taken? I wonder if there's anything we can learn. That was just a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was. Why two? Yeah, that is, that is the, interesting. Oh, the inside of this thing. When you scroll down, you can see, like, the inside of it working. It yeah. doesn't look comfortable. I, I'd like be afraid of one of those, like... Pulling the shit out of your dick yeah. Screen. Anything that I have to... I'm, like, I'm, I'm down. Oh, wait. I mean, I'd try it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to not put my penis in it. That'd, that'd be absurd. Well, so if you go to com, it Ooh. takes you to roboticblowjob.com, and it sells the same <sighs> device. <laughs> oh, that is interesting. They should so be they competing on price here um let's explore now and whoa it's 279 on this site really whoa. and it auto blow too i want to say it was only 159 yes this is definitely the place to buy your robotic blowjob devices which i not that i want to buy one or anything this into the show Autoblow2.com is, is the place to be. Oh, God. Now I feel terrible for making all these jokes. I'm reading the reviews. This guy gave it five stars. I suffer from MS, and they sent me one as a tester. I can't use my hands well anymore, and I can't hold the other kinds of masturbators. This, changed, this will change my solo sex life. I hope you guys make the floor stand you mentioned soon. It really grips my entire shaft tightly and strokes oh, the end right at the tip. I'm working on a wheelchair mount right now, and I can well, share the design with you guys. I didn't even oh, think of that. That's crazy. Well, there you go. Thank you, AutoBlue2, for helping those in need. <laughs> for lending a hand, whether it is 
Um, I never. I actually never had the ability to type out a review, but he can't beat off. Yeah, did he have his nurse type that review for him? Oh God, wouldn't that be humiliating? Maybe. Yeah. Stacy, get in here. Get in <laughs> you here. You won't believe. You left out the part about the tip, Stacy. Put it back <laughs> in there. Read it back to me. <laughs> Slowly. Through his Stephen Hawking like voice translator. Like like just moving obscenely oh, yeah. beneath the sheet. <laughs> like what if it makes this you guys ever play with connects as a kid and you have the yeah. ones that you can make into robots and they kinda just you know, click, 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 make that really annoying noise and all the mm -hmm, twisting. Sure. I wonder if it smells like or sounds like that. <laughs> I can sort of a sort of a swirling buzzing noise like a well it it's going, like I'm still going through the reviews uh, the good it fit me it didn't stop when I used it I had an orgasm pretty quickly and I found a way to lay on my stomach so it really was hands free <laughs> the bad is found a way to lay on his stomach yes yeah, so, so it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> the bad is the motor makes noise, so he can't use it in silence. I think there's a solution. This guy just needs to step up his weight gain to drown out this, oh he can drown his stomach <laughs> and be heavy enough that he can completely you, submerge the thing in belly fat. You think if Wings of Redemption fucked one, it would just sound like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like, and then he would get, he would roll over like, damn, that was good, and you hear, it, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's loud. Get get that thick six working. It would just be a dull hum. It would sound like a, a swarm of bees 100 yards away. And there's really not a problem with, like, stepping up your weight game, weight gain game, because, I mean, hell, you've got a, a robotic blowjob machine. With... Yeah, it don't judge. Yeah, it doesn't judge, exactly. Get supersized those Arby's fries. The, that, that, the Robo Blow 2000 does not care. Whatever no, that thing's you called. What, I'm sorry, what did you say? Because it's, like, from what I can tell, you need someone to put it there and hold it there, unless you're laying on your stomach. Well, this like guy's got a bracket to mount his wheelchair. <laughs> okay, he has a wheelchair mount, so... I'm thinking, could you get, like, a, a chain and then put it around and then hold it now, now with who, a chain? Who, who made like a strap-on oh, auto blowjob? That's what it should be. Yeah. It should yeah. be, like, Let's a go. jock strap, and then you can, like, wear it to work and shit, and they'll just think <laughs> you're well and down. But in reality, you, you're getting a, a robotic blowjob maybe two, three times a day. <laughs> That would make those cubicle jobs so much better. Right? Like, Woody, why do you always wear sweatpants to work? Ah, oh, you know, there's room for my uh, auto what's blow. That, like, what's that, like, <laughs> cubic foot-sized object that's square and, and, <laughs> and, and, and like, swirling and whirling while you oh. twist and groan in your chair? <laughs> that, <laughs> Stop that looking at my junk. Over. I'm going to call HR on you. Like, you've got a surge protector for your robo-blow? Like... <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be one of those commercials with like people fumbling an infomercial like, hungry and horny. Why not both? And they're like, someone's sitting trying to masturbate and like make a salad. Like, and then it shows them with that thing strapped on their cock and they're making a pancake or something. <laughs> a pancake. Now I can make food whenever I want. Whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, those things are interesting, and they're just affordable enough. That, I mean, that's not so bad. Think of, I mean, that's that's, you know, it's going to cost you that much in in uh, in like dates to to, yep. to get the blowjob. Probably just oh, go ahead and buy the blowjob machine. Women, women whatever, if yeah, that's your thing. I, I have watch? another review I want to read. This guy also gave it five stars. He starts off a little mm -hmm. pretentious. 
I was one of the original Autoblow customers and was sent an early sample of this product for testing. I should note, I did not pay for the product, but the opinion I express here is my own. This product is much better than the original Autoblow. He's, a, he's a bit of a connoisseur. I found the original impossible to clean and it broke easily. The sleeve on the new Autoblow makes cleaning very easy and they're not kidding when they say this thing is built to last for 500 hours. Oh, shit. You can really feel the quality when you hold it. The most important part, the feeling. I would give it an A-. minus. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if it's because of my He's size. better, but it's pretty damn good. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of my size. I'm on the smaller side or not, but I felt it has given me a tighter grip. No, oh, I'm sorry. I felt it could have given me a tighter grip. I was still able to reach orgasm in about 10 minutes or so, so I'm not complaining too much, but I'd like to see the product have the ability to get tighter in the future if the user wants. The downside is the sound that it makes. It's not silent. So if you need silence, go with another toy. <laughs> but if you can deal with the motor sound, go yeah, for it. Go with it. another cock-sucking toy that's a robot. <laughs> By Tim R. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. This guy is taking that so seriously <laughs> as a review. It, can you imagine, though? There's probably like a whole community of like sex toy reviewers out there. <laughs> yeah, there are YouTube channels that do that. Both, like, yeah. both of the things in his hand, like switching back and forth, like one, two, <laughs> listening to both motors, like fast and inferior. Yeah. We have another connoisseur here, early reviewer here. <laughs> My feedback to the company was also to add. Is there a typo here? That oh, oh it just did print. Early reviewer here. My feedback to the company was to add texture to the mouth sleeve. The product feels good and should meet the expectations of most men, but interior sleeve texture should be your obvious next step. They told me they'll release release more mouth sleeves in the future, but I wish they could release more mouth sleeves at first. By Chris P. F. Hmm. What is a mouth sleeve? I, well, there's an interchangeable like I picture it to be a little sleeve. like a condom in there. And you, mm. you you put your junk in, do your business, and then when you can pull the mouse sleeve out for um, for cleaning. Interesting. One might guess you could bring it inside out. I'm not sure. Yeah, inside out. Yeah. It'd be like you know oh. the back door, or you can swap them around with your friends like a swingers party. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, not the kind of thing you would want to loan out. I don't think. If you do that, then you don't even need lube, I guess. Oh, that's awful. Sloppy yeah. seconds from a RoboBot. That's the bottom just, uh, of the barrel, like... boys. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the sleeves, uh, they have mouth by default, and then they've got pussy and ass coming soon, so... Ooh! <laughs> a lot of variety there. Well, which I mean, would you what, other, what other holes would you like? Taylor, what... <laughs> you, so, right? so which one... Disfigured like? eye socket, is that on the way? I, I, I think you want to... I think you want to go with the vagina, right? Because if somebody ever finds it, it looks much creep, less creepy if it's, if it's an actual vagina. I think if you've got the butthole there, and they see that you went and bought a sex toy, and you you made sure you got the butthole, like, it's extra embarrassing, right? It is more embarrassing, yeah. Well, what if you What do these lips look like? Are they big, voluptuous lips? Because that could be I, embarrassing. Oh, wait, you, you haven't seen the lips? They look... Let me help dang. you out here. Um, go to this link. For three hundred dollars, you should get it right. done your own lips. And I, I will show everyone the lips uh, who's who's watching this on the channel. And then uh, scroll down a bit and go to the second image. Oh, I see it. And then so mouse it's... over the image to get a close up of the lips. Oh, <clears throat> oh, interesting. I like that. Yeah, that's okay, I guess. I'm, I'm glad looks... you all approve. Yeah, it looks. It's, it's much less. Um... 
What's the I word? think it needs lipstick. And quite frankly, if I owned one, it would have it. <laughs> what, what color? I, I mean, I, red. You know what? I like red with the, um, with the black tones. outline. Like when they take the eyeliner or whatever the hell it is that they use and they, they define where the ah. edge of the lips are. It's hot. Yeah. That's what my robotic blowjob machine yeah. would have. <laughs> I think they should I would send put me a one. Mustache on mine, just so people <laughs> would think I never used it. Like, oh, it's just a gag. I don't fuck this mustache hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's too good. Yeah, but that is interesting. It's like it's basically the improved uh, flashlight. The yep. real question I have are, is, are the mouse sleeves dishwasher safe, right? Can I put this in with the rest of the things I clean and just, like, put it inside out, run it through the dishwasher, and uh, presto. Yeah. Well, yeah. I keep it, I'll keep it clean by just fucking it with Germex, but the aloe kind, you know? So it's kind of lotion also cleaning. It's easier. Yep. Here's a criticism of the product. Um, I didn't realize this toy needed to be plugged into a power outlet. When you use when you use it it's until I got it, robot. yeah. At least the cable's nine feet long, but it's inconvenient and should be battery operated. Why in the world didn't you make this battery operated? I don't know. I don't know what. Oh, I agree. Okay. Sorry, I think that thing could run on batteries. What are you putting D cells in there? You know, I I was trying to masturbate in my car the other way on the day on the way to work, and <laughs> I couldn't even plug it in. <laughs> you need one of those. Uh, it needs a car. It needs a car extension for it. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah, car adapter. You know, yeah, yeah, do that. I have some. Job from a robot in your car while driving. Here's the thing, <laughs> and, and this is just you know life advice I'm throwing out there. I got a converter. If something runs on batteries, it is a temporary device. It is not going to last. Oh. It, it, this goes for like it, it, okay, power drills, right? You get that like Makita Dewalt like power drill thing. Five years from now, that will stop working whether you use it or not. The batteries will just stop holding a charge. It's kind of temporary. Battery-powered stuff is replaceable stuff. Now, on the other hand, think about your dad's drill that's like 45 years old in the house, right? That thing has a cord on it. All this shit with cords, routers, whatever, it lasts forever. It's just it, they're, they are permanent machines that, that will, quite frankly, outlast you. So when yeah. I look for a robotic blowjob, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, do you consider this to be like a one-night stand type thing? Or is this a robot that you really want to commit to? And it, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a guy like me who makes long-term relationships, then you want a corded robotic blowjob tool. That's also you know, better because I don't imagine the people using these are using them uh, within reason or tactfully. I bet mm -hmm. they're leaving these on their dicks for like three hours at a time. Yeah, like a long time. I don't see why but, you, you know, wouldn't. I, I don't see why you wouldn't like kick back to a Lord of the Rings trilogy session and just <laughs> rock this Ooh. thing the entire time. Oh, that's what you should make Shiz do for his adventure, as he's sitting there and <laughs> like I've already came three times, and it's only to the part where they talk about the quest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I approve of that. I give my thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Right. thumbs. Up. So, I Kyle, what was the topic that I interrupted with my auto blow machine? Um, I wanted to talk about the uh, my my new idea for the uh, for the next PKA plays. We're going to play online poker for money. For money? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Now so, we no. do remember what happened last time, right? We played for money. I don't know if you're too embarrassed mm -hmm. to talk about that. That's technically a sit and go. What we played, where everyone enters a, a set amount of money, they're they're given their chips, and it's a winner take all kind of scenario. Or I remember who took it all. 
you took all the money because it was a very low stakes game and we were all drinking some very cheap Mexican beer in a <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> and um, I think what we'll do next time is we'll get, you know, $1,000 worth of play money and you and I will make some side bets so that we're not technically doing any online gambling, but we'll play a cash game and, you know, we'll play for a set amount of minutes or hours or so. Or so. And I think, if we, I think if we take all of our footage, uh, all the players together, then we should edit together one video. That way you've got everyone's perspective so you can see everyone's whole cards as you're going through the video, if you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be, you would almost get the same effect as you get on like watching World Series of Poker. You'd see um, you know, the players in their hands and you'd know what everybody had as we were discussing and bluffing. And I think it'd be really good. And um, it'd be a really easy one to get a, get to get fans in to play with. And we just use one of the, the poker websites, partypoker.com, something like that. And I was thinking maybe we could get in touch with them and maybe work some, some kind of deal out with them. That, that'd be cool, too. But regardless, I think that'd be nice. And I'm going to take some of your money, which is always fun. <laughs> is, that, is that what happened last time? No, it's absolutely not what happened last, night, last mm-hmm. time. No, you, you took all of the money, um, like you always do. <laughs> 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 right into it, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but that's not what's going to happen this time because um, I, I like to think I'm a pretty good poker player, but it, it there is still you know a measure of chance of the game. So you I know, think we got fun. the um, the answer on our poker debate from like two shows ago or uh-huh. one show ago. I don't remember. Did you see it? I did. Yeah, it, it was a debatable thing. Like like some people were saying, "Hey, Kyle was right. It was roughly four percent." But to me, the core of the argument was like you're like it's one out of 50 or something and i'm like no it's like one out of 46 and you have to count the river you have to count the cards already in your hand etc and um it turns out you know if you want to estimate it your estimates were close but if you want well, to be the, precise about here's it the, the reason, odds are changing here's the reason why you, the reason you don't have to be precise about it is it's not about being a mathematician or a, or a, stat, a statistician and like and knowing the exact percentage it's about making the right decision based on um the money that's required to stay, like let's say the guy raises you two hundred dollars and there's twelve hundred dollars in the pot. It's about the um, it's about the odds versus the um, the risk. So is it worth putting um, two hundred dollars into a two thousand dollar pot if you know the odds are two to one against you? Yeah, of course it is. Um, and and it's so you don't have to be that precise. So if you know that you're four or five percent, yeah, this is nothing that's new to me. I I feel like you're educating me on. No, I'm yeah. I'm 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 educating the audience so they'll know how right I am. <laughs> <laughs> and how wrong they go back and play it. Listen to what he said, which was like you know the odds are one in fifty or something, and that was the the aspect that I corrected him on. He wants to redefine it as precision doesn't matter. Fine. Uh-huh. Redefining again. Okay. <laughs> go back and listen. Uh, go back and listen. We'll, we'll just... Maybe we'll just settle it on the poker table. <laughs> All right. Uh, if, if you're looking for a rematch against the champ, I will grant you one. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's no, rewriting mean, it, the narrative. He's rewriting the narrative. When, when, you, I mean, when you hold the belt, you can almost pick and choose your opponents, right? Oh and everyone God. else is just looking for a shot at the belt. They beg for a shot at the belt. They think, please... Pick me. And, and I, I pretty much I hand took, out lotteries. Like the pay-per-view on shit like this is huge. I, take, I took $8,000 out of, out, of, out of full tilt, po- out of party, party, $8,000 out of partypoker.com. I took 2000 out of full tilt. Uh-huh. I, I took everything Kyle put in. 
So, so oh that's my a God. thing. Yeah. Everybody's up. Uh huh. Merker, you were in that game too. Oh, the poker game? Yeah. I think I lost first. Yeah, everybody just, was just really pushing their money. It's not easy, I'll admit. So. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I thought we were actually going to play, and then, but but Woody just kept saying all in over and over. Yep. And yep. Kyle was getting aggravated, like you guys aren't taking it serious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, um, and and so I had Kyle on tilt. The game was I, going exactly I, like I wanted it to go. And, and that's uh, why I think we should play for a, a medium amount of money when we when we play on the show. I think we should buy in for at least one hundred dollars each. Yeah, I mean, the more the merrier, really. Oh, okay. Put in my mon- amount of money too, since I'm just an employee. I- <laughs> <That's the department. laughs> right. He doesn't have any expenses, so so I guess we put in his, and then we give him a percentage of whatever we win, in addition to I guess <laughs> like an hourly rate for playing. In addition like to whatever ad money, money comes off the uploaded video, such that it doesn't even matter if we win, he gets all the money. But there needs to be enough money involved, seriously, so that that so that it's a, so that you take the game seriously. You know what I mean? Because like, when if I play in like a game where like we're playing with like change, literally change, like those are our chips, like you know quarter is a big bet. Uh-huh. I can't take that shit seriously because it's just not enough money. But if I buy in for two hundred to five hundred dollars and the blinds are two and five dollars, I'm taking the game quite seriously. It's it's very important. I'm I'm watching hands that I'm not in to see what players are doing. I'm trying to memorize betting betting patterns and you know how, what does this guy consider a, a small bet? What does he consider a big bet? Because it varies from player to player. You know, you, you pay much more attention to the game. It becomes much more fun. It's like have you ever bet on a sporting event? Yeah, uh, as a kid, I you used to. How- you know how much better it made watching that sporting event? Like, infinitely better, right? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like when, when I watch Joe fight, I've got something at stake. There's something There's something there, uh-huh. and it makes... I When I watch Joe Lozon fight, I'm, mu- so, I'm so much more invested in that sporting event than in any other sporting event ever because I know this guy in, in real life. Like, you know, I've had dinner with this guy. I've, I've talked to this guy personally, like, hung out with him a good bit. I like Joe as a, as a person, as a dude. He's a cool guy. And... He's he's not. It's not a baseball game. He's fighting out there, you know, getting bloodied and beaten. And when you see that, you're super invested. It makes it makes watching Joe fight the best sporting event possible. And in the same way, betting on something makes makes it so much more fun, Pete Rose style. And uh, when you're gambling, if if there's enough money to make it work, uh, you know, to make it mean something, it makes it so much more fun to play poker. Then you just yeah, can't. It does. As long as you don't get out of hand and start playing for tens of thousands of dollars when you can't afford it, which I've seen people do. You? No, I never got above my head. I always, I always, I, I, I took a lot more money out of poker than I ever put in. Is there a way to get above your head in poker, or do you just have an inordinate amount of money? Like, there's just no way. No, what, what, that's not what I meant. I just meant. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Oh yeah, I wouldn't want to get no. There, yeah, there are games that I, w- I just wouldn't go to, and you know, if when I'm in, if when I went to Vegas and I've played in cash games, like I know which table is, is like my level of table. Like I'm not gonna sit uh, at, at something. I, I buy in for five hundred dollars. Uh, it's it's a five hundred dollar buy in, and it's um two and five dollar blinds, if I remember correctly. Like that's we my table. Gamble if I go on one of those trips with you guys, if I'm able to, because I've actually never been in a real casino to gamble. You didn't go with us in uh in He um, went, but he was under twenty one. And he yeah. had like a really oh, good fake ID, sweet. but we weren't so we got he had a perfect looking fake ID. 
But then they had like a scanning thing that connected to the like DMV's database over the internet, and we were like, "Ooh, I'm not sure it's that <laughs> good." Yeah, yeah, it was less than ideal. But that'd be—I don't really understand gambling. Like, I don't even know how to play craps or any of those things. But craps is my like favorite game. But it's it's one of the most complicated, so I don't pretend to know like the proper decision making in all situations. But um, the thing about craps that makes it fun—it's the low class game. Right. When you're a blackjack, you're expected like not to talk and follow certain protocols and whatever. When you're playing poker, the same thing exists. It's a very bunch of it's a straight lace sort of no talking, no glancing. Um, you're doing business almost when you play those games. When you play craps, it's a group effort filled with like cheering and laughing and drinking and, you know, like rooting for your numbers and, and things like that. Craps is the community game. And that's why it's my favorite. Yeah, it looks like the, the most um... fun. At least in all the pictures they have in casino commercials, there's always a bunch of people cheering with the dice, yeah, and there's a tasteful amount of minorities sprinkled in. <laughs> and then you, and then when it's your turn to throw the dice, I'm all like nervous. I'm gonna throw it outside the <laughs> table or something. Like, like in any other situation, throwing like something underhand, roughly for six feet, is a is a task I can handle. But somehow in crafts, with all those people looking and judging, it's it's a scary thing. Blackjack. Yeah, you don't look like a dick. Blackjack and poker are really the only games you can play in the casino where the player can either use some skill or use some advantage. It, it, I guess with craps you can't. I know there are people who can who can fucking throw dice, like who can actually roll what they want. Craps has but, decision um, to make too. Decision making involved in it. You know when it does. It, it's not like you end, just bet like, on the seven, eleven, whatever. I mean, once it comes and it's time, it's like all right. So you know this thing needs to be this. You're gonna play the hard, the, the soft eight. Are you gonna, you know, you can put counter bets like bet on the yo. But the house always has the advantage. That you're always at a disadvantage. Game. That what game is that not true in? Blackjack. Uh, oh well, if by if, that measure, yeah, that's also true in cat in craps. <laughs> There's opportunities to double down in craps when... Um, what is it that Phil Ivey plays? Um, Phil Ivey's a professional poker player. He's won, he, he's won, I don't know, 12 or 13 bracelets. He's the, he's the black guy. Um, and uh, he plays some table game that's similar to craps, but I think it's slightly different. And he wins so much money playing it that, that he just got into a lawsuit with a casino over, over the way he plays the game. Like, like he, he takes these casinos for 10 or $15 million hmm. a night. That's like he, he flies around in a private jet to casinos around the world and is, and is destroying them. I've, I've seen him do it on video. Yeah, I, they, I, they put him in a private room on a private table and he just takes them for <laughs> like $8 million and then leaves. I've watched videos on how to play craps and you know they'll point out like, all right, now that this is now that if the table's showing that, it's time to double down and put your bets here because you, know, you can actually work something to your advantage and, and make it so the odds are you'll win. But it got kind of complicated and I can't even identify those. Like I'm not that good a player. But I watched 21 a few years ago, so I think I'm good. Okay. But, oh, yeah, you got this. I saw Rounders, yeah. which was enough to beat both of you in poker. <laughs> <laughs> Rounders is a great film. I, I like Rounders. It's uh, Ed Norton and Matt Damon do a really fucking good job. And um, what's his name? Um, the ben Russian Affleck. guy. Wait, who? The Russian guy with the, with the Oreo cookies. John Malkovich does a fucking awesome job. So yeah, that Rounders. It's it might still be on Netflix. That's a great, great movie. Also, Bad Santa. You, people need to watch Bad Santa. Oh, I still have. But Merker, have you seen, have you seen Bad Santa? Oh, I love Bad Santa. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know this segues movie. into my next topic. Oh. Christmas. Ooh. So what do you? No. <laughs> Go ahead. Which celebrity do you wish was a porn star or did a porn video? 
Ooh. I'm gonna kill this. Really, Kyle's, <laughs> Kyle's like, I've given this one a lot of because thought. Because I know which angle to go with. I haven't picked the person yet, but I'm gonna pick a perfect one. Hmm. Porn? No. Celebrity you wish did porn. Like, a lot of people might say Jennifer Lawrence, but I'm not sure she's dirty enough. No. Even the girl that I pick is, um, is my, like, who is to me the prettiest girl? Who? Oh, fuck. Emma Watson? Yeah. Um, that was a good choice, but... I, I like her, but I'm not I'm, sure I'm that she's it. down enough. I imagine yeah, she's... Yeah, that's, that's what I feel. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. uh, okay, I, I just like... want to... No, I want to see it from every angle. You want a performance? I, I, she's well. got to step you, up you, her you, game. Yeah, you're really asking for a lot here. Not only do you want to get to pick a celebrity who gets to now make a porno, but you also get to decide. No, no, it, no, no. Just no, be happy with doing. whatever performance you get. I am picking a celebrity based on the performance I predict. Right? Like hmm. there was well, this checklist. There was like a checklist Slovakian uh, singer who whose porn got released. Is anyone familiar with this woman? Slavian? I forget what she was. I didn't know her name, no. but apparently she was like a celebrity sex tape that got released, and uh, and it was on a sailboat. If this helps anyone identify this, <laughs> no, just me. You know, nice. I'm the fucking the pervert on the show. This, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, porn connoisseur. Yeah, this uh, this woman on a sailboat was having sex with her boyfriend, and um, she was it was a celebrity sex tape that was released, and it was awesome. She was outstanding at sex fantastic they poured wine on each other repeatedly and drank it off one another they were it, it, it's every position that you want to get rocked during the night they covered it and um you know they 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 break from sex and switch to oral sex every so often which i thought was a nice touch so if i'm gonna pick my celebrity oh wait i think i have her who's the chick from um she used to date the Star Trek guy, Olivia Munn, maybe, is that her name? She Olivia was on Munn that Geek TV show. From, yeah, that's her. Yeah, yeah, and she, she used to send that guy all those naughty pictures of her, like yeah, with, with the, the red text over it, with the captions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got my pick, Olivia Munn. I think not only is she gorgeous, but I think she gets that's down. A that's a good one. I don't even know what she looks like. Olivia oh, Munn. Well, let I me help you. I think she's biracial, um, and it's a really interesting hot look. Um, that's a good pick. Okay. Um, I'm thinking, and I, I still haven't quite come to a decision yet. I'm thinking either somebody um, who's like really <laughs> hot, like relevant right now, like a Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Because I do think she's attractive. Uh, or um, um, someone who's like older and more wholesome, who like, you know, you'll never get it out of. Because there's a chance we might get a sex tape out of Miley Cyrus, right? But what are yeah. the chances you're going to get one out of uh, Brooke Shields? Or, um, um, or the guy in the 700 Club. Yeah. <laughs> or Dolly Parton. Let's pick or somebody Dolly old and wholesome. I like that uh, that idea. Or, or um, 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 Julia idea. Roberts. No, oh wait, wait. I, I think care. if you're going for old oh, and wholesome, I think I can beat all those picks. Betty White. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yeah. There you go. That's my pick. Really? My That's pick. the one you're going for? Yeah, I think it would be really high effort because she seems like a classy lady. She used to date Jesse James. I bet she gets down. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, he did leave her for a like a Hooters waitress or something, so maybe not. Yeah, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she wasn't down enough. I don't know. But she was. She was really hot in Gravity recently, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going for Olivia Munn. Kyle's going for Sandra Bullock. Uh, Pyro. Paul. So, 
I don't know if uh, she's well known in the U.S., but there's a TV show called Countdown here in the U.K. I don't know if you guys know that. Have you heard of it? We have one called Countdown, too. It might be different. Yeah, so they put letters up on the board and you make words? Is that what it is? Nope. It's like a news no. story type thing. Oh, so ours is the one we show in the U.K. is pick a bunch of random letters, two contestants, and they have to make up words. I've watched this show since I was like five. And uh, they have a really, really nice, attractive female host uh, who, who puts up the letters. And I think in the past couple of years, it changed to someone called Rachel Riley, who I have had the biggest crush on ever. Uh, not not only because she is really, really beautiful, but she has, uh, I, I don't know, she has like a really intelligent charm about her because she has a, a degree in maths. And I, I really appreciate that about some girls, but I think she is super hot. I'm gonna say her. Oh, you guys yeah. probably don't know her. I don't I know, don't know is, her, although I'm her I'm showing her picture her. to people watching, and and she's clearly hot, and and I agree with that. That you know who I have in my head, who who I bet you would also like. Um, shucks, <laughs> hold on, I'll know her name in a second. I'm I'm not that good with names. Donica McKellar. Do you know her? Danica McKellar. She played Winnie Cooper in um, The Golden Ooh. Years. And, yeah. Um, she has a PhD in math. Oh, so wow. she's she's a really bright girl. She had a promising Hollywood future that she kind of skipped to pursue her PhD. And uh-huh. um, she is just about supermodel hot, but she has a PhD oh, in yeah, math. And, um, yeah, yeah. You know, so that that's kind of a neat cop, combo. I'm yeah. still going Olivia Munn because I I can't guarantee this yeah. girl gets down, but um, she's she's a good pick too. Uh huh. There you go. All right, now only guy left is Taylor. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Megan Kelly. Do you guys know who that is? Yes, she's Fox News. Really sexy Fox News correspondent. Just because, Ooh, yeah. and I would it would have to be the video that I'm imagining. Because after all the conservative stuff she said, it would be great to have a video go huge. That was just her getting gorilla fucked in just the most dirty, nasty positions, just Jesus wildly inappropriate. Christ. Talking about like, oh, I love Obamacare and like stuff like that, and like dirty talk to her. That would be great. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, give me that free insurance. Like, you know, that's what you would do. Uh, well, you don't like that idea, Kyle? No, I like that one. That's that's pretty hardcore, though. It is. Gorilla fucked. What does that even mean? I don't know. Joe Rogan says it on his podcast. Oh, okay. I thought it was funny. I like I it. Don't know the actual term. I think that's a position. Oh, uh, well, I don't know what that position is then. <laughs> yeah, I thought I knew the positions. Sounds awful. Yeah, but it sounds I, uncomfortable. Sounds violent. Is is yeah. is gorilla fucked when? Like you walk up behind her without asking permission and finish in six seconds shortly after some other guy did? Because I think that's... No. Jesus. Isn't that what gorillas no. do? No, it's when you hoot loudly in their <laughs> ear as you're fucking them from behind and throw bananas <laughs> around the room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I think that question did pretty well. So Olivia Munn, um, Megan Kelly, Sandra Bullock, oddly... And uh, and oddly, I'm oddly. Yeah, dude, I don't Rachel think you won the question like you said you would. I actually put you uh, in fourth place. 
I think that my video will be the most valuable out of all of these videos. No, the Megan Kelly one will go huge. Yeah. <laughs> if there are actually bananas, yeah. <laughs> Right. If the guy's actually hooting and and like you know, if, if the whole session is like this, throwing bananas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then then it'll go big. That'll that'll do it. That sounds awful. <laughs> Nobody wanted Megan Fox. I see. No, it's too like stereotypical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah I mean. I'd make time for it, but maybe that uh, Jada yeah. chick from the Food Network, that Italian chick, is always showing so much cleavage. She'd be a good pick too. The Food the Network. Chick from the Food Network, the one that said the N word. No, no, that's uh, Paula that's Dean. that's Paula Dean. Her food's much better, but she's not nearly as hot. No, no, she's just as good. Pretty Paula sure. Dean. No, this yeah. Jada chick. I think I think I'm pronouncing her name right. I hope I am. It's it's weird. It's like a Greek name. It's like Jada. Is Rachel or... Ray still hot? She was never hot. This chick I'm talking about is smoking hot. Okay, okay. I'll I'll give you that Rachel Ray was never smoking. She was wholesomely hot. cute. Uh, okay, here's my thing. First of all, Rachel Ray hot. Seems like a wonderful wife, etc. You know, I don't mean to be hating on her. Oh, she's a winner. She's a winner. She's a keeper. She'd be a heck of a catch. Right. Um, you know, multimillionaire and all. Yeah, but but having said that, I, I, she always looked pre-fat to me. Right, like like a girl you put ten years on, you're gonna put thirty pounds on too. That that's how I see Kate Upton. Kate Upton, obviously gorgeous. I I am totally not real. I shaved the neck beard, but but roll with it, right? <laughs> uh, only the worst of the neck beards would say Kate Upton. Ah, too much belly fat would not do. Or or Megan Fox, man Three thumbs, no part would of not it. Not bang. <laughs> right. So so Kate Upton's clearly hot, but amongst people who just make a living being beautiful. It's got a tummy, to, to, in my head anyway. She's pre-fat. You add 15 years to her, you're going to add 30 pounds. Rachel Ray, did that happen to her? No, I don't think so. Really? Might have gained five, may, might have gained five or six, but no. Hmm. She looks good. Good for her. Good but for her. The, the, the Jada chick, or whatever her fucking name is, the one with the cleavage, who's always smiling with her enormous, perfect, or fake teeth. All right, all right. Do we have any idea how to spell this name, Jada? Um, just search Food Network Hot Chick Cleavage. It starts with three J's. Jata. I'm probably her name's probably like Rebecca, and I'm just completely wrong. Is her name Ingrid Hoffman? No way. Okay. When you search Food Network Hot Chick Cleavage, that's the first thing that pops up. Hot women of the Food Network. All right. There you go. She's got to be number one. Um, Unless there's some like late night barbecue titty channel. Is she a, a so hot good. blonde milf? Oh uh, no, dark hair. The other, her name it's is. Smart. You're thinking of one named Giada, G-I-A-D-A, who's smoking hot. But I think it's pronounced major boobage. Ooh, I see that. Is it Giada de Laurinitas? There you go. But I pretty, I think it's pronounced Giada. Okay. Oh. Um. So I'm looking at images here. Yes, I even recognize this this one. Like I've seen her, her uh, picture before. She's forty three apparently. She does not look forty three. No, she's aged no, she really well. Wow, in a bikini she even looks young. Um, yeah. How did we get on the topic of her? She's my new pick. Oh, you swap picks. Well, I think I'm gonna call this yeah. one an upgrade. Yeah, I think so. She's she's she is what I wanted. She's a little she's she's older. She's pretty wholesome. Food Network money. Uh, there's yeah, repeated pictures of her cutting herself <laughs> in this Google image thing. 
But I, um, I, should, I don't know what that's about, but well, she cooks and she cuts her fingers. I guess it's just part yeah. of the deal. Um, yeah, she's beautiful. Well, if you look up close, you can see she's forty, but still, she's she's held up really <laughs> well. Yeah, I am, aren't I? <laughs> here, here, I'll tell you what. Go to this image. Okay, Greybeard. Yeah, right. Yeah, Woody, your your beard is way grayer than the rest of you, dude. All my like age is focused right into my chin, right? Like, I, I if you look at my head, <laughs> there's there's not a, a lot of hair, like a lot of gray hair anyway. I'm I'm oh wait, awesome uh, headphone hair, huh? but um, so there's not a lot of gray up here. Pubes brown, um, like uh, I don't know. I guess in my face I've aged a little bit. I get like wrinkles here when I smile, but this part of my beard is like completely gray it's uh it's where all my age is channeling i think can we tell them what uh you're gonna do to your beard or is that a secret i have to come through with this don't i um, well if we talk about it we do we could just <clears throat> let it slip away now go ahead talk about change. it yeah so we're gonna dye that motherfucker black <laughs> i think it's going black beard and we're doing a, a very high effort evil woody uh video yeah so evil, so uh, woody, woody will have... be asked questions and evil Woody will be asked questions, and they will each give their answers. And it'll be a little bit more. And you know, evil Woody has a beard. Uh, regular Woody has a good. Good Woody has. A, you know, he's clean shaven. And uh, I think we might go a little more higher than that. I think we should film this on the trip. It'll be good. And don't oh no! They, oh, I can't, uh, that's a long. I want to get this. You'd beard have to off. regrow the beard. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe in the Europe trip we could do it again. But I think maybe sometime next week I'll uh, I'll get this video yeah. filmed. And um, but yeah, there'll be good Woody and evil Woody answering these questions. That's the that's the concept. Yes, and at, at that, like someone needs to ask you the questions. So I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how you put this together. I was thinking I, that I think, too. You know, give Jackie the question, film her. You know, have a mic in front of her, like like Merka's or something. Yes. Merka, can we get you doing the podcast while laying in bed on your stomach? And is that something you can? <laughs> But only if you like kick your like feet back and cross them like a exactly. sixteen year old girl reading like a a, a box card. I'm uh, thinking like nineteen fifties uh, pinup poses. Look. Oh yeah, like the one where your arms are crossed in front of you and you're kind of like you. <laughs> oh he's he, he's got the legs. I, I like the bit of calf. Now, now cock well. your head to the side and smile like and imagine you have like red hair with pigtails and you're wearing a bonnet. <laughs> Now think think about nothing but hostess cupcakes while you do it. That, there you go. That's it. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. All right. Very good. Well, that's an uncomfortable way to do it. <laughs> uh, oh man. Do we need a new so uh, super smooth segue? Let's talk new... about Wings of Redemption's latest videos. Okay. Yeah. Sure. The Walking. Oh man. Mer okay. I'll catch you up in a little while, America. I guess you're gonna little catch up right now. So, <laughs> Wings is on like day thirty. Let's call it five of his walking uh, videos. You know, he walks, he talks. Um, lately, he's sort of evolved into a thing where he walks, talks, and he stops at checkpoints along mm -hmm. the way. Um, and he's become a part of a pretty big internet uh, GIF or GIF, if you will. Um, where he's tapping a stop sign and looking blankly into the camera, and it's become sort of a reaction gift for, hey, stop doing whatever you're doing. Or for all those people who are doing this thing that you should just not be doing anymore, here's the, you know, it's a reaction gift that, that, that says that. And it's, it's gotten a good bit of play. I've seen it on the front page of Reddit. I've seen it on a few websites. Um, but, but, yeah, the walking videos, um, he's, he's started doing what uh, makes him entertaining more and more. He started sharing a lot. 
He started talking about a lot of deep stuff, about a lot of things that he, his hopes for the future, and they're really good right now. What yep. he's doing is he's walking every day for a year, and and it's kind of the theme is I'm tired of being fat. I'm done with it. And I, you know, 2014 is going to be the year in which I embark on major weight loss. So, um, uh, and then just like yesterday or the day before he started changing his diet. So that, that's the next phase he's exercised. And, and when he first started, he could hardly walk a mile. You know, it was a real struggle for him and he had like lots of pain and his legs would go numb and stuff like that. Now, 35 days in, I think he walks two miles every day. Is that the, the deal? He usually Usually gets two miles in, and he, he said he pushed it one day to four, and there's been a couple of days, I think, where maybe he said he did three. But those days seem to tax him. He seemed, he said he had a goal to be able, it was, it's several months in the future, I think, but to do a 5K. And he said run a K, but a, a 5K. But I, I think he means sort of jog and walk at the same time. That, that would be a, a more realistic I'm thing. Because running sure. a 5K is pretty serious. A 5K is 3.6 yeah. miles, right? Is it, do I have it right? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. That's um, you know, that's quite a jog. Um, yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, that's that's a good run. Is he gonna do that? It take it, you know, it take me. It was, a couple, I think it, it was November. Into... Mm-hmm. In November, he wants to run a five k. Um, yeah, I I've actually been watching these new videos, and uh, I I haven't watched Wings' uh, videos in a long time, but I occasionally check up on his channel because I mean I've known Wings as long as you guys, pretty much. Maybe not as close, but. He's right, always but been... he's OG, and you wonder, like, hey, what's yeah, that guy up yeah. to right now? I always check in on the guys, you know, who are still doing it, because you see a lot of old channels have, like, faded out now, and there's far and few between of us. I, I don't mean to make us sound like old men here, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, channels that were, were around in, you know, 09, uh, 2010 that are gone completely, and there's very few left, but I check in with Wings from time to time, and I don't know, like, I, I know I've probably ragged on him in the past quite a bit, you know, um, I've poked at him a bit, but I really respect what he's doing, and uh, you know, part of me really wants the guy to achieve his goal, and I think a lot of people see that as well. Um, it would be because amazing, even the, wouldn't it? Like his goal yeah, is not it, without ambition, right? You know, like he doesn't want to be a really heavy guy capable of walking two miles. He wants to be mm-hmm. a new wings. He wants to be a different person. You know, he wants to lose two hundred pounds and then some. He wants to be able to run, you know, a 5K. He wants to, like, yeah, he's going, like, his ambitions are to look like you, Pyro. Like, that, that's where Skinny. he wants, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where he aspires to be. Um, it'd be neat to see that. And he's 35 days in, he's walking every day, and that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Except once there was a hurricane, we'll give him a pass. Yeah. And, um, no, no. Yeah, you know, I watched this. Uh, sorry to interrupt there, but I watched his video where he was talking about, like, uh, I think he was walking, and I, uh, one of the ones he started to break down, you know, and almost start, started to cry and say that, you know, he, he actually enjoys doing these videos where he's been forcing himself to do the Call of Duty stuff and trying to get two, three videos up a day. Mm-hmm. But these walking videos are, like, some of the best things he's ever done on YouTube. And, uh, you know, part of me felt happy for the guy there because... I've seen him struggle the past couple of years on YouTube because you, we've all seen him. We've been there with him, you know, because we've been on YouTube for that long. Did you see the FPS boot camp? Yeah, I did indeed. I, I've tracked it all. <laughs> I, I've, left, I've left comments of support here and there. <laughs> what, what, um, oh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Is um, he measuring his weight now? Or he doesn't tell us. Do it every day thing. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't told us in a while. 
I'm a little worried about his diet because he's he's on the Myrtle Beach diet, okay? And and like I think that's like a low carb diet where the carbs gradually ra- uh, rack up after, after days, you know, go by and it's just not a it's sort of a crash diet that like women do to like lose weight for a bikini season or something. Like it's it's not a and he I just feel like he needs to be making life changes you know, with his diet, because it's, you know, if you're going to maintain that, that massive dramatic weight loss and then successfully beat it, beat, beat back the uh, apparent addiction that hunger is, then you're not going to do it with a crash diet. I, I feel like he needs to make, to be like, you know, pick a, make a, I would make a calendar and I'd assign points. I'd, I'd do a bootleg point system where like, maybe there's an ice cream sundae in there, but it's once a month. Like, I, I think most people could live with an ice, with one ice cream sundae a month. Maybe there's like two plates of Zaxby's chicken in there, but you know, if 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 he measured it out like that, and he, he, these things that he he feels like he's addicted to, and the things that that really feel like he feels like he misses, if he just did them once, twice, maybe four times a month, if it's something not too bad, you know, four cokes a month, or you know, a, a coke a week, and an ice cream sundae a month, or a, a yep. pizza once a month, and then he filled it in with healthy, healthy I wonder stuff. Wonder how educated he is on diet. Right. I mean, there's two things like Boogie, for example, is really educated on diet. Oh, we lost him for a second. Um, but that he, you know, his challenge isn't knowing what to eat. It's, it's following a plan. Um, with me, while I intrinsically know the same thing that everybody else does, like, yeah, M&Ms are bad for you. Licorice is bad for you, etc. What is proper diet has changed in my lifetime enough times that, I don't even trust the current stuff not to change again. And when I was educated on diet, there were known truths like, you know, bread is the foundation foundation of the food pyramid. And and now like legumes or something are supposed to be the, <laughs> the big thing on the food pyramid, which I, I know to be like peas and beans and stuff. But, um, you know, at a high level, you kind of get that fruits and vegetables and, and meats are the good things and the breads and the sugars are the bad things. But... Um, the and specific. fruit juice is terrible for you, just so everyone knows. That orange juice you're drinking for breakfast is not good for you. It's 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 sugar water. Exactly. Yeah. And and to me it's yeah. like it I occasionally it, drink it, orange it, juice. I bet I probably you. have two or three glasses of orange juice a month. And um but when I drink it, I'm not fooling myself into thinking that it's a health drink, that it's going to ward away um colds. You know, yeah, colds or cure things or that it has magical vitamin C in it or anything. No, it is an indulgence, it is a cheat drink and you know, stick to your water. You know, uh I when I, I actually used to be like really skinny and I put on uh maybe twenty, thirty pounds. And uh I used to be under the mindset that a calorie is a calorie. Like, you know, I could eat whatever I wanted as long as I was hitting three thousand calories a day. I did put on weight. And I did put on weight. Um but I started incorporating a lot of uh, nutrients, you know, those green shakes people seem to be over the moon for lately and stuff. Um, and stuff like that really made me appreciate, you know, certain types of food. And as you said, you know, there's a difference between an orange juice and a green shake in the morning. And it really does transform how you feel during the day. So uh, it is important what you're putting in. You know, and some people do think a calorie is a calorie, but it's so different when you look into it and the nutrition. Yeah, sugar is an empty calorie. I, I mean, I was just reading on the web the opposite. Like in terms of, here's what I read on the web, like this today or yesterday. And um, and it puts me in this spot. Like I wonder where the truth really is. They were uh-huh. saying, and I'm sure somebody who like is not a doctor is going to reply to me and tell me what the, the correct answer is. But um, 
they were saying a calorie is a calorie in terms of weight loss. Now, surely, you know, if you want to like build muscle or something, it's not. But if you're just trying to burn fat, it's calories in, calories out. That is the whole scoop. And on top of that, yeah. exercise plays a very small role, they're re I'm reading, on losing weight. Like you can go to the gym, burn your, you know, full energy for an hour and a half or something. And that is equivalent to like a bagel at best. That if you really want to impact your fat composition, you know, this is your, like your lean body mass, then it's really about diet and cutting food. And someone replied like, well, you know, doesn't having like more muscle on your frame make a big difference in, in how much fat you burn? And they're like, well, while it does, not enough to make up for diet. Like, you know, if you're a muscular guy and, and you just like your resting metabolism is slightly higher, it's a pretty minor difference compared to not eating pizza for dinner. And, um, so that's, I read stuff like that. And then I read other stuff where, you know, they're, they're crazy about the workouts. Mm -hmm. And never... I think for me, it was, uh, how I felt, you know, because mm. I could eat 3000 clean and I could eat 3000 on KFC and pizza and I felt like shit, you know? So for yeah. weight gain, as you said, it's the same, but for personal quality of life, I think you need to be hammering those greens and, you know, vitamins and stuff. What, um... What makes the biggest difference for me is, is sometimes I just have like nutritional standards that go high and uh, I'm not at my highest right now, but I'm still higher than than some like, you know, I, I had a coworker, this guy from India who seemed to survive on like donuts and coffee <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he was a smoker and it was just like, wow, like you know, if that's your. Like, There's totally been periods in my life where that's what I lived on there. There. <laughs> There was like three years there where I lived on like cheeseburgers, French fries, and cigarettes, and fucking like nothing. I never water, never water. There were there were years that before where I didn't buy a bottle of water. I remember when I bought my first bottle of water because it seemed so stupid. Because why wouldn't I want a Pepsi or a Coke or a Mountain Dew? Like you, you can live on nothing. You don't need any nutrients whatsoever because I did it for years. <laughs> you don't need any. Like whatever comes in that Wendy's. Um, Wendy's had there was this year where I ate nothing but this one burger that Wendy's had, and it had melted cheese poured on top, and it had uh, jalapenos in it, and it was so fucking good. And I would eat like three of them a day. When, when I'm too, so. when I was at my athletic peak, I had kind of a food snobbery. You know, I'd see a cheeseburger and think, <laughs> what? No, that stuff's just not allowed in this temple. Like, <laughs> and, and that level of food snobbery, to me anyway, has directly corresponded with my level of fitness, you know? And, and I feel like if, if wings could develop a little of that and be like, what? Pizza for breakfast? That's just a non-starter in this temple, you know? Like, oh, like, I don't know what he's eating that's bad, but like, maybe <laughs> that... Or it's the or it's the self control that I think is what's kept me from you know getting getting extremely big, because I love that food like that food I just mentioned. I would love to still be eating that. I'd that when I'm thinking about that burger right now, that's one of the best burgers I've ever had. I really wish I had three of them right this second. I thought I got enough willpower to be like, eh, I'm not gonna eat three. I might eat one, but yeah. But don't you feel better now? Because it's like it's not until you stop doing something that you realize how. Oh yeah, you feel much now. better. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you totally feel better when you're eating healthy. When you're eating, when you're eating yeah. lots of greens, lots of vegetables, like, getting lots of vitamins. Yeah. Like I've been eating healthy recently, or better, and just not drinking as much is a world of difference. We've been drinking a lot of water. All of us have for yeah. one reason or another. I actually need to right at a gallon. Fill it. Really? Yeah, I'm day. trying to drink like a gallon a day or so. That's right, isn't it? I don't yeah. 
things online. That's the Joe Lozon challenge. Joe made a um, a video and he said that like he and the guys at the gym saw this video and a woman drank a gallon of water every day. And in it, she had all like her skin was better. Her sleep schedule got on track. She just felt better. She wasn't hungry all the time. So we've been doing it. And some of those have been true for me. Like, um, one thing is like the, the sugar drinks, like orange juice or laminate or whatever, they just have no appeal to me. I'm drinking so much goddamn, a gallon is a lot to me. And you know, if I have a gallon of water, there's no room for lemonade. Just F <laughs> off. I don't want it. Um, if I have a gallon of water, I'm not hungry all day long. If I have a gallon of water, you know, like it impacts the other things I drink, which is like nothing. And, um, and what I eat, like I'm just not hungry all the time. Sometimes you eat and you're still hungry, but a lot of times you're just mm -hmm. dehydrated and the water will fill that stuff up and you won't be hungry. But uh, the other things like beautiful skin or sleep schedule hasn't, I haven't seen that myself. You know, uh, when I was trying to put on weight, I went on a dad called Gomad. Have you guys heard of that? Go Gallon ahead. of milk a day. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I swore I put on weight like a motherfucker. Like, I, I did it for like three days. Gallon of milk a day. I I like did it for milk? three days and gave up. Yeah, whole milk. I gave up. Oh my god. I just started shitting everywhere. It was so bad. <laughs> it really was. So uh, it works, but be prepared to spend most of your day in the toilet. Now if I've you Google it. Literally, it comes up. I've Go definitely done a half a gallon of milk in a day. Slow way to kill yourself. It's well. It's only recommended for short periods. Apparently, strength athletes really find it helpful because milk has a fuckload of protein and fat in it, which really helps um, for calories. But I couldn't stomach it. I felt like I was gonna throw up most of the day. But if you love your milk, that's that's the way to I get really, calories. I like milk a lot. I think I could. I'd like to see if I could drink a, a gallon of milk in a day just for the fun. Because oh, I've de I could definitely day. do you half a like gallon. Shit. No, I made a super bowl of cereal about a week ago, and it was in a mixing bowl, and there was at least, it was at, it was it was almost half a gallon of milk alone. Like it was a super bowl. Um, <laughs> whole yeah, milk. You probably I, uh, wouldn't get sick. You drink a no, lot. No, two percent actually. Oh. I'm not. I've heard that whole milk is um is not as bad as you might guess. That apparently skim milk has sugar in it to make it taste mm. as good as whole milk. Skin milk yeah, is fucking that gross. Well. That's, that's that's white water. I don't want that shit. Um, <laughs> Whole milk that is milk. the most delicious milk, without a doubt. Whole milk? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, for sure. And but, then again, but, it but goes. Two percent is pretty close. In the okay, okay. Taking a step back, in the gun world, right? If you want to get some advice or statistics or whatever, you can't. Everyone who collects data about whether guns are dangerous, for example, or whether they actually protect you, has an agenda. Everybody. And I'm a pro-gun guy, right? But I can see if they're like, you know, oh, all well, there's so many unreported cases of people who use gun in self-defense. They just have to show it or brandish it or whatever. And they, the bad guy goes running away and, and that doesn't show up in all these statistics. So guns actually prevent millions of crimes and accidents and, um, you know, dangerous situations a year that, that just don't go reported. And I hear that and I think it's kind of right. But you can't get reliable gun statistics because everyone who collects them has an agenda. That's how I feel about this diet stuff, too. I, I, I like everyone sort of intrinsically knows that skim one and two percent are better for you than whole milk, right? Whole milk is this creamy, delicious, bad for you weight gaining device. But then you hear like, oh, yeah, actually, those other things, you'd be surprised. They have sugar added to them, whereas whole milk does not. And that leaves me in this, well, shucks. Everything I ever learned has a counter. Mm -hmm. It's keep it simple, stupid. It's it, that, That's all there is. Like, like People get so 
worked up with uh, with all these diets and all these specialty plans. And the real secret is that it's it's calories in and calories out because it's yep. physics, and it's it's general levels of activity and it's consistency. And that's all there is to it. You it just is. You, okay, you take, calories in, calories out. Let me. It, while that seems to make a lot of sense on the surface, allow me to take a shot at it. And I could go either way. Um, sure. Frosted mini wheats. Uh, taking a step back, what is a calorie? You take food, you dehydrate it, you burn it, and I think one calorie increases the one gram of water or one milliliter of water, something like that, by one degree Celsius. Like that's yeah, rough. It's, it's a measurable amount of energy expelled from the, the food item. Yeah, that's how they count calories. Right. Exactly. They do it by burning the food and, and seeing yeah. how, what it does to water. Okay. That's what a calorie is. So some things I eat, like steak or hamburger or something, seem to get fully processed. For me personally, frosted mini wheats. <laughs> In and out, baby, right? This is this is like my a laxative for my body. And I have to wonder okay. if the, like I eat a frosted mini wheat or make it not frosted just for the, the point of simplicity. It's the oh, fiber so stuff. You're confusing the you're confusing the whole thing now. So what I said still stands. Calories in, calories out. Now what you're talking about is absorbed calories versus ca calories on the box. Because here's the thing. Certain foods require more calories to actually use. To, to like, if you eat broccoli, your body might have to burn seven calories to digest a stalk of, of broccoli. You know what I mean? Or, um, meats are more difficult to digest. You eat grilled chicken breast; it's more difficult for your body to digest. It burns more calories to consume it than it might, you know, some oatmeal or shredded wheats. You right. can't get all convoluted like that. It goes back to keeping it simple. Count the calories on the box and forget about that. This calorie might be this or that. You're not going to eat so much goddamn shredded wheat that it's going to matter. Hopefully. <laughs> you should have a I'm just but, saying, like, the calories in, calories out thing, it seems like some calories, like if they're sugar calories, your body has a very easy time converting that into fat storage. Yet if there's some other calories, like celery, for example, I've heard is negative calories, right? It takes more yeah. energy to process it than you get from it. Exactly. Ice water is negative calories because your body is like working to warm up that water and do its thing and then there's no calories in it whatsoever. So there's this concept of negative calories, but even outside that concept, I feel like some foods are just, you know, like if I were to burn a frosted mini wheat, or I'm sorry, I keep saying frosted, but if I were to burn a mini wheat, I feel like that would efficiently convert into heat and warm water. Whereas if I eat a mini wheat, that shit doesn't seem to do anything for me. <laughs> it's all carbohydrates. It should. It's it's wheat. It's uh, it's whole grain. Know. It's sugar. It's, Maybe you just need to work on your digestive system. Maybe it sounds like there might be something wrong with you, not that it's shredded mini There might be something. And I don't know that it's a wrong. It just might be that I am sounds not like good at mini wheats. How much roughage are you getting? I'm getting, getting, the cereal I'm getting my roughage. I have vegetables, I probably two meals that. a day. I hear about steak two or three times a day. That can't be good for you. I've had steak no, once this too. month. It's very good for you. That's character. Wait, once this month? <laughs> I did oh have it God. twice, and that was last what month. And that was the first time ever. There? What's if you that? Only had, I, I was like, what is your wife doing downstairs if you've only had steak once this month? She was gone for a portion <laughs> of this month. She went to visit her family for like 10 days. And our steak it process is not as simple as you might think. She like orders it from a fucking steak specialist. And then it arrives at like the end of the week. So it's it's like a thing. So and it was bad today. Pretty simple into a little bit of an ordeal. I'm going to uh, be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Uh, how how do you like your steak cooked, Woody? 
You know, medium I used rare. to say medium rare, and yeah. now I guess medium rare is still good, but if you're going to make a mistake, make it on the rare direction. Oh, I was on the opposite yeah. side. I was brought up in a family of lunatics. My mom is a chef, and uh -huh. to this day, she is the only chef I know that has a steak well done. And for all my life, I was brought up with well done steak until I was like maybe 18 or 19, and uh, the restaurant actually undercooked it, and it was like medium. Mm -hmm. I, I discovered like I missed out my entire life on rare meat. <laughs> so so you had to eat horrible dry meat your whole life. Yep, I cannot go back to it. I have no idea how my parents stick it. I just, I think it's ruining the steak, you know? Yes. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be rare or medium rare. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's a King of the Hill thing, and they're like, you, know, you make your, your steak medium rare. And they're like, what if the, the guy likes it well done? Then you politely ask them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> uh, do we need a topic? I guess so. If Cal's not here. All right, all right. What minor convenient superpower would you like for everyday usage? Ooh, that's interesting. I've got you mine lined I... up, and it's not stolen from Reddit. The question is, but the power's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what, what realm of minor powers are oh, we talking about that's here? That's a good question. Um, some of the answers from Reddit, uh, minor, uh -huh. minorly convenient superpowers. The top one is... The ability to know exactly when to leave to get to my de destination in the least amount of time. Another one, to mm -hmm. go back in time five minutes, that seems pretty powerful, actually. Yeah, it does. Um, this guy's a minor convenient superpower would be the power to change traffic lights. Fair so enough. Um, to, to go poop without cleaning my anus. Yeah. It's a nice minor league superpower. I want to say, for me, the ability uh, to feel clean, you know, the feeling after a shower without taking a shower. I don't know why. I just feel dirty if I don't take a shower and I can't get started with my day. Like, I, I can't miss the deal. No, that's a vicious cycle. You're going to be is. a little dirty. You're going to become clean. Like, I want to feel clean. That's your power. Well, you feel how about we say it cleans me okay. as well? So it's like a shower and, you know, like a mental cleaning as well. Wow, you would like to be a person that doesn't need cleaning, essentially. Well, you would be it like is clean, one of those, but... ever see like the water resistant shoes where they like pour Hershey's syrup on a canvas shoe and it comes out super clean. Yeah. Like, it's like hydrophobic fabrics and stuff. Are you familiar with this? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Yes, yeah, so you would like to be essentially kind of hydrophobic so that everything just kind of like repels off of you. Why not? Uh, I mean, I what? would be, I would have the ability to know what kind of handshake a black guy is coming up to give me is it a <laughs> or is it a coming out of nowhere fist bump are we slapping each other's backs i don't want to be embarrassed i that's my superpower i want to know you know i don't want to have to stress don't i wish i had that mr rogers hand when he's coming in for a fist bump you know <laughs> and what what pressure to apply to the handshake that is another one uh I was going for graduation up. last week, and I pondered that, like, do I go for a tight squeeze, or do I go for, you know, medium? I ended uh, up going for the medium. Yeah, just squeeze really tight and stare right in their eyes and kind of grit your teeth. It shows respect. Yeah, yeah I, I give a pat on the back as well as I was walking forward, you know? Just a bit of, this is me. Give them a nice Goodbye. little spank on their ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually took a selfie on graduation, you know, when they were shaking the hand. They just basically got the phone and put it up and took a photo in front of like 2,000 people. 
I don't know how they didn't get kicked out, but... <laughs> so, oh, wow. the coolest one I saw on Reddit is this guy would like the ability to be a Wi-Fi hotspot. Oh, nice that's one, good. Huh? Well, what internet is he is he giving out, though? I, I mean, like... I, I presume that his phone, his laptop, whatever it is, he is near the... Yeah, he, he's a Wi-Fi yeah. hotspot. That's pretty cool. Mine was... um. And it's almost related to his, but I came up with it first. I would like the ability to be able to recharge chargeable devices, right? So my oh, dude, usage, I was thinking about that as well. Yeah. Like if I have an Xbox controller in my hand, bam, it gets charged. My phone, like as I look at it and surf uh, Reddit or, or The Verge or something, it charges my phone because I am a recharging station. There might be too much potential power to that. I'm trying That's to like free energy. That's like what Tesla was you, trying to do. You think they'll eventually like, like lock me up in some power plant and just strap wires to my gonads until I power towns? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's what freaks me out about having special powers. If you did have them, you'd be an experiment, wouldn't you? If you get cut. Yeah. You don't need to be freaked out, Paul. This is all made up. <laughs> or is it? You know, do I have the power to uh, <laughs> say whatever I said I was doing? Forgot. Oh. Well, we oh, should definitely funny. tie something to his gonads and test him. What's another good meaningful superpower? I don't know. What do you think Cal's gonna pick? Or uh, if he has to on a fucking podcast for the entire time? What's that? <laughs> Maybe. What no, is he going to? I, I imagine. I don't know. Bathroom break, perhaps. I'm guessing Kyle's superpower is gonna have something to do with women. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. You know, past experience has led me to assume that's the first go-to. That and then guns. Uh, hmm. Maybe Let's... he could like see where guns are, like so. If you were in a dangerous situation, you could just feel it, like there's a gun there. Or he can make he can summon a gun. Actually, that's incredibly powerful. <laughs> summon a gun. <laughs> yeah. Just a medial superpower. Just <laughs> <laughs> summon any gun. It's like the warthogs, like that machine gun they built a plane around thing. <laughs> um, uh. What's what what superpower do you think Kyle would benefit from that's minor league? Hmm. I'm not sure. Focus without heavy duty pharmaceutical grade amphetamines. How's that? <laughs> you know, uh run exam time here, there was a few of those going around. I, I know it's a lot more prominent in the States, like study drugs and stuff. Uh -huh. Um but I, I tried a few like uh it's new, no, what do you call what do you call those nootropics? I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard of drugs. those. Adderall's the one that that I hear yeah. about the most, but nootropics is one that people wrote to me about on Reddit. Yeah, I I tried some of those. I was on something called Paracetam and a bunch of other things. It made me have tunnel vision, so I I guess that helped. But <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Not something I would rely on though. But that effect would be cool. The ability to focus. Instantly, without anything. Without being bored. Yeah. Is that the difference? Like, how does it? How does it change <sighs> your mind? It just I don't know. It so that you're. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you take it, Paul? Go ahead. Sorry. I had tunnel vision. That's all I can explain. Like my my eyes were like this, like straight forward, and uh, I actually enjoyed what I was studying, whether it be you know discrete mathematics or whatever. I didn't enjoy it, but I know what he's talking about. Like to study, like it just it makes you focus. Like if you don't mm -hmm. do something, you feel weird and guilty for not doing it. Like, like how you talked about your dad earlier, Woody. Like saying, you know, if you're spending two hours with a movie, or no, that wasn't your dad, that was just you. 
Yeah. So you wouldn't want to write a movie for two hours. Like you could not do that on Adderall because you would be just you could be consumed by the need to do something productive. Like it's just weird. Mm-hmm. I, I think another one that I heard about going, was going around was modafinil, and I heard about that on the Joe Rogan po- podcast that they were talking about that it's this narcolepsy medicine that makes you stay up all night, and uh, it basically you you pop one of these when you're up for like twenty hours and you stay up for like another. 20 it's crazy just studying does it make you want to study or does it just keep you alert it's like an alert it's like an alertness thing you know and the weird thing is this this stuff is legal to import to the uk well it was it was for the people i know you know it is it's not controlled or anything um but they were trying it out and uh i don't know i I kind of i kind of like the phrase there's no such thing as a biological free lunch so i don't tamper too much with my body that, that makes sense. So, so we talked about Adderall on the show. Now, for Kyle, he believes it is like a super drug, and he, it, it's yeah. all been wonderful for him. There we are. He's back. And um, but people would write me and talk about their experiences with it, and oftentimes it started out as a super drug, and then shifted into something that wasn't so good. Then when they came off it, they had depression issues and stuff like that. And essentially, they were warning me. Depression issues. Yeah, especially because I, I I had depression issues in the past, and um. Like Woody, you know this is this isn't a fit for you, and uh, and then some of them in the same breath would be trying new tropics. It's much better, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know. And I I think my you know the core takeaway I took from it, which shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, is just tell the truth to your doctor, and uh, mm-hmm. and then presumably they work in your best interest. And if you're someone who they think is a good fit for it, then then they'll prescribe it. If they say no, this doesn't seem right for you. Then they won't. Well, if you can't handle a little depression, then you don't want to mess with any mind-altering drugs. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I get a little bout of depression. I just you just got to push on through that. I, I just um, I've I've done that so many times. I kind of get numb to it. Can you get numb to depression? I always. Uh... I sort of see myself starting to like go down that slippery slope, and I'm like, no, no, fuck this shit. We're getting too much in our head right now. We gotta like, that shit doesn't matter. That. Yeah. Three years from now, you won't give a fuck about this little issue that's bothering you right now, and you just got to power through that shit. That's what I try to do anyway. I guess it's it's harder, easier said than done, but I have found Adderall to be like a ninety percent positive experience. Um, it's it's difficult to sleep at times. Um, you drink a shitload of water. Um, but um, and I but I I, I take it when I when I need it, and uh, I don't take it. Um, I didn't take any today. Actually, yeah, uh, did I? No, I didn't. <laughs> No, I didn't. Because like, like before the show, I told Woody, I was like, I was like, what episode is this? He's like, one ninety. I was like, could you write that in the chat? I didn't take any Adderall today. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got to keep it straight. But on an Adderall day, I'd be like, of course it's episode one ninety. Yeah. You said you're on ten IR, right? Um. Yes. Huh. Yeah, it's really not that much. No, it's not <laughs> at all. You guys want to hear the most? All right. So can I? Before we I gotta... do. Uh, I was going to cover the juicer battery. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, we didn't cover the juicer battery very well last week. Um, I, fe- I felt like it got swept by for something else that came up, and I forgot to get back to it. And I actually looked more into it, and it turns out that we, we were kind of giving them a hard time. They were like, really? We were like, an extended battery? Never heard of that before. But now that I read up on it, they've got a whole new thing that they're doing, and they're, they were able to get a power density that's like 1,900 times greater than any other lithium ion battery. Like, this thing is legit, like a super fucking battery that they've come up come up with that actually does charge faster and last longer. It's um 
they're, several times longer than standard batteries. Their video is just 47 seconds long. I was thinking of playing it. Sure. Any objections? All right, all right. So nope. I'll let you know when it's over. Oh, I, I, I'm, I, want, I really want one now. I'm going to get one. Like, Sorry. This is cool. When I try to position the silly thing. Oh, wait. Do this. Okay. So are we listening to the audio of this video right now? Or what's uh, you'll hear nothing. You'll just sit still for 47 seconds, please. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you and... can wiggle if you want. The juicer will become <laughs> the new standard in batteries. I said wiggle. Oh, no. Emerging advances in technology has allowed our engineers to create the world's longest lasting yeah. and fastest charging battery. Uh -huh. People in Missouri by altercating current Li-Ion batteries, we have created a more powerful and efficient battery with higher energy density rates. Included with the juicer battery, if you donate enough, it will be a fiber optic USB cable. This cable will not only increase your download speeds, but help charge devices by allowing more power to be supplied to your device. No. Would you stop talking over the video? All right, it's done. Wow. 47 <laughs> seconds and you assholes couldn't give our, our sponsor some respect. We're, we're just playing again. We were just fucking with you, man. It was just to get you go. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, let's play it again. Well, let's play it again. I was we teasing. just played it. I know. We didn't, we didn't get to listen to it, though. We were telling jokes about Whitland, which was funny. It, no, they couldn't hear you. You were just like silent mumbling... Over, you know, the, they heard the out. Whitlin. They heard the video is what they heard. And I thought you were saying wiggle the whole time. No, we were talking about whittling. Uh, yeah, we were whittling. Yeah. We weren't just talking about wiggling around. I thought you, I, I heard something like, you know, you can wiggle and people from your area wiggle or something. <laughs> and that that's what the people watching the podcast will hear too. So, uh, so anyway, so. we felt like we didn't give them their due. Uh, there'll be a link in the description to them, and you can check them out and uh, you know help them meet their goal. Advance the world's batteries. They are actually making super fucking batteries for your phone. Go check this shit out. I'm, I'm literally going to get one. I am my, phone, my phone's battery goes really fast. Yeah, mine totally. drains fast, you're saying? Yeah, like I, my battery dies fast. Like I, I have to change batteries two, three times a day. That is wow. fast, yeah. Like, do you have the GPS on and the Wi-Fi on? No, all, I, well, I've got the Wi-Fi on. I run it on Wi-Fi. It's oh. Wi-Fi redditing, like pretty pretty hardcore. Like it gets it gets warm sometimes. I have a big data package because sometimes I have to use it to upload. And and if you're not from America, the way that it seems to work is like if you buy a little data package, it's like whatever five dollars cheaper every month or ten dollars cheaper. But then the one month you break it you have to take out a second mortgage on your house and they fucking rape your dog and, <laughs> and, and, and kill your sister. And, and I don't want to talk about what they do to your mom. And that's just for using too much data. So what I do is I get a big data plan and I just have headroom all the time. I went to lower my data plan cause it was too large. And, uh, they're like, Oh, six gigabytes. You know, you could go to four, but you're using like three and a half a month or you go to 10 for the same price. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just raise my data plan. And somehow <laughs> that seemed like a good idea. So now I have like 10 gigabits a month and I keep Wi-Fi off because um, using LTE is a lot better than the battery. I don't have that option here because of the service. Oh. I didn't even know it made a difference on the battery. Yeah, it's an, yeah GPS and Wi-Fi to me are the biggest differences that 
yeah. you can make. You have the Samsung. I do. I have, I have the Galaxy 4, not the newest one, because yeah, I, like when the iPhone comes out, I want all my options to be available. And I'm, I'm likely to go iPhone this time. We'll see. But I feel yeah. like the iPhone universe is better. I've I've been in the iPhone universe since iPhone three. GS. Really? And you're European. Yeah. I felt like Android was big there. Well, I I never really had a phone until I got my iPhone. Like I had phones, but I sort of didn't really do anything but take photos and play games on them. So mm-hmm. my iPhone, like when I realized I could actually get internet on the go, like. I was like, what? My my life was revolutionized, you know. I never really had a phone that could do anything bar go on Google. Yeah, so. iPhones are awesome. And here's my issue with um with the Galaxy. One, there are aspects of it that just seemed unrefined. It seems like it's four different operating systems. All the icons don't seem to match. It doesn't look good. Yada yada yada. The basic things. Another problem I have with it is it doesn't get updated, right? When you buy an iPhone and then whatever, like iOS eight comes out. You get it. Like, that's actually a thing that you can expect. When you buy an iPhone, you know that phone is going to get better over the next three years. When you buy an Android, you pretty much better like what you got. Because it's not going to change a whole bunch. Sure, you're going to hear about shit. Like, you, oh, the new KitKat is out. But by the time Samsung and AT&T and Google and United States Congress get together and decide that you can have KitKat then you know you won't even care about it anymore and then what do you get like some option buried in like a phone exposure menu like i don't even know i i think i have it i didn't notice it's it's the same damn thing whereas like on the in the iphone universe you're like wow here's the new thing it really did happen now i have whatever maps or tiles or parallax or something like that it's new and they keep it up to date my my daughter broke her phone she had a galaxy 3 and we had like a an iPhone 4 around the house. And sure enough, like we got the 4. It hadn't been turned on forever. We charge it up. And then they put in the latest OS. And there is something Siri related or who knows that it couldn't do that the new ones could. But by and large, Apple was like, oh, iPhone 4 that you bought in the, you know, eons ago in the smartphone world. Let us bring you up to date and, you know, give you a good user experience. And that's what she has now. And I just feel like that doesn't feel true in the AT&T, Samsung, Google conglomerate world. They don't keep you up to date. They don't. But what they do do Mm -hmm. is protect you in case you hop in the hot tub with your phone in your pocket, which is something I've done before. (laughs) That's the Galaxy 5 in particular. Yeah, Kyle really values the waterproof feature. The waterproof and, like, just the toughness. Like, and, And I think that... I see that the iPhone's going to be super tough with, what do they call that glass that's on it? Sapphire glass or something. So this yeah. sapphire glass stuff is just next level. Like it's, it's inc- We watched a video where the guy's stabbing it, slicing it with a blade, and it was just taking it. Like No scratches, no visible scratches that I could see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it didn't look real. It looked like Star Trek shit. Like it was transparent mm-hmm. aluminum or something. But anyway, uh, that's cool and all, but I'm sure that and- the, the S5 is going to have a, a pretty decent glass as well whatever it's going to be it'll be good it's already out the s5 okay whatever it is i'm sure it's good enough it's good glass yeah but the uh the the, the thing that being able to be boiled for like 10 10 minutes and you know come out and be fine like that's that's my kind of phone that's absolutely not useful it's useful (laughs) if you get into hot tubs with phones in your pocket Oh, if you get into a big cauldron of boiling water. Yes, that's exactly phone. what I did. That's what a hot and then tub 10 is. Minutes later, yes. you're concerned about its well-being as you're peeling 
swaths of skin off of your back. Well, it's not boiling, but it's a girl named Gretel, and the two of them routinely hop into cauldrons to escape witches. <laughs> and, it and was it's... an phone for Hansel and Gretel, but not much for anyone else. <laughs> no, it's it's a legitimate thing. You know, if this if this phone can be boiled, then it can survive my, a hot tub dunking. Which is something I do to electronics. We're on the survival trip, I hopped in the water with a camera in my pocket. I do that shit. He did. Like, yep, yep. And no, uh, in all seriousness, I do understand that is useful. And he still managed to on this thing that sucks. I managed to get the footage off, but the camera was. was yeah, he uh, got footage of me potentially missing a turtle. I still argue that that turtle was <laughs> shot. <laughs> When, when when we do the survival trip, I'll, I'll play it on a laptop so that I can make it full screen, 1080p, and I can show you. I can show you. You can see the turtle walk off the log and into the water. <laughs> now, if anybody out there wants to re-examine the footage, it's on my YouTube channel. It was a 22. FPS. It was a 22, and here's what yeah. happened. He shoots. Here's the timing. Pow! And then the turtle turns to its left and and takes two or three steps off the log he's on and slips into the water and swims away. Which is exactly what I would it. do if I was being shot. No. <laughs> if you had been shot by a twenty two and you were a turtle the size of my palm, you would just kind of twitch and you would die. That turtle was way bigger than your palm, and it was the impact of the bullet that drove it off the log into the water, plunging to its death. I'm gonna have. This is like the JFK thing. the 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 bullet should have pushed it back into the left, but it actually came forward into the right. Like that was it. That's that's literally the direction it moves in. It comes forward. It it comes toward the camera and to the right off of a log that's along the, the, the turtle earth. had the dreadful wounds and it ducked into the water. Absolutely to not. escape. And and I don't blame you for missing because the the, the those rifle sights are are difficult to use it, to hit something that small at that distance. Yeah, it it, it actually. It, it was a hard shot that I think, you know, I'm, I'm actually not bad with a rifle. Um, I likely would have missed it as well. It was it's a very difficult shot with that yeah. rifle. I'm not, I'm not dogging your shooting skills. I'm just saying you didn't hit that turtle. He hopped off that log. Yeah, I, I, if I honestly evaluate myself, I think I'm, I'm, I'm competent with, I'm pretty good with a rifle, pretty good with a pistol, and I'm curiously bad with a shotgun, which we're going to try You're going to be an ace with that shotgun within an hour of us hanging out, man. I, well, I'll go buy, I'll go buy a thousand ski, I'll go buy 200 shells, and we'll 500 get it figured out, huh? 2,000 ski. And we'll sit there, and at first, they'll be really close and really slow, and you'll have a body of water behind you, so when the shot hits the water, you'll see why you missed the target. Within five minutes, you're, you're gonna, it's, it's about accelerating the learning process. All, the, all those, You learn through failure, and, and well. <laughs> the failure is going to be very educational every time you make one. You're, you're going to learn really fast. In an hour, it's going to take an hour until you can... Throw yeah. a skeet in the air and shoot it out of the air. It's weird. Like, I'm not that poorly coordinated, and I'm not that bad with other gun types. Yet, somehow, like, I feel like a brand new bad shooter would somehow hit flying targets better than I do at the moment. And, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, just take someone who's never handled a shotgun. There must be something different. Like, I'm purposely aiming six inches back, or I don't know what it is, but I miss with a shotgun. I yeah, think I'd hit a guy standing still in a hallway, but... I just, you know. I'm telling you, after an hour, you'll be able to throw one up and hit it out of the air. And at the end of the day, you should be able to throw two up and hit, hit them both out of the air. That's the goal. All right, there it is. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a minor league trick shot. You should be able to do that. We'll, we'll put it on my YouTube channel. Those world champion motherfuckers can throw 10 or 11 up in the air. Fuck them. 10 or 11? <laughs> yeah, 10 or 11 clays into the air and shoot them all before they hit the ground. Tom Knapp. Have you seen that aspirin guy? Like, yeah. 
I know him. Throws the aspirin in the air, shoots it out. I like yeah, the cool. um, the bow and arrow guy who can shoot uh, lifesavers. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, that's I like cool. the bow and arrow guy who can shoot super super fast because he holds the arrows between his fingers. I don't like that. I- I'm more impressed with accuracy. He shoots three targets out of the air before at the same time. Like, like they th- they throw three frisbees and he's like bata bata bata. Yeah, I've seen him do that while jumping off a ledge. Like he exactly, can, he can like simulate accuracy. jumping off a horn. You're right, that is accuracy. Although I feel like it's almost like one of those dude perfect accuracy things. Like you no, know, it's, he's, he's like so excited. He's like, yeah, got it. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Was that take ninety three? Like yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe not. It depends. Uh, it's but hard he to is see. fast. His fingers. How would one fire it otherwise? He holds multiple arrows between his fingers instead of a quiver, and he fires at a, a super high rate of fire. Like. It's like bada 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 because he's just continually drawing back and letting go and hooking another arrow because between each finger is several arrows. Oh, and he so he's not shoot reaching full back power. Back. He kind of it's more like Legolas esque. Yeah. Faster than Legolas. Faster than that. Okay. They actually put they, Legolas they... next to him and he outshot a movie character. Yeah. You know what? I'm putting that fictional elf way above anyone in this world. No, he's fat. He's literally faster. He is faster, he although the fictional elf, elf seems to be able to hit eyeballs <laughs> from, like, a football field away. Yes, but we're just talking about speed. This guy shoots faster than Legolas. Does he slide down stairs on shields? And He he jumps off guy? of ledges and does 360s while he shoots sometimes. Ooh, Ooh probably not at Helm's Deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks more like a YMCA. <laughs> it looked like it was a high school basketball court or yeah. something. Yeah, with, like, pads and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> No, it wasn't Helm's Deep. <laughs> Probably not a Helm's Deep. <laughs> it wasn't at the gates of Mordor facing down. It was not. <laughs> no, not at all. But, um, but he is faster. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. You'll have to send me a link but, to that. But yeah, you will be able to shoot stuff out of the air. It, it's, it's, just, it's, fucking dirt. it's so fucking easy, man. I promise. It's, 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 it just is. It, I think when you see like the targets, like I said, we'll, we'll throw the target over the water, you'll shoot at it, and if you hit it, then you know you did it right, and if you miss, you'll see the shot hit the water, you'll be, oh, I was three feet behind. It, it, it really fixes the whole learning curve thing. So, I have a, a whole new topic with an awesome segue. I don't, I don't really have awesome that. segues. Yeah, I don't do that. <clears throat> HOV lane. Do you guys familiar with this? Sure. High occupancy vehicle lanes. Uh, typically, if you there's there's some roads in America where if you have extra passengers, they let you use this extra lane. And the idea is to encourage people who um, you know, to carpool, right? So if everyone has their own car, it gets clogged up, and we use too much gas and stuff. But if yeah. you uh, if you carpool, then you you get the bonus of passing all the other traffic who's, who's congested. So there, I found some cases of people who tried to get around the system. Now in Arizona, <laughs> they defined unborn babies as people. It was like this big thing. And then suddenly, like, like if you murder a woman who's pregnant, you could be found guilty of like double homicide. And this woman was in the HOV lane. And she said that uh, because she had an unborn child in her womb, that she was allowed to, con- to drive in the, uh, the the occupancy vehicle lane. But a judge subsequently ruled that as an individual under Arizona traffic laws, they must occupy a separate and distinct space in the vehicle. And therefore, um, you know, she wasn't able to use the HOV lane. They should have fined her for not having the child buckled up. <laughs> <laughs> or um, being in a car seat. 
There's another one. Hold on. So another guy had his own ideas. His thought was that since a corporation is now a natural person and, and corporations are defined as people under the law and then they're allowed to like, you know, contribute to political or political figures and stuff. He actually took his um, his articles of incorporation and put them in the passenger seat and buckled them up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit, I have mine in the car. <laughs> yeah. And, and he put, <laughs> so he buckled up the seatbelt and everything and, and uh, he, he said and then he got pulled over and he tried to to uh, to claim the articles of incorporation as a separate and distinct individual under um, this looks like it was California State Vehicle Code. But the judge threw it out. He said that common sense says carrying a sheath of papers in the front seat does not relieve traffic congestion. Are you purposely yeah. blinking, or is it just happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm doing this. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I move the camera closer, and uh, and, I, and I move my face a little closer, so I've got more control now. <laughs> you wow. Open Hills. your mouth wide. And your eyes. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You can't get a wide mouth, though? Because I know the character uh, does it. I'm opening my mouth. It's not doing anything. I, 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 I. <laughs> there we go. A little <laughs> bit. A bit of tongue. Oh, there we go. Nice. Looks so happy. <laughs> oh, epic. <laughs> Just in a state of like euphoria right there. All right. Do we need a whole new topic? Sure. Yes. If you could choose something that the oh, opposite... one moment before you do that, I have put a mannequin in uh, in my uh, in my seat and thrown like a like a hooded sweatshirt and a hat over it like it's sleeping and rode the HOV lane before because oh, it looks wow. like a fucking person. You know, if you, if you don't if you just have the torso up, you've you've got the head, dude. It looks like just like a fucking person, just like a, like a dude sleeping in my car. My brother I was terrified did of being pulled over. My though. brother huh? did that. He he um. He bought a blow-up doll, and and basically it was, it you know the toy that you jump on with a little handle, the bouncy balls. Yeah, it was about mm -hmm. the size of that, but it had a Ronald Reagan head on it, and you could strap <laughs> like you could put the seatbelt on it, and and put it in your car. And this is a long time ago, and my brother, uh, my brother had that, and it would look like he was riding with Ronald Reagan in his car, and uh, yeah, he. Went, I don't think he ever got a ticket for it. Yeah, I was always afraid I'd get pulled over because, you know, you got some splain in the duel. It was going to be bad. They were, I was like, this is uh, this is bad, huh, officer? Yep, sure is. Like, it's it's going to be bad, you know. Maybe I could just, I, I, I don't know. It would be obvious what I was doing, too. But the right. thing about Atlanta is they have this peach pass bullshit, and I'm really bad at doing paperwork. Like, I always procrastinate paperwork in particular for some reason. I hate doing it. And, like, all I had to do was fill this form out and put my car's name and number and everything and, like, pay, like, $5 a month, and you get to ride the HOV lane for, like, most of inner Atlanta. And it's the, usually the faster lane, but I didn't do it. And it's, just, it's called Peach Pass or some bullshit. And they got cameras that take a picture of your license plate and send you a fucking ticket if you, go, if you drive in that lane. So uh, that, that's taken over most, most of the HOV stuff around Atlanta. That's interesting. So it's pay to win but driving. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, not that many people apparently pay, and it's usually a fast fucking lane. So it's it's it's. I love the idea, right? You know, it's it's my kind of shit. But I was just mm -hmm. too fucking lazy, and I still am. Like I'm gonna say this right now. I drive in Atlanta all the fucking time, and I don't have one. I'm gonna do that shit. I got to. 
You I've need Adderall to Kyle to get on it. Right? I never thought about it like a pay-to-play thing. That's oh, a it's... really apt analogy. Yeah, I like it. And, and you know, obviously emergency vehicles uh, drive in it too, but whatever. Atlanta actually did something smart for the first time with the traffic the other day. They uh, they raised the speed limits on uh, one particular road to from 55 to 65. Because the thing was, it was 55, but it was like a six-lane highway where people drove 80 consistently. Yeah. And it made no sense. And there was this, um, some college students once did this experiment where they got in a six-car wide lane and they sl- all slowed down to 55 miles per hour and they locked fucking traffic down. <laughs> it became a news story. And they were like, all we're doing is driving the speed limit. Like, that's the maximum that we're allowed to drive on this road. And that locked the thing down. So think about how stupid your, your speed limit is. So now it's 65. So everybody still drives 80, but at least they're not going 50, not going and, like 30 you know, over. In my opinion, maybe 80 is a little quick. I don't know the road like you do. Maybe it's appropriate. But that a lot of times 75 and a 65 is about yeah. right. You know, sometimes if it's 65, I specifically set it to 9 over because I have this notion that the like alarm and the police radar set the 10 over. Like, yeah, I catch everyone 10 over. So I'll be the 9 guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my master. That's how they get you. That damn 9 guy knows our tricks. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally what happens in my head. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I usually get they have a, 14, they have a radar and it beeps when someone goes too fast. So they don't have to look at every number manually. They can kind of just zone out and then like, whoa, wait, what? And I don't know where that beep is set. I imagine it's being set the 10 or 15 over. So I go nine. I go nine. I get them. I'll get you someday, nine guy. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> someday right. Someday you'll slip up and I'll be there. <laughs> I love but, that, uh, that Simpsons uh, little credit where like, uh, Chief Wiggum and and, and uh, Deputy Lou are in the police car running a speed trap, and Homer goes by doing like 180, 150, 180 miles an hour, something insane like that, and the thing goes beep 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 beep, and he's like, "Holy shit, sir! Should we should we go after him?" He's like, "No way, Lou! Someone going that fast got no time for a ticket." <laughs> <laughs> I was in traffic court once, and I, I lost my other train of thought, but I was in traffic court once, and the guy got busted for going 130, right? Yes. So I'm watching like case after case go by. And uh, you know, it's like, this guy did this, this guy did that, some were parking, whatever. And um, then this guy comes up, and he goes in 130, and, and two things were remarkable about the case. One is, the judge kind of like leveled with him. He's like, look, I see a lot of traffic cases every day. It's my job. But I don't see a guy going 130 every day. You really need to stop this, because you're going to kill yourself or somebody else. 130 is just not okay. And it was like, whoa, that kind of sunk into me. The other thing was this. He hired a really pretty lawyer. She looked like a young Sandra Bullock. And you could tell, like, the judge was flirty with her. And at one point, as he handed out what to me seemed like an unusually light sentence, he told him that he was lucky (laughs) that she was his attorney. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what he got? No, but it was like, like they knocked it down to like a couple of points and he didn't lose his license. Like beyond Did, that, I don't remember. Did he serve a fine? No, no, just a fine and, and some points okay. on his license. Do you remember the nature of the fine? Like 500,000, two grand? Nothing like that. No, no. Like they no. knocked it down to as if he was going 20 over or 15 over. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. They could have. They could, they could, they they, should, they could have and probably should have just taken his license. Right. I think under the law they can't. Under most state laws they can and uh, I know in Georgia they've got this super speeder law where, like, if you're going 
it's not even much. It's like 20 over, I think, they can snatch your license. In like, North Carolina, like, I forget if it's 15 over or more than 15 over, but that's like the breaking point. And, uh, yeah. and if that's the case, but it has to be multiple times. Like, apparently the dumb thing to do is just do a, um, I think it's called a prayer for justice or something like that. And um, they'll just flat out not give you a ticket. They're like, you know, I'd like to do a, a, a plea for justice or a prayer for justice. And they're like, okay, mulligan. We'll get, but <laughs> if we catch you again, and, wow, your character freaked out. He's so happy at the mulligan. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of a mulligan. They have a like, mulligan, like, yeah. And I law. think you basically get nothing. But if they catch you in like the next year, you're screwed. Like super mega screwed, lose your license, whatever. It doesn't matter if you go in one over. It's a terrible thing. So it's generally considered bad. You're supposed to like hire an attorney and have them talk it down and not do a plea for justice. But I've never had a ticket in North Carolina, so I'm not sure. Wow. But my friend I had didn't a bunch. Know you could do shit like that. A plea for justice. Like it's Game of Thrones and he's <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to trial by combat every now and then with some of these speeding tickets. My insurance is off the chain. Yeah, oh. with some of these fat short lady cops, I'll battle them to the death to get out of a ticket. <laughs> okay, anybody want to guess how much it costs for a for 28 anybody want to guess what it costs per month for a 28 year old white male to drive a super sport Camaro per month yeah see I think it's not going to be as high as I'm guessing but I'll say 250 160 uh, I don't have an opinion because prices to drive cars in the UK are Three hundred and thirty-three dollars a month. Wow! Huh? Who's your insurance company, dude? <laughs> that's 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 the best rate I'm gonna get. See, is that good or bad? Is that looked on the really bad? High. Is it? Well, I pay for like America. for oh yeah, in UK it sucks. I paid like four thousand pounds for my insurance on my first year driving. So four thousand pounds in in dollars is what seven grandish uh, yeah, yeah six seven, seven grand first year and i was driving a sh like a crappy randall clio which is a you, oh isn't you mute yourself when you type oh do i oh crap sorry <laughs> i was driving a randall clio that's what i was driving i, I don't know if you guys have heard of that no, no. we drive men's cars <laughs> yes <laughs> that's that's the one thing i noticed i was when i was in america from um for Mancon last year, uh, I noticed the cars were just so different. Cause I mean everything was different on the road. Like I never seen a car that I saw in the UK over there. It was such a change. Mm. It's crazy. I drive a lot bigger. I think my insurance is probably eight hundred bucks a year, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This it's it's quite absurd. Um, yeah, it's it's from speeding tickets. Um, from about, I think they come off every three years, and I think by this, I think by January or February of next year, like two of the big ones come off. Because um, when I first got that car, it was very difficult to stay under the speed limit. It literally was. I, I, I would just be, I would zone out, and the next thing I knew, I was going 80, 90 miles an hour. I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's not a race car or anything, but it's, you know, it's 460. So Is it a Camaro Supersport? Is that? Do I have the right? Yeah, and I've. Yeah, and it's a minor alteration, and it's 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 fast. Yeah, and it, I'm telling. So I've how fast have I been in it? One sixty? Am I uh, exaggerating? We going, no, that was we were going like one thirty-five. Okay, all right. I, I it doesn't feel go, like it, that. You, mm -hmm, you, not you at observe all. that all the other cars are flying by, you know, like, or you're flying by all the other cars, 
but inside like there's no like shake or, or sense of like fright or urgency or anything it just it's humming along at 135 ish it's it's a really like in my truck if you if you start to threaten <laughs> three digits right like it if you're in the 80s or or you know 90 something then it like the whole thing is like like you know it's all a little bouncy it's it's a little bit squirrely and everybody knows that they are in the edge of the performance limit of the best truck painkiller already has ever seen kyle's car on the other hand at 130 140 it it it's just kind of casual except for the fact that you have to dodge the other traffic yes which i enjoy greatly i guess it makes sense if it's that expensive if you're going 130 driving around but that's still oh but that's not what i know oh no i've never gotten caught like that my my, my speeding tickets aren't aren't like that they're like 14 over um like 12 over um i ran a stoplight one time like right at christmas and it was one of those deals where like it was either either, like slam on the brakes or roll through a yellow light and i hesitated tapped the brakes and then so when i did roll through it i rolled just a a fraction too late and apparently I, i you know i did that number where you like Looks, I looked straight up through my sunroof to see what it was if it was gonna get me, and it turned red while I was directly under it. And this cocksucker pulled me over, and it's just like, come on, asshole! You know who I am? Like, like all the cops here are nice to me. Like, I, I shoot with you guys. Like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> and he wrote me the damn ticket, and like he got fired not too long after that. And it had nothing to do with me, of course. It's, it's, that would be absurd to say, but he doesn't work there anymore. Is all I'm saying. I it's speed asshole. constantly. But it's always the kind of speeding that, that no one fusses about, right? Like nine over, I'm not changing lanes very much. I'm, you know, I, I feel like I'm in the top 10%, like based on how many cars I'm passing versus past me. But um, I don't know. It's just always chill enough that no one pulls me over. No one, it could be the type of car I drive to, like, you know, a pickup truck just rolling along a little quicker than average. No rapid lane changes or silliness. It's all. I haven't gotten a ticket in, in years now, though. It's been, um, <clears throat> it's been, it's been two years, I'd say, since I've gotten any kind of a ticket or traffic stop. It's yeah. just, I, I had to you've learn. You've got a twofold, threefold. One, you're young. Two, you drive a red Camaro, and yep. three, it's easy to extra break the law, right? Like, like, like you said, when you first got it, it was hard not to go ninety, just because you find yourself there by accident. Whereas in my truck, if you're going 90, that was no accident. Yeah, <laughs> you my, did that shit on purpose. Any you were planning it for seven minutes. <laughs> like I've never gotten a speeding ticket in my truck. I've never gotten a speeding ticket in my fucking Volkswagen. Like I've never gotten one in uh, Kitty's fucking uh, little turbocharged car. Oh, like does she drive happen. that? I do. You do. No, yeah, she hasn't. She won't go get her, li- her license. All right. So make your character wink if she sometimes drives it. She can't drive. Okay. Yeah, that was part of it. <laughs> she bought that right before she lost some mobility. Yes, that too. Okay. Is that part of the... I don't know if I should be asking this. Is that part of why she doesn't drive? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we need a new holding topic? Awesome segue. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Uh, we never even got Kyle's uh, menial superpower. By the way. Ooh. So what counts as a so, oh, yeah. so what's the question? My like as an example, my superpower was that I would know beforehand what kind of handshake a black guy was coming in to give me, whether it would be oh. like a firm handshake or a black guy handshake. My superpower yeah, how many was I can there? recharge chargeable devices while I use them. My favorite superpower I saw online was that person was a Wi Fi hotspot. 
Well, I don't know if mine is going to qualify. I guess it's kind of hard to think about. Um, I suppose I would like it. Let's see. Um, Just can't be that powerful. Yeah, a menial superpower. What if my urine was was tasty and healthy to drink? Ooh. It's more of just a unfortunate coincidence than it is a superpower. <laughs> you, your your I, superpower is diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have really sweet tasting pee. Tang. What, if, what, what if I had the ability to basically be one of those Coca-Cola machines that um, do all the... the <laughs> 50 different flavors. What if I could urinate that? <laughs> orange Fanta? A this is incredible, machine. Kyle. Yeah. yeah, if you want cherry orange Fanta, I can urinate that for you. What if that would be my superpower? I just you work like, like your eyelids and testicles in the proper way and get and like... you'd all want to taste. <laughs> you'd all want to taste. Because I can do cherry here, motherfucker. That sounds brilliant. <laughs> that's mine, that's mine. So I have a story. Um, okay. So I went to this guy's house um, that, that's kind of a casual acquaintance. I'd never really stopped to talk to him too much. I just worked with him. And, um, and he's like, hey, you want to hang out for a minute? And I was like, yeah, sure. So we're, so we're hanging in his basement or whatever. And we're, we're, we're sitting on the couch talking, swapping stories. And um, he, 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 he shows me his, the thumb on his right hand. And uh, he talks about how he had a really traumatic injury there where he lost the use of his thumb for some time. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa start from the beginning. He was, he was like, but that was just the beginning of like this four-month um, period where it was the worst four months of my life, and he's, he's like, I was like, we'll start from the beginning. Tell me this thing from the beginning. I was like, I, I like I like stories like this, and I thought I would like it, but here's how it started. So this guy's low income, super hardworking guy trying to support a family, um, and so he's working as a roofer um, up on. He and he get, he told me what the pitch was. It was like a 12 degree pitch or something. It was a very steep roof, and uh, there was this long piece of tin, like metal roofing, that was about three feet wide and 20 feet long. On the top, it had been cut across by like a hatchet or something, so it was very jagged and sharp. His partner was a guy who was really messed up on drugs and hadn't slept in a few days, really fucked up on the job. And, uh, and so he's at the top of the sheet of metal. The partner's on the bottom, and, he, and um, without warning, the partner on the bottom shoves it to the top with all of his strength and pins this guy's hand between that sharp, jagged steel and a, a chimney. And it did it in such a way that it sort of began to separate his right thumb from the rest of his hand and he he heard and felt each tendon in his in his arm being cut and he said it sounded like guitar strings like ding 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 as each of them were sliced he's like but it was much faster than that it was like as they were all cut and 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 from from the next uh uh for a good i think 2 years it took for him to regain full use of that thumb um through over the course of three different surgeries um, so, but but meanwhile, not very long after this uh, this thumb incident, he uh, he had gotten a new job in a new state. He was like, you know, that old shit was bad for me. New job, new state. Go, goes to Tennessee. So he's in Tennessee and he's working. Um, so did he have his thumb surgically repaired at this point? No, he's had one surgery, but it's failed. He still does not have use of his right thumb. Okay. Um, at this point, so he's moved to a new state, working a new job. And um, he's thinking about buying a racing four-wheeler. So he goes to this guy's house who's selling this racing four-wheeler, and uh, it's nighttime, so it's kind of dark. So he goes out and he sits on the four-wheeler, and uh, he starts it up. He's revving it up, and he's sort of like, you know, slowly ex- increasing the RPM so he can listen to the engine and see if there's anything wrong with it or whatever. What he didn't know was that the uh, the cover was taken off the side, the sprocket cover. 
um, oh. and, that, and, and, and these racing four-wheelers use chains um, that run through sprockets that are, you know, these sharp pointed gears. And his left hand is sort of on his knee, which is, and his, and his left foot is sort of up on the, uh, the front left fender of this four-wheeler. And so it's sort of dangling in, a, in sort of a crotch-like area beneath the gas tank of the four-wheeler, very near the sprocket area. And at some point he shifted his weight, and he said he just felt an incredibly horrible pain. And he, this is his left hand, mind you. Uh, and it felt like his brain was being electrocuted, and his, his, he just felt like a wave of, of, of pain move up the, his entire left side, and he heard a noise in his left ear that sounded like a siren that was just screaming a high-pitched noise. Because what had happened was three of his fingers had went into the sprocket. One of them had just been sort of ripped apart, the fingertip had. Um, now the cuticle is on... There's two cuticles on the right side of his finger. Um, it's difficult to explain. It looks okay at first glance, but when he showed it to me, there's two cuticles on the same side. They're just double long not, instead of double wide, if that makes any sense. It's hard to explain. On his middle finger, the fingertip is gone. That was the one that went directly into the chain with a sprocket poking through it. The sprocket hit the middle of the bone on his middle finger and just destroyed it. Um, keep in mind, his hand made a full rotation in the sprocket before it came out. His third finger, it was ripped apart pretty good, but it healed quite well. It was like, it's all good now. But at this point in his life, both of his hands are mangled. So even with the mangled hand, yeah, he, even with the mangled hand, he, uh, he gets a job a, a couple months later. Um, and it's hard to explain what he was doing, but um, he was working with concrete substructures uh, and part of the job was hammering these steel spikes into sort of moist-ish concrete. And uh, so he had one hammer um, on the, the, the workpiece, and he was hitting it with another hammer. And he hit it at, at the wrong angle. And in case you don't know, that's hardened steel. And when, when it chips, it can be extremely high velocity. It's a weird... Uh, weird thing because of the the construction of the hammer that it is used in in, in high quality hammer the, the quality of steel that's used in high quality hammers. Anyway, the claw of the hammer exploded off of the uh, the hammer, penetrated two shirts, and went so far into his uh, rib area that they thought it was a gunshot wound. He um, it hit him and it knocked the wind out of him. And his partner was standing next to him. He was and he he was like, you know, something hit me. And he's like, yeah, something did hit you. I can see all the way to your under your red undershirt. He's like, I'm not wearing a red undershirt. And the blood just started to swell and swell until it was soaking his pants like completely. And like he still had the pocket knife that he was wearing that day. And you could see the blood stains like in the gears and in the grid on it, where like everything on his right side was soaked and there was so much blood. That was a four month period in his life. Three different states. Three different tremendous. Traumatic <laughs> injuries, and I was just like, "All right, man, I got to get the fuck up out of here. I've got to go. Um, <laughs> you are bad luck." <laughs> that guy like, just like needs that. to sit inside for a while, right? And mellow out. I, and and he I, and he told me that because his hands were fucked up, he couldn't eat as well, and he got really depressed, and and he lost like thirty pounds. And this guy weighs like a hundred and hundred and ten pounds right now. So I'm imagining he must have been like a Holocaust victim. So, so, Mitch, if you're out there, I hope you don't mind me telling your story, man, but that was the worst four months I've ever heard. I totally thought where that story was going was like, you know, oh, yeah, first this guy mangled his hand in a roofing job, and then he mangled his hand in an ATV, and then you repeated yourself. I mean, even with two mangled hands, even with two mangled hands, he still manages to work a shotgun better than Woody. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be where this... Oh, you know, that's the thing. Um, one of the cool things about him, he showed me, he, he's like... Because he mentioned the way we got on the topic of his hands being kind of fucked up was that he had bought a Glock pistol and he'd been practicing really hard to get good with it. And he showed me hundreds and hundreds of spent shell casings that he'd piled up practicing learning to shoot again, you know, with his hands. So, uh, but that, that was the How is he coming along? Is he a, like a competent shot yet? Um, I don't know. I saw his targets in the backyard. They were all shot to shit, so I guess he's hitting something. Well, for okay. someone with a bunch of replacement fingers and just ragtag groups of spare toes from dead kids. <laughs> Is he doing all right? <laughs> oh, God. He told me that, too. Like, uh, I told him that, that I had burnt my... I was telling him about my hand-burning story when I lit the uh, balloon that was full of acetylene gas with a lighter, and it, it did second and third-degree burns to the back of uh, one of my hands. They had to scrape all the skin off, put this artificial skin glove on, and it was better in seven days. But um, How old were you when that happened? Um, ninth grade of high school, so like 13, 14. Can I interrupt? I'm sorry, I know you get... That's sure. one of the few stories I hear of awesome medicine. I'm always hearing about how medicine is so advanced and how wonderful it is, etc. Yet, by and large, when I hear about stuff they do, it's like sewing and hammering. Like, you know, oh, we're going to use pins, which is a medical term for nails, and, and like hammer shit back together and let it heal that way. That's what happens when you break a bone. We're going to sew shit like, oh, yeah, you got a tumor? No problem. We have, knife and, we have knife and thread technology for this. And then they just like cut the stuff and then sew it back together. And your body handles all the neat healing. But you, know, you put on like a fake skin glove that healed it in seven it was, days. It was incredible. Like, like my, my dad was like shocked by it too. Like, like if you had seen my hand, man, it was, it looked, I looked like a freak. Like it, it was like one of those things where it's like, damn, am I going to be like deformed for the rest of my life? Cause mm -hmm. this is this is bad. Like, I'm looking at my hand right now, and it reminded me of, like, Hugo Weaving's uh, prosthetic hand from, you know, the V for Vendetta movie when he's cooking the eggs on the, 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 the bread on the stove or whatever, and Natalie Portman comes out, and he, like, quickly puts his gloves on. How it was so red and disgusting. That's what my fingers looked like. They were just red, raw flesh, and you could just see straight through to some subcutaneous stuff that should have been there. And Prior to that, there were there were this these massive black, literally black because of the the way the acetylene gas burns, blisters the size of quarters and and much thicker, like so thick and full of like fluid and just disgusting. And it was like you know when when your skin's like that, I couldn't bend my hand at all. Mm -hmm. It was because it was so taut. And then even after like they scrubbed all the all all of that stuff off under a, quite a bit of morphine. Uh, it was um, it, the skin was still really taut even after it healed for maybe six weeks before I gained like full like you know dexterity again where I could bend my fingers. I had told that guy this story and I felt so ashamed when he repeated his. <laughs> I was like, "Look, man, I'm sorry. I said that thing about my hand. That's that's that, that you went through some bad stuff." He's like, "No, no, it's cool." I was like, "You just you just shit on my story big time, bro." <laughs> Yours is horrible. Yours is like a lifetime movie. Mine's just like a a, a two month period where I was uncomfortable and in a little pain. <laughs> oh, I heard um, oh, who is it? She wrote a couple of books. I think she used to be in SNL. Oh, God Said Ha. Have you guys seen that book? No. no. I haven't even heard of it. Okay. God Said Ha was... Let me look up who wrote it. It's a book by Julia Sweeney. Are you guys familiar with her? No. Okay. No. Uh, well, that's, that sounds a little familiar. Sure. Uh, I, I, it sounds familiar, but I, I wouldn't know anything about her. But the name sounds vaguely familiar. Yep. Uh, let me just in a second I'll Google like um I can't believe Stereo and Star is sixteen years old. I feel like such a shitty fuck. Oh, that's 
I don't know. She looked like a grown up, like on that magazine cover. Like she looked twenty. <laughs> she did. Shit. Uh, I'm just a few seconds away. I'm gonna find out like what. Um, so I think the listeners won't know her either, but they might know her by like the SNL characters she played. She played It's Pat in oh. SNL. Um, she she played yeah, yeah, Stuart Little. She was Mrs. Keeper. Oh, there was a um, Mr. Pat movie, I think. That was a terrible skit. <laughs> uh, she, I don't know. She was like, she's in 80 SNL episodes. She had, <clears throat> she had like a really long run on SNL and it's hard to go through her IMDb and like point out which one like, she's various, right? She'd be on several times a night. So it's hard to point it out. Anyway, that's her. Well, her brother got cancer and uh, she has all these like cancer stories from her brother. It's hilarious. Like, so he had cancer, and then they cured it, and then he got it again. And, and, like, I don't know if you know, but when you get a cancer, oftentimes they put what's called a port in you. And usually it goes, like, sort of right here in your chest, like right below your collarbone, I think. My brother had one and because uh, he had cancer. And um, so anyway, what he went through was dreadful. It was, like, a really long, prolonged chemo thing. And, and like, as soon as they made a little progress, then, like, two months later when they checked in again, he, he reverted and things got worse. And... Eventually, his port like dried up or became unusable again, and uh, and and she used to say like you know like what Jesus went through is nothing. Like Jesus had a bad weekend, right? Like he, he quickly died, and then a few days later he was fine. Compared to what her brother suffered through, Jesus had nothing, and uh, so this guy's port like stopped being functional so they like put it on the other side and then you know he had cancer for so long the battle was so drawn out it was so dreadful that the port dried up again so then the third location apparently for a chemotherapy port is your forehead and uh and the doctor was like you know what a lot of people really like you know the port on their forehead like it works out for him he's like trying to sell it because he's contemplating whether he wants a port on his forehead or death and um, and every time he came into the doctor, they'd be like, well, how are you feeling or whatever? And he's like, well, I love my port. <laughs> you know, it's really great. Oh <laughs> this thing, you're oh. right, Doc. It's been a big hit. You know, this port is fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. How big was the port? <laughs> it, it, like, picture like a faucet. <laughs> like, I mean, it, oh it's like God. a quarter. It, it's busy. Yeah. My God, I wanted his throat right there. It was really visible. Um, it was quite big, actually. Not nice to see. Yeah, who had one? Your uncle, you said? My uncle, yeah, yeah, he had throat cancer, and he had to get one of those in. Uh, yeah. So Dude, going back to what you said about Jesus, that he just had a bad weekend. Yes. It wasn't even that. Like, if you gave me that option, and it's like, hey, you can have a bad weekend, get tortured, but then at the end of the weekend, you get to be God of the universe, and everyone has to bow down to you, and your edicts become reality. Yeah, I think I would yeah. take that deal. That's a pretty fucking sweet gig. I'm gonna become mm-hmm. God. But this guy complains. Jesus, the complainer. <laughs> oh, oh my! Sit on the cross for three days. No, he didn't. He just had to sit in a tomb by yourself. Probably played on your phone. You had him back then. Just, uh. <laughs> didn't he have to wear like a crown made of thorns or something like that? Sounds yeah, yeah, he did. And now he's... I don't. Th- yeah, I think you're underestimating how churches. pokey it was. And they mm. whipped him with the, the 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 whips and stuff. Yeah, they got him good. Didn't you see Mel Gibson's film? Mm-hmm. About the Jews, I did. It was uh, he does not care for the Jews. He not does much. not at all, like not one bit. Mel Gibson no. hates the Jews so fucking much. 
it's impressive. I've never seen that kind of anti-Semitism in my in, in my life personally. Quite frankly, but I'd kick him off the show. Yeah, right. You mean he would really fucking <laughs> hate yeah, the Jews, though. Like some of those, you can tell uh, by by watching that movie that that he's got a lot of hate for those people. <laughs> oh, did you guys happen to see that 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 like uh, cell phone video of Charlie Sheen wasted at the Taco Bell park? Uh, yeah, drive-thru? I saw it. I saw oh, it. No, fill me in. Fill me in. There's not this a dude lot. Is sitting in his. Go ahead. It, it's short and sweet, but basically this guy is sitting at the drive-through Taco Bell, like getting some food, and somehow or another he notices Charlie Sheen's standing there or there, and he calls him over. Charlie stumbles through the drive-through, through like you know they've usually got it like got like these round stones around the building with some shrubbery or something. He like stumbles through that shit. Hey, bro, what's going on? He's got he's got his shirts all unbuttoned, like he's all disheveled, clearly wasted, and they have a little conversation, which it seemed a little shitty the guy uploaded it, but. I don't think Charlie Sheen cares. That's I think we all know that Charlie Sheen is probably somewhere right now stumbling through a fast food driveway, drunk as fuck. It's a little embarrassing, right? Like like Charlie Sheen looked back on his Tiger Blood days and said, you know, I was kind of messed up. That wasn't a good life, and and he'd rather be sober, right? That was like the takeaway. And it sounds like I mean, heck, just for his career. Like if I was, for example, producing a TV show or movie, and I thought about Charlie Sheen, I'd be like, ah, he fell off the wagon right now. You know, it's kind of a bad spot. Now, I don't think he did anything criminal, right? Basically, he was drunk while walking. Knock yourself out, right? You know? Yeah, he even had his bodyguard with him. It was it was clearly like a driver and everything. Like he was. Yeah, there wasn't anything wrong with. It. I I didn't think it made him look bad. I thought it made him look like a fun guy. It, it was clear that like drunk Charlie Sheen was just a cool motherfucker. Yeah, just yeah. Talk he, he came back there, shook that guy's hand, talked to him and his girlfriend. But he for a he was missed, like the, he was all disheveled, and his shirt was like torn open, and you could like see his like a big peck tattoo or something. Yeah, he was showing the tattoos off. He was uh, he did you know he didn't look his best for sure. He was drunk, Charlie Sheen. You know, it was it was probably <laughs> one a.m. at a Taco Bell. Okay, like this isn't Charlie at his best. This is just party night, Charlie. And uh, I'll be right back. That's exactly what I think Charlie thought party night Charlie would look like. It was disheveled. It was. A little rough. Yeah. Hey, bro, what's going on? Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, I've never had Taco Bell. I think there's one Taco Bell in the UK. Look, Taco Bell is so fucking delicious, okay? It's it's <laughs> the most delicious of drive through foods. You go there, you drop $20, you just start naming stuff. The more com- hard the name is to, to pronounce, the better it's going to be. Enchirito, please. Yes, extra grande sauce. Oh, yes, Crunch Wrap Supreme, like Gordita Crunch, Chicken Cheat. Chili, chicken chili cheese chalupa with extra cheese? Yes, absolutely. Mexican pizza? I don't know what that is, but I want one. Nachos but grande. Get the chicken extra, extra, extra large um, stuffed burrito with the shredded chicken and the grilled chicken. Make them mix that shit. Extra guacamole and rice. Get the seven-layer burrito. I can't even name all seven layers, but it's delicious. It's almost you know 6 a.m. right now. And you know I nothing about that. cheesy Fiesta potatoes. You know what cheesy Fiesta <laughs> potatoes are? Exactly what, what they sound like. They're tiny Fiesta potatoes covered with cheese and sour cream. Put some hot sauce on those things, stir it up. They're incredible. They're <laughs> what is a Fiesta potato? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a tiny roasted potato with, with like uh, Mexican seasoning on it. Party so it, Imagine like tater tots kind of, but they're like, 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 um, like home fries. They're like chopped potatoes sort of fried or roasted with seasoning on them and then sour cream and cheese on top of that. They come in a little bowl. We've also got pintos and cheese. You're going to order those and a couple of those Cinnabon things. They have these little Cinnabon bites, which are basically just like donut holes filled with like cream, when they're just delicious. Um, 
Some people like the Baja Blast, but I think you're just wasting your time. Just go ahead and get a Mountain Dew. Why yeah, you, you, know, you need hydration? Fuck you. That's what I did. I, when, I, when I was in the U.S. last year, that's the first thing I did. I went to the nearest grocery store. I think it was like a Walgreens, and I picked up just shitloads of Mountain Dew, like every flavor. I was, I was amazed because... I went into the Walgreens and they had like maybe seven, eight refrigerators. And here in the UK, at most you'll get two in a store. Like everything is so much bigger over there. What mic do you have? Yeah, I have a Rode pod- Podcaster. Oh, okay, gotcha. Look good. Is it job? Yeah. Had to know. Had to know. I've got a black and silver one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought you were using the iPhone uh, microphone built into the headphones at first when I saw you tonight. <laughs> oh no, that, that's a long time ago, like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, like a couple weeks ago, he literally used the. the wow. <laughs> yeah. So cool. we, we shipped him out yeah. a new interface and a, a pro level mic and and got them all set up. Yeah, this is cool. I feel <laughs> so professional. Yeah. Just, but they, but you should bad. see what they forced me to do over here. I bet. I, this isn't Patreon money supposed to be paying for this shit. Damn it! <laughs> that was before you missed it. Um, what do I have now? You you know you my setup. You have a Sure SM7B. You have a black Mackie Pro or something like that. Black Magic Mackie Pro, something like that, and um, that basically covers. It's on a road road yeah, boom mic. Road road boom mic arm. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. got a good setup. I actually have the same like- setup. Um, I actually switched away from your interface, though. I went back to the Serenger. Did you? Or the Behringer, I mean. Yeah, okay. I like it better. I, I, cu- I couldn't notice any much difference in it. It seemed to be more tinny or something with the with the other one. And with this one, I, I do have some control. With yours, I didn't feel like I had, like I had much control to mess with it really, if I really, really wanted to. <laughs> it, it's easy to go too deep. Knobs. Yeah, you're Of course deep. it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's why I keep it right here. Yeah. It's like right in the middle. Yeah, but I like this one better, and it look, and it looks more Radio Shacky, and uh, and I like that. <laughs> radio Shacky. Yeah, I got lots of knobs and buttons over here, switches and levers. Don't <laughs> you know, know when he first got it, I think he found it confusing, and now he likes all his knobs and levers. Yeah, don't know what most of them do, but I turn them and twist them, and you know. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can do some stuff. Yeah, I can drop some bass off and sound a little bit like that. I can drop some treble off and sound something like that. <sighs> So fancy. So I'm so jealous. Like the only thing that I can do with my microphone is drop the sound off and go like this. Instead, you can just get really quiet. Just volume. Yeah, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's See, the way volume. I handle microphones is the setting I got now that's working is yeah, yeah. it's, it's on. <laughs> now it's on, and that's what it's, it's going to be until this dies. It would help yeah, you get closer, Merka. You sound better when you get closer. Yeah, just a little bit closer. Oh, yeah, you like sound you really good. It. Maybe maybe it's the wrong stand. Maybe, you know, if you're having a hard time being closer to the mic. Maybe. Oh. It's because I'm sitting on a goddamn bench in a bedroom. I need a better place. <laughs> you should hold that thing like you're an angry like you're an angry protester or something. Just shout into it. I wanted to get you a mic. that You, you ever see Rambo when they're torturing him and they're, they're trying to make him tell that Murdoch guy that, you know, like read that confession or whatever over the radio? You remember this scene? Oh, I remember. So the Russian, so the Russian interrogator is holding him there. He's got the knife, and he's it, the knife's all hot, and he's got Rambo held down. And there's the big Russian bodyguard too, and he's making uh, Rambo go over the radio and like read this confession. And the radio is this old like Vietnam era era thing that you like can like grab onto, and he's like holding, he's he's like squeezing it so hard his knuckles are popping. He's like Murdoch, I'm coming for you, or whatever he <laughs> says. I wanted to get you one of those, and I just imagine you like shouting these insane 
tirades and ramp rampages into it, just screaming into it as you held it. But Woody said that we should just get you a microphone that worked, so we did that instead. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a great mic. It's it's the Shure SM58 or SM58, and uh, it is like the most popular mic sold in the world. It's it, like pretty much all those live performances. You know, people use that. It, it people who can get any mic in the world will choose that one. Um, really, it's just that reliable and good. It, it, it's been particular it's known for its durability like it sounds good and it's durable which is a nice combo for people who are on on the road it's only um, it's ideal for live vocals so can we expect some uh, murka acapella on the show yeah can you, you sing? absolutely can't <laughs> can you sing at all murka no i can't so it, it, i mean like if you did do like a few bars of woody the slayer go ahead bring it no, I want some share. I want to uh, give me, give me a, if I could turn back time. Classic, classic. Yeah, all right. Give me one of those. I'll practice for next week. I'll, I'll give you a little talk. Yeah, no, 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 no. Practice is not the PKA way. How about love after love? Come on. Classic. Come on, come on, Mark. A few bars, come on. I'm trying to think of a song that I know the words to. I haven't sang since I was like, if you I don't could know. turn How back time, twenty three. This could be what, your acceleration. What follows if you could turn back time? If you could find the way. Uh, if I could find my way. <laughs> all right, that's all you need to know. If I could turn back time. I, I, I don't even know how to sing. I just realized. Well, I, but I, I do don't it. know how to do, do it. it. That, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> how about a country song? Would you rather have a country song? Give me a country song. Um, <sighs> um, David Elko. Um, um. Oh God! Why are only the racist ones coming to mind right now? The ones that are completely inappropriate. <laughs> give me, give me a, a tactfully racist one. Okay. Um, uh, called like I don't know, N-word Jim and Huck Finn. I know a song that's like that. That's the worst part. Like a lot, of, some of them are. Um, I'm blanking out right now for a weird reason. I don't know why. Oh, how about this? Um, how about some Hot Rod Lincoln? So the lyrics are, have you heard the story of the Hot Rod race where the Fords and the Lincolns were set in the pace? That story is true, I'm here to say, because I was driving that Model A. I want to hear that. I haven't heard any of those things. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, so, what, you don't know any songs? Dude, I have, I, no. Christmas songs. I, I do, like, really good, like, wah, 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 like, dubstep. Oh. Acapella dubstep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa! All that, like I'm pretty. I think you've got a future. I was on your resume. There were, there, you listed that you had some vocal talents, and I'm just, I, I'm a little upset now. I'm feeling backed into a corner. I'm oh, feeling. Threatened. Oh, it's almost as though both of us have reneged on a contract or two. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you live in Boise, Idaho now. How yep. are you? How are you finding it? Thrilling, huh? I'm, I actually like it. Yeah, is it? It's, it's what's really there to do in Boise, Idaho? Because weird. we were at one point we were looking at like you know where we wanted to go with our next trip, and we and I was like, why don't we do one near Merca? And, and then they were like, oh, but wait, he lives in Boise, Idaho. There's but, so, everything outdoors you can. Well, we were gonna do the here. potato farming adventure, and we were gonna do Spud Village, and there was also some talk of going to Taters and Fries, <laughs> and we also talked about um, Big Jim's Potato Mountain Adventure. Um, there's the potato maze. There's potato mountain. Uh, it's sort of like Mount Rushmore, but it's potato heads instead. They get a little silly with it. Um, there's also potato and friends, which is sort of a variety show with 
as you can probably guess, potatoes. It's a it's a family. It's a little bit like the aristocrats, but more tamer. You could bring some fifteen year old kids, I guess. Fifteen year old so, kids, you'd like them, kind of like Steve Irwin's daughter. Yeah, she's sixteen though. She she wouldn't get to play in the potato thing. Nah, a little too old for you. Yeah. No, but it, it's got like, you know, it's in the middle of a <laughs> desert, and it does have potatoes. <laughs> Which it's really weird. They make a big deal out of it. It says it on their fucking license plates here. What does it say? Famous potatoes on it. In Georgia, it's something about peaches. Peaches. Right? Yeah. Peaches. Yeah, we're peach North state. Carolina. Missouri was just show me state. Dude, what'd you say, North Carolina? This is a garden show. I don't know what's on North Carolina oh, license plates. North Carolina is the worst. Here's the deal North Carolina is first in flight. And they take a lot of pride over the fact that the airplane was, quote-unquote, invented here. Do you want to hear North Carolina's contribution to the airplane? Yes. A windy beach. That's why those two fellows <laughs> from Ohio came here and flew their plane. <laughs> so <laughs> they were like bicycle inventors or mechanics or something from Ohio that had an idea on how to make an airplane. They, like, built it and prototyped it and whatever, and they were like, you know what? We'd have better luck if we had a really windy area so we didn't need as much land speed, and uh, and we should be able to, like, jump off a sand dune, and if anything goes wrong, it's soft. So they went to the windy beaches of North Carolina, and suddenly we invented a plane. That's It's not what it says. It says first in flight. Now, we're the peach state. There's a picture of a peach on our thing. Sometimes it says Georgia on my mind. But we didn't invent the peach, and we don't claim to. We just have some here. You had some flight there, and you were the first ones to do it, and that's all you're about. First in flight. I like it. I think it's I think it's legit. You don't see Ohio trying to be like, this is where they worked at most of the time. No, Ohio's license plate says, North Carolina bastards. <laughs> Actual first in flight. First in flight in mind or something. Like, what are they going to say? Yeah, you deserve that, North Carolina. You're first in flight. I think you're pretty generous. So I'm going to check out what the Ohio license plate actually says. Um, Ohio. I've seen one. I know what it looks middle. like. I can picture it, but I don't oh, know what it says. I don't know what their motto is. I know what it says. What does it say? Birthplace of aviation. Ah, <laughs> no. I can't believe that. <laughs> they owned it. Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. It says birthplace of aviation on it. Not stealing shit from Ohio. It's it and then there's all sorts of little words that like, like that like scatter around, like the heart of it all. North um, Carolina, steel, inventor state, balance for some reason, Lake Erie, but but prominently is birthplace of aviation. Oh, and here's another one where all it says is birthplace of aviation. Mm-hmm. Man, they're kind of wow. stealing your thunder. Well, they. Kind of made well, the lightning though. Back. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm from North Carolina, and I just feel like, dude, you, like, be the Tar Heel State or something, you know? Like, like, let go of the first in flight thing because you didn't really earn it. Like, if I came I, over to your house and, and got like the world's highest score on Guitar Hero: Fire and Flames, would you oh, be yeah. like, dude, we're the best <laughs> at Guitar Hero? <laughs> no. Clearly, I am. Uh, I don't you know, know I was, what um, show me state means. I I like to think it's places. perverted. I think so too. All those. I I, I can't recall what it is, but I want to I want to 
mention something. I noticed in Wings' video the other day, he was talking about having a hard time finding uh, shirts that were his size, that were cool. Right. We need to find him some shirts. He's going to buy them on his own or anything. I'm not buying him any shirts, but we need to f- discover where he can get some cool Fallout shirts, because I'd like to see him wearing some cool Fallout shirts on his on his vlogs. Yeah. He, I think he needs like a 5XL uh, like Fallout shirt. And all, I've been searching the internet, but all I can find is 3XL. So if anybody can find a link to it or something, but you know, let's help Wings find a shirt. So we can lose huh? weight into it, you know? Like, get him a 3XL. Oh. What's the <laughs> Like, how, how big that is it? Mean. I'm going to get the guy's shirt that he can wear. That's a Fallout shirt, even if i got to make it on Spreadshirt. But oh. gotta get, I want to get him a shirt. I'm tired of seeing that Thunder Buddy shit. Uh, when that I watch Snoopy it, one. on the internet. Yeah, yeah. One. yeah, yeah, we need oh, some new shirts he need, up there. He needs there. a Nuka-Cola shirt, he needs a Death Claw shirt, and he needs like a, a Resident Evil shirt of like Alice or something. So have mm-hmm. you guys been watching his videos aside from The Walking? Um, I, I watch occasionally one or two of them, but, but my thing is The Walking. I like yeah, to see I, I'm mostly about The Walking. Sometimes I'll see a title that's grabbing enough to catch my interest. Yeah. But yep. it's, it's The Walking. Are you talking about homosexuals or something? Like, yeah, you got to tune in for that. you got to know what Wings <laughs> is saying about about the gays or like you know buttholes or something. Yeah, there you was know, one about know um he knows what he wants in the next cod or something like that. Yeah, I was I like, that. oh, I'll watch this, but I, I don't. I walked away. I don't know what he wants in the next cod to be honest with you. It was a good list if I remember correctly. I just was don't remember it? what it was. Yeah, we watched it together. Call me crazy, but I think he'd be a great fourth mic. You know, add no. him back in. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, not for a long time. I'm going to have to see major change from Wings before I would even consider such a thing. Um, after what happened, a lot of people forgive and forget quickly, and that's a that's a habit that, that you um, that you get rid of when you get a little bit older and get burned a few times. So I, I hope Wings is on a, on a road that's going to take him to being the kind of person uh, that he wants to be, but no, not for the time being. Seems like he is. I've only watched like, snippets of like the walking videos. It's like, been like... There, but he seems happier. He does for the last like twelve or fourteen days. You know, it's 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 a little fast, and um, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how much I want to talk about. Like my issue in particular is that I f- I feel like he'd like say a thing or do a thing, and then I'd overlook it. And there's no apology or anything, just kind of a let time pass and forgive. And I repeated that process for years, and it's like, all right, you know, I need to know that. It's not going to happen again. You know, it can't just be 12 good days in a row or something, you know. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've considered it. I, I, I yeah. think Wings is very entertaining. I, I think I would love it if I could get entertaining Wings on here and he would he would be the kind of guy that I need him to be. But I can't trust that that's something he's capable of doing right now. And I'm not quite ready to forgive him for all the things he's, he did. Right. And then as, as, a, as a show member, they're like, he had some of the highest highs, but there are also a lot of lows. A lot of him, like I know I, they yelled at me for giving him a hard time for playing video games during the podcast. Come on, dude. You're literally playing games during the podcast, not paying attention at all. Surfing Reddit, missing shows, rescheduling, you know, in the last minute. Like there is a lot in there that, you know, the people who do work on the show covered for him for, you know, by like adjusting to his schedule or just filling up all the dead air that he would have left. Um, you know, that's so, yeah, he hasn't even asked to come back or anything, but you know, if it were to happen, it would need to be like, you need to see a whole new wings. 
I liked um, I liked I saw him say something the other day, and because I, I, I don't want this to be a wings beat obsession, I saw him talking about the lefty situation. He said something along the lines of like, whatever they offered him, I'd have snatched it up. Because you know what I'm getting, you know what kind of PKA money I'm getting right now? Zero. He's like, <laughs> working, and, and working with PKA definitely helped my channel, and uh, and I thought it was cool that he was very clear and honest about that, and and I I liked that he said that. Everything he said wasn't 100% positive, but that's what you get out of Wings of Redemption. You know, you get uh, pure, unfiltered flow of consciousness. And uh, and that's why he's so entertaining, and that's also why he can be so difficult to uh, to work with. Sure. Double-edged sword of evil. Yep. And entertainment. Yeah. I'm trying so what to... else do we have on the topic list, Woody? I was just mainly joking around about that. I didn't mean to. Stop oh yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks, Marco. Thanks, to... thanks. Yeah, but we, we I totally to... wanted to cover that as a topic. Thanks. So, uh, so I'll handle the topics right now, asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it's good we covered that because. Cause yeah, I think a lot of people had questions I want, about. I wanted to be known that no, right now it's. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, yes, I know he, he he had high highs, but he also had low lows, and there were a lot of issues. And I'm just not confident that those wouldn't repeat themselves. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If they ever are, it might be something that comes under consideration, but probably not. He, and it's easy to see, like, oh, day thirty-five, it's been so great. Yeah, don't forget, like, the first seventeen of those videos were actually pretty bumpy. Um, you know, and and yeah, Again, and, and that has nothing to do with it. I, I wish him the best of luck on his weight loss. Uh, yes, me too. Right, and I, I want him to succeed, things. but it, well, like, I'm uh, when it comes I, time I text, to like I, I, working with him every day, it's like, well, let's see him survive a bump yeah. on the road first because. You know, really, it's like now that he hits the front page of Reddit, now that he gets the boost, now that his like ratios are like 100 to 1, he's being nicer. Yeah, right. And I'm happy for his success, but let's see him succeed when there's a bump in the road because previously, yeah, it's, it's, whenever it's there was a bump, a, he'd attack us. Yeah, and it's not just a matter of, you know, hanging out with the guy. It's it's a matter of, of going into business with him. It's a matter of depending on him, and it's a matter of trusting him a lot. And... um and that's what you'd be asking us to do to to bring to bring wings back at a time like now. And I'm not there yet. Pyro Puncher. Hi. If you could choose what the opposite gender found attractive, what would it be? It's tough. Is this for like the entirety of humanity I'm talking about here? Uh, it like is. every female. Yeah. So what oh, do man. females find attractive in your ideal world? Let me try and think in this one. Has everybody else answered this before? No, no, no. I just, I just brought the topic up. Oh, my Perry gosh. Feet. I wish that Perry <sighs> will be heavily criticized. Perry oh, feet. I was going to say gray chin hairs. If women went wild over gray chin hairs, I'd be a god. <laughs> I, I'd be screwed, man. I can't even grow facial hair. Wait. It's like it's like a pube beard. That's what I call it. Like, it's so bad. Did you turn your camera off or just something? Oh, am I not on? I see oh, him. you see him. I don't. Oh, there he is. He's back for oh, me now. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's awful. Like, never been able to grow a beard or facial hair because it comes out awful. Uh, yeah, I can see that. So I shave it. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never be a real man, man. Maybe in the future, but unless mm. I come up with a beard transplant or something, that would be good. <laughs> I get that. Um. Oh, if women were really turned on by super fucked up sleep schedules. That would be me. Yeah, that, that almost be... six a.m. right now, man, and I'm not even tired. That's the thing. It's so bad. <laughs> what, if KD, what if KD ratios became a thing? Oh, if KD women love KD ratios, like Call of Duty, like if they, if they knew you had a high yeah. Call of Duty, I would KD completely ratio. stop playing. That was objective. 
like, like it was like they knew that. You, it, it was like, if, what if your kitty like equated to like a massive bank account or like uh, Tom Cruise looks or you know a Ferrari or, or whatever it may be that some that some girls might be attracted to? It was your Katie. Yeah, I'd never jump on a flag again. Oh my god! Yep. The girls love uh, tans prestige and black ops. Yeah, ghosts, absolutely. I, guess. <laughs> I didn't yeah, prestige you black your ops. Win loss ratio was like three. They just be, you know, you'd oh, have to mop the floor. <laughs> Sploosh. Just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. This is Our, a good question. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is uh, you can go. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there is a lot of ways you can go. You got another one, Kyle? Or a first one? Huh. Um, um. The hairy feet one next to work out pretty good. Um. What if you it were? Um, really maybe. Uh. Maybe taller guys. I'm. I'm like six foot two. I'm taller than most people, I suppose. And women do kind of like <sighs> yeah. taller guys. What if women really like guys with bad memories? Oh. Right. What, what if every time you fucked up a name, women were like, "Oh, that's awesome." Oh my God, he thinks Hermione is Emma Stone. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good one. Complete opposites. Um, I really can't think. I don't know why. But I mean, I'm a like short guy. Of, what if they preferred out of shape guys, and your thing was just to let yourself go and maybe not get obese, but like, you know, go to 225. Right, the skinny fat thing, big, right? 225 like, like, and hardly belly, any muscle. You mm -hmm. know, you got like a belly and maybe a little, maybe some man boobs, and you know, you're getting double chin, but like that's what chicks find hot. Wait, I yep. got one. What if yeah. chicks really dug a crooked lower tooth? Oh my God. Like if that was like the hot thing. Everybody was like hitting them with hammers to make them look like yours. <laughs> just, just chipping them. Like is it... <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. So are we all just talking about faults now? That chicks, <laughs> yeah, chicks like a uh, uh, hairy chest that came way too far up on the neck. <laughs> In the zone. Um. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of theories about what you do for a living. I think some people think you're the military, maybe some sort of secret spy organization. It's been funny to watch them uh, throw the ideas around. No, I, th I saw a Reddit comment. You got it right. What did you say again? What did I say? Yeah, I thought I thought you. you uh, said, didn't you say I was a pig farmer in Alaska or something? No, I didn't. I, I didn't reply to that, that at all. I'm uh, on Reddit. I'm uh, money everywhere. Money I think I might have agreed to one of the outlandish theories, but I, I don't. Oh. I, I don't remember anymore. Yeah, he's Vanguard. Vanguard and, um... yeah, I need to make an account. You don't have one yeah, at all. On Reddit. Uh, oh, I know what you're. Oh, so, so dude, make your uh, make your uh, username Owlman. Owlman. <laughs> Owlman. Yeah. Owlman. That's a pretty because badass name. Because I think you look vaguely like an owl with your eyebrows. So I think your eyebrows are super cool, and uh, <sighs> and I think you should go with that. Do you still have mismatched eyebrows? I'm looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fucking cool. Like, it's hard to pick up on his camera, but it, that eyebrow kind of goes up with, like, some extra hair, and it's white. It is not white. It is white. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's like There are white hairs. There's, like, a tuft of them. He looks kind of like Magneto a little bit. Um, <laughs> he, he's not lying about that. Yes. I, I, his mother crossbred with a skunk. He and has a helmet. <laughs> he has a stripe across one <laughs> eyebrow. I have seen him manipulate metallic objects with his mind. <laughs> yes. No, but if you you guys have ever seen that the potato chips called Wise W I S E and on the front there's an owl. Um, Merka looks a little bit like that owl, and I've always wanted so so Owl Man. If I, if you're ever gonna make a, a a new Reddit account for you, that's what I'd be. 
I bet it's not taken. Make it soon before somebody takes. Yeah, so you got till till like tomorrow to. Uh, yeah. Unless you gotta get gold goes up tonight. For those you know, Patreon, uh, uh, those Patreon members. Oh, I forgot about that. On Reddit, I got invited to uh, so Reddit called Top. Are you in that, Woody? I, I see you have a lot of karma. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I was never so pleased and so ashamed in my life at the same time before. Just for getting invited to that. I, I didn't know what it was. I wasn't sure if I was being invited because I had like YouTube stuff. But yeah, I am I am pretty much a Reddit superstar. I don't mean to make a yeah. big deal out of it, but I have a combined almost 70,000 karma, something like that. Wow. I have my five-year ticket. Um, and I, I am in... There's a 1% Reddit club called R Top, and I was invited to it. Mm-hmm. How many members has it got? I'll check now. Oh, it has 1,700, so... I mean, we're 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 in there, man. We're in there. Yes. So you are also a, a Reddit superstar. I am. I'm I'm approaching seventy k karma too, as well. Let me let me check, cause I actually don't know what my oh, actual count is. Let's see. Oh, I've I've surpassed seventy k. My mistake. I am at uh, seventy one something. <laughs> yeah. Seventy one just for writing comments. And links. Yeah, you know, suddenly I'm not proud of it anymore. <laughs> Almost <laughs> all my. So let me ask this: What's better, link karma or comment karma? I don't know. I don't, I don't know because uh, a lot of my of my a lot of my link karma is just like shitty reposts of links, whereas my comments they're actually mine. You know, like I've yeah. actually typed that. That's the thing. I feel like comment karma is based on how witty and or intelligent or informative you are, whereas mm -hmm. link karma is based on how lucky you are or possibly how hardworking you are at things you shouldn't be working hard at. But but you know, it, it, or the it, or the naked Im, injured links that you post in your gone wild post. <laughs> That's how I got so big. But um, oh, I think those are hilarious. But, but yeah, that your your comment karma is a reflection of what you have inside you. Your your link karma is a reflection of what somebody else wrote, and yep. and that's why I think comment karma is cooler. Absolutely. I don't have very much at all. I think I have like three thousand. Yeah. Also, Ooh. the PKA subreddit, like it, typically, if yeah, I, I post, post on PKA, everything gets in the double digits just because it's kind of yeah. like home field. Yeah, that's the same in the yeah. The Reddit's Minecraft. a scary place. Yeah. I'm, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm usually scared to stick my nose out there and and, uh, and say something about most topics. But a lot of times, and a lot of times, I come along so late. It's like I'll have a good story or an anecdote. It's like I'm just gonna be buried four thousand comments deep or something. Yeah. Silly. I uh, I used to love it. I used to love a lot of the the front page stuff and the top reddits, but it's just a lot of sarcastic comments now. And uh, there's some subreddits that are really nice, though, like some of the more moderated, smaller ones. There's really nice discussions, but I, ask Reddit for me now is something I'll look at when I'm taking a shit. You know, it isn't something I'll... Yeah. One of the ones that I'm most active in, aside from PKA, is MMA. And yeah. it was rated as the most negative and harsh and mean subreddit in all of Reddit. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's the most toxic wow. subreddit. They apparently used a tool to, like, find negative words, you know, like socks and die or whatever. And, and it's uh, it's number one. It is the subreddit for people who beat each other with their fists to bloody pulp. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense, I guess. Like, and, I remember... um. I don't. I hope he wouldn't mind me repeating this, but Joe Lozon lost a fight once, once ever, and uh, 
he was saying that MMA is one of the roughest sports. He's like, man, you know, you lose one fight in this sport and suddenly you're like washed up, you're done. The the fans come forward with, you know, the, the harshest criticism. And he's like, if you're a pro football player and you lose a game, well, people lose games. You know, baseball, heck, they lose like half of them. It's no big deal. In MMA, you, you're not on a five-win streak anymore and, and suddenly it's it gets over for you and, and the fans turn so harsh and... Um, yeah, so the MMA subreddit, I think, follows suit with what he was saying, that it's it's one of the toughest sports to be popular. Mm-hmm. But he does. For sure. It. I do yeah. go to the hockey reddit. That one's really good. Or Is it was it? during the season. I don't know anymore. It's just like the game day threads where like people just talk about the game as it goes is what I do. But I used mm-hmm. to have I like those. comment, though. I don't follow hockey like I used to. When I lived in Jersey, I could tell you every player for the Flyers, uh, what line they're on, and I could name every player who had been called up for the Phantoms and who had ever played, like you know, for that season. And, wow. uh, and I didn't see all the games, but I followed it so intently, and and I would have my own opinions on what line combos they should try and what would work and stuff like that. And uh, now I'm not that guy. I can't even name, you know, beyond like the fifth or sixth player for my local team. I didn't even know that the Flyers were your team. They were when when you live in South Jersey, you root for the Philadelphia teams. So I would I would root for the Flyers and um, and the Eagles. But uh, when I moved to North Carolina, like I'm kind of a homer, so I, I feel like every team deserves home advantage or home ice advantage, and, and like that, like I, I I hate to see a team get booed at home. So um, yeah, I root for the Hurricanes above all others, but I still have a soft spot for the Flyers. And uh, one nice thing about being a Flyers fan is no one calls you a fair weather fan. You know, like they haven't won a cup in like 30 some years, <laughs> maybe 40 yeah. now. So no one's like, you're only rooting for them because they're so awesome. No, no. it's Yep. No one ever calls a Blues fan fair weather. We've never won. <laughs> in 50 years. We won in the 70s with Bobby Clark. Like, I don't know if that name even <laughs> rings a bell to you, but he was the guy that led us. Um, the Hurricanes, on the other hand, we lost a Stanley Cup. And won a Stanley Cup last decade. So, you know, you two... won it in 05, right? Sounds right. Something like that. And like 03, maybe we lost it. So, yeah. but. Not going to be that bad this year, hopefully. How, uh, how, how deep are we into the show? Uh, a couple minutes away from our fourth hour. Oh, it felt like five. Or it didn't feel, I mean, I, I thought we started <laughs> at eight. Oh, I felt I like mean, so fucking long with you. Do you need one more topic? I mean, I mean, I thought my count was eight. Oh, yeah, definitely a new topic. All right. I hate uh, hockey with such a fucking passion. Dude, come on. Sam, Sam uh, for me, it's not covered. With the ice and the skates and the puck and the stick, they're all just unnatural objects. Oh, and then all the protective gear and the fighting and the... Pyro, do you like hockey or soccer? I love I love football, soccer. Yeah. But, it's got you know, ho- football. It's very simple. I, wanna, I get that. I want to look at hockey in the UK as soccer in America. Because it's very small here, but there's still a following, if you get me. Like, it's still, you know, people still go to games and stuff. It's just nowhere near the size it is over there. I just feel yeah. like when it comes to, like, sport coolness, hockey is way up there. It's full Dude, contact. People I, I, get I've hurt. People are aggressive. I really enjoyed it, but, like, on TV, it's just, it doesn't translate to me. Just I, the whole fighting aspect amazes me. Yeah, the like, fighting oh, aspect. Oh, my God. That's one of the best parts of the sport. A hockey yeah. to me is great to watch. I will agree with Kyle that for some reason it's way better in person. 
Like, I, it's yeah, excellent. It it's cold in there. You're drinking that $8 beer. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, like, when you can hear that puck getting slapped around, sometimes it flies in the fucking yeah. crowd. Yeah. It's better. You can feel the resonation when, like, someone hits someone else into the board. Yeah, when they hit that fucking wall. Really oh, my God. Um, yeah, you see, you see the move, you hear the move. It's not that far away. If you I was at a hockey game once. Now they have big nets that I, I think can almost always prevents this from happening. But back in the day, pucks used to fly in the stands sometimes. And uh, it was me, it was this guy, and this girl. Uh, it was his girl. And, um, uh, like, for whatever reason, even though we didn't have, like, really good seats or anything, a puck starts coming as, like, a line drive at Mach 1 straight towards this girl's nose, right? And it is, if, if you know anything about a slap shot, it was flat and it was hard, and it was zooming <laughs> at her face. And um, she wasn't, like, even paying attention. She's looking down at, like, cheese fries or something. And, uh, like, everyone in this in the arena just saw it, right? Like, like, it's on a fucking rope. Like, this laser beam of a hockey puck zooming at this girl's face. And um, the guy, now this guy was like, a, I'm going to call him like 60 pounds overweight. He was a computer programmer by profession, like a junior computer programmer and always like kind of slovenly. And just for this one millisecond, he was a goddamn superhero <laughs> because he sees the puck going at his girl's face and he goes, whoosh. Like that. Like he caught a mosquito in the sky or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he saved her life or, or whatever he saved from her. And then my job is just, you know, like, oh, my God, you just did that. You did a thing. And and that's one of my favorite hockey stories. Yeah, just, they had to put that awesome. up because someone died at a Blue Jackets game a few years ago. Yeah. It was a girl, too, like a young girl, right? Yeah. Can, can I say something? To... Killed her. Look, here's how I feel about sporting events. <sighs> I really like the idea of gladiatorial games. I think that they mm -hmm. should be reinstated under certain conditions with certain things going on, but I think that there should be a place where certain people are forced to fight to the death, and if they win enough, they get to go free or they get some kind of reduced sentence reward something. <laughs> Roman gladiatorial games. And, and in such a uh, scenario, the crowd can sometimes become part of the action. I like the I like my spectator sports to have as little separation and barrier between the the playing field and the fans. I think I would go to more NASCAR races if more often that car tumbled into that crowd of yokels. That would be fucking entertaining. If that if that number eight went end over end through like a, a through the infield of you know full of people sitting around on coolers and stuff, I'd watch more. I want more disasters in sports, and I think those nets shouldn't be there because if that hockey, that, you should be paying attention. You should know if hockey puck's coming, just like you should know if a foul ball's coming. I actually agree. Yeah, if you're gonna be there, pay attention. And yeah. if you're gonna die there, you know, sucks to suck. Should have been faster. Yeah, exactly, and it's a much more exciting sport when you do it that way. But I think the gladiatorial games will be especially interesting. I really hope that happens in sort of some sort of future apocalyptic <laughs> scenario. They could um, do like a pay-to-play thing where you can like adopt. An inmate, and you can pay to sponsor. Get sponsor him. You sponsor him. I've got his thing. Five cents a day to give this serial uh, rapist a uh, bat with a nail in it to exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Words right out of my mouth. We're looking for. So sponsored I've, by Louisville Slugger. Let I've, him swing. I've linked a video, <laughs> but I'm gonna flip through it as I show people just a little bit of what they can see in this thing. So, this is team fighting championships. It is 5v5 MMA, and what they do essentially Ooh. is they take, 
like YouTube stuff. No, I'm, I'm sorry. They take um, UFC stuff and bring it to the extreme. So the UFC has like ring girls. These guys have ring dancers. And, and, and they're wearing like G-strings and stuff. So I just found it in advance. If you go to 2.30, do you guys want to mm-hmm. pause at 2.30 and watch this with me? Sure. All yep. right, everyone, queue up at 2.30. Yep. And Pyro's ready. Kyle, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Taylor? Uh, Yep. Uh, that didn't sound convincing at all. Are you actually ready? <laughs> well, it was still loading because my internet sucks ass. <clears throat> all right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you're not lying to me this time. No, it's at 2.27. Can you get to 2.30? Yeah, we'll let you advance. Give it press play. Press play. Pray. And stop at 2.30. Press play. Yeah, it's 2.30. <laughs> All right. Ready, set, play. So check this out. I've turned the... These guys are angry. It's 5v5. And they're Ooh. all like different weight classes too. There's some heavyweights in here, some welterweights, some middleweights. And, yeah. and they're just... They team up 1v1, right? But what's going to happen, and I've watched like six of these things, is the moment one person is... De- uh-oh. Uh-oh. One guy's out. Now we're going to start 2v1 oh and gosh. bitches, right? They're going to start 2v1ing people, and they just wreck house. Team Grey is totally going to win, because once you get a one-man advantage, you just out people and start yeah. 2v2. They, they curb stomp people into victory. <laughs> all these fights are really Raining short. Raining blows down. Yeah. And they'll see a guy like, all right, who needs, it? Who needs an advantage? Here, let's whoop his ass. And eventually, there's always one poor <laughs> heavyweight getting 5v1. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's it. <laughs> Team fighting championship. It's a bad. <laughs> guy who held on. This is basically just the last guy to go down. Loses what did you say? The first guy to go down loses it for his team. Like yes, absolutely. First guy down thing. loses it for his team by far. I watched I watched one of these where um one guy had another in a guillotine. If you don't know that, it's um picture like the missionary sex position, but your arms wrapped around their head and you're you're pulling up on their throat. I think I did one to you once. Anyway, um but he's, he's laying on his back, which is why he was, he was in his guard. And uh, he was about to get the man advantage, but he was in a vulnerable position. And this is multi-man MMA. Someone else came along, soccer kicked him in the head. And then instead of his team going up a man, which was very close to happening, they were down a man because the soccer kicked down him. And uh, you know from there, it all falls apart so quickly. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, team fighting championship is pretty close to that. Red- oh, by the way, there's fewer rules. You can't hit in the balls and you can't bite. Is that it? Swords? <laughs> there's probably no weapons, too. But that, that's it. Um, in the UFC, there's some other rules, like you can't eye gouge, you can't um, uh, you can't headbutt. Like back of the head? There's some, you can't hit in the back of the head. Here you can. Um, there's another oh, 12 to 6 elbows is a rule. Oh, you can't kick down opponents in the head. You can kick them other places, but not in the head. So UFC has, a, has actually a bunch of rules. And this one, is, I think it's just headbutts and ball shots. Maybe eye gouges, I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I'm sure they prevent eye gouging. Everybody says no eye gouging. There's this, there's this story about this um, That'd be the back best in the old days, ever. the original days of the, the Greek Olympiad. Uh, there was this wrestler who was undefeated for like many years. And what he would do, he would, uh, he would get his opponents down and start breaking their fingers one by one so they had to take they had to they had to add a rule that said that you know no finger breaking because he, <laughs> he had sort of an arm lock that would allow him to break his fingers opponents until his opponent surrendered or gave Holy up the match. Smokes. And, and that was his tactic and, was, and he was just undefeated they had to change the rules 
Good for yeah, they, that, that's against the rules in the UFC. They call it small joint manipulation. You can break yeah. arms and legs and knees and stuff, but not fingers. Yeah, they're too easy to break. Mm. For sure. <sighs> there you go, folks. Finger breaking. There, successful strategy. I, I'm, I'm down for one more topic. Okay, mm-hmm. what's it going to be? Yeah, let's do one more. You save Obama's life and now he owes you a favor. What do you ask for? I no just want to be the He's going to want a freaking something with his 16 year old daughter. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I just want to, um, whenever he's going abroad, I'd like to tag along on Air Force One. You don't have to give me special treatment. Send me one Secret Service guy, give me a per diem, and let me just kind of travel around with him when he goes about the world. Then, I, you know, that's all I want. That's not uh, a bad fear, yeah. Not about it all. Maybe I get to write a little, write my memoirs, you know, me and Obama, the, the golden years. Mm-hmm. Um, Obama and me, I think I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> Obama and me. Wow, Kyle's is hard to top. I really like the travel with Obama thing. Uh, I think, uh, is, there any, is there any way for me to get into space with Obama's approval? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you yeah. can make that happen. I'd probably pick that. That, that. Like, if that becomes available in my lifetime, I'll probably bankrupt myself to do it. Like, it's, it's just available. something that seems so cool. It's 20, it's $20 million. Yeah, I'll keep saving, break up in the piggy bank. <laughs> or, or, you can, or you can go. You can do the waitlist thing for, you know, like yeah. know, several thousand. I need to make a new video, how to have $20 million in, like, 30 years or something well, like that. You can do Richard Branson style for much cheaper. I could just volunteer for Mars One and just not come back. Mm. That's probably a better idea. You know, they always phrase that question like, if you could go, would you go? And it's like, what, you think they're going to take you? No offense to you, but I think the big yeah. man of pr- Yeah. They're not taking me either. They're not taking any of us. Like, like, it, it'll be elite. Yeah, it's well, going to be some elite motherfucker. Like, he's going to be a rocket scientist, football quarterback, genius kind of guy. You know, I, I like, feel mm-hmm. like, well, Mars won again. He's at least going to be a scientist. Yeah, he'll be a scientist for sure, and he'll be really smart. But I picture them valuing brains over brawn. Like back in the for day sure. when like Buzz Aldrin went, they weren't a hundred percent sure they weren't like gonna wrestle space aliens. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know for sure they could true. be underground. Like they recruit from the Air Force, so you're already got some pretty physically fit guys. But if we yeah. were to go next time, like to Mars, I feel like they'd be okay. The skills we really need here are people who can like repair and jerry-rig equipment like the, the kinds of skills that a transatlantic sailor might have like all right if a diesel engine breaks in the middle of the ocean can you fix it you're the kind of guy we need we need scientists we need engineers we need i don't know math stem yeah i guess the stem stuff yeah and and i think you need to be fit but just fit enough like yeah you know like like me i'm fit enough you know they're not going to be looking for someone nope. who can uh you know, whatever. Succeed I disagree, in the NFL. man. With the zero, the zero gravity, the high speed stuff, the long, uh, you know, the long periods of time, weightlessness. They want it's to like ninety days. I don't think they, I don't the think weightlessness we've... isn't just like physical fitness; it's just your ability to stomach it. I think, like, cause a lot of people just mm. can't handle. Yeah, I think I'd be one of those. Who's the guy the who got really famous with the big mustache that sang? Uh, the yeah, that guy's cool. David Bowie song. Chris, Chris Hadfield. Yes, yeah, that guy. thank you. I would bet that in a physical fitness competition we're in the same league yeah but he's not going to mars he's floating around up, up there right now somewhere i bet they'd pick people like him yeah i i could you know thinking about it, i probably couldn't yeah. do it i was watching iss videos of them just floating around like that is your life for the rest of your life essentially floating 
Mars is weird though. We don't know yeah. what it would be like for a person. It's one third. It's uh, I think it's one third the gravity. There. It's it's. It's yeah. one third. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, I was thinking of it with space. Still, still yeah, spooky yeah. though. That would definitely yeah, be a space. Yeah, I I don't know. I'd cry. I think uh, I, I think space would be fun for like a week, <clears throat> and then it'd really suck because you'd be like peeing and pooping in bags. And like floating around all the time, strapping yourself down to something to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, never being able to like brush your teeth or take a normal shower. Um, That's what got me. Showers, like getting washed, you have to use little bags. I don't think you're getting laid too much up there. Um, no. um, yeah. And I bet it's well, real awkward when you start jerking it in space. Uh, what if they you invented bring a, a robotic blowjob machine? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, right? um, yeah. You know, I bet the views are beautiful, but how many times are you going to circle the earth? You know, you see it every day, all day. After a week, I'm good. I've seen it. Imagine enough. how judgmental the other people in the space station would be when they right? hit like the round. Like, like they've been there six round, months round, and they're like round. still, oh, the, the blowjob machine in space. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were going to say of like how I was like done with space after a week, how judgmental they'd be. No, no, no. When they hear like the, the, the me fire up the blowjob machine yeah. for like the third time <laughs> in two days, they're wah, like, Jesus, wah, Woody. Wah, wah. <laughs> I imagine it sounds like this. Wow, 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 wow. And it's like the faster it goes. Wow, 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 wow. They just hear you gearing up. There's no like convenient outlet to my bed, so that nine foot cord's going across the middle of the space station. And they're literally four feet away, just behind like some space curtain and like and like like six inches of wall, like. And they're just eating their like space food with like mouths open, staring at each other. They have to manufacture reasons to like leave the other astronauts. You want to go to spacewalk? They all go for a spacewalk at the same time. That'd be the time to get it done. Oh, you're a little bit off of your uh, projected destination. Sure. It looks like you're one masturbatory item <laughs> overweight. <laughs> there was some, I can't remember which astronaut, he snuck like a corned beef sandwich into space with him when they first went up. <laughs> he got in big trouble with NASA. I thought that was hilarious. If I went up, I'd do some shit like that. Like, remember Homer brought the potato chips? I'd totally bring a sandwich or something. You gotta have I one more. something better than a sandwich. What would you like, bring? All right, what we're going for six months. Better grab some corned beef. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't. That's not the, my pick. Yeah, that's just so, one food item you're allowed to bring. Sucks. What is it? Up to space? space? Mm. I don't know. What do you really want to? Br- well, that's hard, right? Like, like, like some personal item. Like, I don't know. Well, what's well, gonna be I worth to having? Myself, so I'd probably bring a shitload of cereal. It's actually pretty good. I'd, I'd eat cereal, cereal raw. I'd eat it raw. Like, what kind of cereal? I don't know. Something that can function as not only a cereal but a snack. Do they have cinnamon toast crunch over there? We don't. The best cereal we got here is something called Crave. I, I, I think you don't. I don't think yeah, you guys yeah, have yeah. it. No, I'm familiar yeah, with that. No, I, I shop at a British store. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar it, with that. Yeah, it's basically like coated sort of things with chocolate inside, and you can eat them as a snack. But yeah, you guys have cool candies. They're okay. Like I, I think you guys have awesome stuff as well. Oh, we do. Our, your chocolate's better. We got milk chocolate, which isn't even real. Yeah, I chocolate. do feel like America dominates the planet in terms of desserts. They do. You ever really been to? We have a place called the Cheesecake Factory. It's a, it's a restaurant <laughs> where they make cheesecake, and you can literally go and get an entire cheesecake where every slice is a different kind of cheesecake. Growing up, my best friend in the whole world was Yugoslavian. Now I guess he'd be Serbian. And uh, his parents used to bring back like Yugoslavian candies and stuff. So you go to his house, 
and you'd be like, oh, this is candy. They're like, yeah, it's from Yugoslavia, you know, try it. And it, it would like fucking suck. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like, this is like a meat. And they're like, yeah, we make candy out of like cow. I'm like, you guys are horrible at candy. There was another one where you ate the wrapper too. Like it was all wrapped in like gold foil and stuff. And, and it, like, I'm trying to like get the foil off the chocolate or whatever it was. And they're like, no, 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 you just, you eat the paper. <laughs> you know what I like? I like jelly beans a lot. That's one of my favorite candies. I like uh, I like jelly beans. Gourmet jelly beans are top notch. Yeah, I, they make this kind that are like the uh, the oddball jelly beans that you can buy. I don't remember what they call them, but they're like all weird, misshapen, like retarded jelly beans, and uh, and those are great. And I like like the uh, the Harry Potter kind where there's some weird ones in there. I like I love jelly beans. Hmm. Uh, chocolate, I yeah, uh, I like that chocolate too. with chocolate. I like I only like like really dark chocolate. Like it's like it's like seventy percent or something. It's a little too like bitter. Yeah, yeah, sort of semi-sweet. But like most American chocolate is, is all milk chocolate, like Kit Kat, Almond Joy, Snickers. It's all the same chocolate. It's like it's the better chocolate. chocolate. Nah, you but know what? I'll appreciate the bitter one every so it's, often. It's like literally I, welfare chocolate, just so you know. Like it's that's that's what milk chocolate is about. It's welfare chocolate. Well, it's like it the, is. It's like the people who prefer government cheese or potted meat. Sure, it tastes <laughs> good, but it's a low-class food. Yeah, low-class food. I tried the, wow. the dark stuff. It is. Oh, it's class. it's it's literally they made it. It's like welfare food. It is. I mean, it's low-income food. Well, yeah, it's too I chocolate. like it. I, you know, you, you know what? I'm taking this the other way. You're tempting me to try all sorts of welfare food. I'm gonna try some like stew made with random shit that they give out at homeless shelters. I'm gonna try. Oh, that's good food for those homeless shelters. I've been. I've been canvassing. <laughs> we should add it to the PK adventure. You know what? I actually thought of that. What if we like existed with homeless people for a while as a PKA adventure? Like oh, we, I, we I could go to LA like on Skid Row and and dress I'm the part. I'm, no, I, I'm not doing that. It could be Bums Night in. You think you could survive? I refuse to take part in that. Um, I'm not hanging out with homeless people. I don't want to get any diseases. I don't get pricked by any needles. The most I will do is humiliate one and take advantage of him for bums night out like i said in the subreddit i think i can do it for five thousand dollars anyone wants to co-produce you let me know <laughs> i would do it i would do it. i think that we should reconsider this i think that bums night Are in you is a good thing with the bumps yeah i like it that's no, good man. yeah that would I'll be awesome a screening process you guys should do it because half these people are fucking crazy are you yeah. gonna go live with the bums marka uh you know i'll, I'll power Will you go live with homeless people fun. on the streets while i film it Oh, like play with them? You will sleep with them, you will eat with them, and you will talk with them about the things they do to survive. Yeah, we should do it. And you, it, I, I, I wouldn't want to do it solo, right? Because like something could go wrong. But if there were like four healthy men or something, just like hanging with bums, then you know, safety in numbers. <laughs> with guns. All right, here's here's the only way I'll t I, I, I will film it. But I'm going back to the hotel at night, and you guys are going GoPro. Because I'm just not. I can't live with the homeless. But I know that I can't do that. I just know I can't be pooping in buckets and underpasses and, like, not showering for days and, like, still living in kind of a semi-public life. It's just I, 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 I'm, I'm too vain. I'm too uh, – I, I like my cleanliness too much. can't do it. So you wouldn't but, poop but, in a bucket for this show? 
Yeah. No, I, I I would poop in a bucket in the woods for the show, but like you're asking me to like live as a homeless person under an underpass somewhere in Atlanta for several days, I would imagine. You had no problem and living I, with a homeless per living as a homeless person in the woods, but living as a homeless person with other homeless. You're uh -huh. exactly. You're homeless phobic, really. No, 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 no. What I, what I am is like. <laughs> Remember what I, I remember we were in the woods at one point and I was like, we were doing something like building that, sh that shelter or doing mm -hmm. something like survivalist. And I was like, it would be so embarrassing if someone saw us doing this right now. Because, you know, we're, we're minutes saw us away. Doing it. <laughs> if, 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 you know, if someone saw us doing the survival type stuff, it'd be kind of embarrassing. In the same way, I don't want anyone to look at me and think I'm homeless. Does that make sense? No. Like, that's what they would think. I, it, it would it would bother me that someone had looked upon me and thought me to be a hobo. It, the moment I opened my mouth, they'd say, "Well, man, how did you get in this situation? And why did you get such no, good dental fuck care?" No, I've heard plenty of articulate homeless people. <laughs> I don't give a shit how they got there. They're fucking hobos. They had no friends, no family left, and they fucked their lives up. That's the that's the trifecta. That's how you become homeless. Bad things yeah. happen to them. Maybe they weren't their fault. A lot of those guys have mental injuries or or, or veterans. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying. Their life's fucked up. I don't want anybody to think that my life's fucked up. Yeah, but you don't just want to hang out. Yeah, I have the self-confidence to know that my life oh, is Oh, like fine. I said, I'll film it. I'll hang out. I'll film it. But <sighs> you, you guys are the ones that, dressed as hobos sitting next you need, to around like, the campfire. I need glasses with incognito well, cameras to... built into it. Dude, 1080p sunglasses. Look, you, dude, scruffle your hair and rip that shirt a little. You're homeless. Oh, please. I'm already <laughs> homeless. Look at my beard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, your beard is coming on nicely. Just get a bit of dye and you're on your way. Yeah, God, why would you die? It's perfect going gray. As yeah, I know. I think if you're going for homeless, I'm already on the right track. Yeah, don't show any maintenance. <laughs> Crazy. All I need to do is grow out the neck some more. I've set. seen. Um, remember? I don't know if you remember Seattle well, but but down by the do they call it a wharf, the pier, whatever the fuck they call it, the area with the water where all the restaurants are, okay. and the Ferris wheel and shit. All right, so like back a block from that. There's like a, there's an area where all the homeless people were, and it was almost like they had been driven there, like they weren't allowed to go to the tourist area below by the water, and they weren't allowed to go north toward where the hotels were, and they were just all there, and I mean dozens of them, like Dude, sitting dozens? on this sort of. When I did my um, I don't mean to be an asshole story topper, but when I did that uh, dance competition, there were like a thousand in a block. It that was Skid Row, and there was like I guess they were giving out <laughs> what something. What city was that? L.A. or yeah, it was L.A. Hollywood. <laughs> And um, I I think they were they were in like in line for a thing maybe food or something, and uh, and and I was like it, it, the um the production assistant driving me around, <clears throat> he's like so how do you like it how do you what do you think of L A everyone's always asking me what I think like fishing for compliments, as yeah. we drive by a thousand homeless people, I'm like there's a lot of homeless. <laughs> You know, like there's a lot of hell. He's like, right, right, right. Skip Row. They're all here for something or other, you know. But otherwise, what do you think? And it's like, there's there's like a mattress and bags of trash not picked up on the corner of the rehearsal studio. Like, is that normal? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for this part of town, but yeah. like, like, like they wanted me to finally recognize good weather or something. Like, you know, there's <laughs> hypodermic needles everywhere. Yeah, but it's, it's mm -hmm. sunny, right? And I'm like, oh, it's so down on my list. So. <laughs> I think L.A. And, and Beverly Hills and Hollywood and stuff are great if you're super rich, but if you're not, it's a struggle. This is rough. I was uh, and... I was walking from, I was walking from like Pax or something <clears throat> to my hotel in Seattle, and uh, I went past this part where there were a lot of uh, a lot of homeless guys hanging out and on benches and on these concrete pillars and stuff, and uh, I came upon a pigeon 
which appeared to have been devoured by a man, and there was nothing left but bones. Oh. Wow. I can't imagine what else would have done it, but it, it was picked clean and gutted, and there was very little left, and it was sitting there, and it hadn't been there earlier that day. Good for him. Resourceful. Yeah, I like that. You know, he's, he's doing he, something. He's playing survival Pigeon, trip in chicken urban of the street. mode. Chicken of the street. <laughs> chicken of the street. Chicken of the street. I've never been one for exotic meats. I can't. I totally eat a that. pigeon. I would totally eat a pigeon. I bet what it's like tasty. Kangaroo. Yeah. It's white. Stuff it's like, like that. especially if it's white meat. Like, like I bet it's like a. Bet it's like a little partridge mm, chicken yes. type thing. I've had dove. Dove's delicious. Bird's a bird. I uh, I would have eaten sketchier stuff on that survival trip. You know, that would be a cool trip. You know, I don't know if it'd be cool or not for the PKA thing, but but here's imagine this for a um for a a, a thing to do. If we if you got good at at uh, shooting stuff out of the uh, out of the air and we went dove hunting this fall with silent shotguns and then we ate the doves. Silent shotguns. I d- wow, they exist. They do and they're quieter than you might guess. And they're, they're legal. I- I thought, I thought it was a call. That was a guy like a call thing, and then they exist. No. And so the silencers are they? Are they ridiculous? The silencers? They're that ridiculously is. effective. A lot of shotguns don't go. They don't break the speed of sound, so mm-hmm. it that makes it quiet already. And then when you silence the explosion part of it, and it, you don't really hear wow. much more than like the clicking of the next round loading. I can find you a video. Yeah, it's a little bit louder than that. You definitely don't need ear protection. But just um, like Call of Duty, if they're more than 15 feet away, you have to get closer. Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, imagine this. We, we, we hunt doves, silent shotguns or something cool like that, and then we, uh, we cook the doves. And the way you cook them is you take their, uh, the breast meat out, uh, you put um, sa- um, cream cheese in it, fold it around that, and uh, put, a, put a jalapeno on either side, and stick a toothpick through it, and grill it. And it's so fucking good. Oh, and, ba- and wrap it in bacon. Yeah, that's the other thing. Watch that video, Pyro. You know what? I'll play it for the stream. Hopefully this isn't like a big problem. Check this guy out. Subscribe to his channel. Don't give me a strike. Here's a silent oh, shotgun. That is crazy. Alright, there you go. There it is. It sounds like a toy gun. Doesn't it? It's not much louder and than a Nerf gun in that That video. would literally be like four or five people dead. And you wouldn't even have heard it. Except for the screams, but... <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. That's not what they're for, though. They're for shooting without ear protection. So... Yeah. Wow. See, we even have guns over here that we can shoot, so I'm kind of like, you know, completely amazed by all of this. But you, you're a video game killer. I, I've shot, I've shot guns in video games, never in real life. The closest I've got is probably like airsoft stuff, and even then, that's not even close. It's it's uh, there's this less recoil and um, uh, it's not loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, and the stuff on the other end doesn't die and explode. <laughs> but the I don't know. A lot of the mechanic. I I have an airsoft gun, and if the tip wasn't orange. Yeah. Oh yeah, I held I held Woody's MP7, and it was right. it's like wow, this thing is this is what an MP7 feels like. It's it it, it felt it felt sturdy. It felt real. Uh, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference if it was sitting next to a real one and you just picked them up, you know, blindly without examining. Right, right. You'd have to look into it closely. And, but yeah, yeah, it has the yeah. it has the feel and almost uh, build quality of an MP7, which is yeah, interesting so. because they're so much cheaper. It's like $300, whereas an MP7... What's an MP7 full auto cost? 
Jesus Christ. Um, I, I'll, okay, I'll guess I then. I'm going to say it's in the... Let's just say thousands. Maybe even five digits, or you think less? Um, it, it, it'd most likely be less. It, 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 it depends on a lot of okay. stuff. I'm not positive either. High four it's, digits, it'd be, it'd be I think. Um, and, and it's like 300 in the Airsoft world. And I don't think the... The other one's that much more expensive to make. I think there's just a lovely markup in the gun world if you're I'm a gun gonna, manufacturer. I'm going to get you an exact price on that. You know, a bit off topic, but do you know one of those uh, auto blow things we were talking about earlier? Uh, not ringing a bell, no. What's this? The auto blow. Auto blow? Auto blow. Auto blow. Uh, the, the flashlight thing. Flashlight. Mm, flashlight. Oh, the battery promotion we were yes. doing. Yeah, we already did that, Ed. The juice network thing? The auto blow. This auto blow. Oh right, right, right. Oh. The robotic blowjob machine. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, now what, I remember. One of, one of my friends told like I just remember like one of my friends gets sent one of these, like randomly. He was a Twitch streamer <laughs> and he gets sent one by someone. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's an He's, excellent yeah. gift to get as a surprise. Dude, it's, it's like, like hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. I uh, cause I pissed it in our chat just for laughs to see what it was, and he says, "No joke, I literally get sent one of those. It's really loud. So it's really loud." Should... He said, "Yeah." <laughs> so I mean, he hasn't said anything some, uh, bad about it. So I mean, ask him. Is he? Do you still have him on the line? He says he hasn't used it before you ask. So no, <laughs> is, don't, is he said don't even he give him an out. Be like, how did it feel? <sighs> he literally said. uh Here's his total review. Uh, I've opened it and turned it on, but I haven't used it. It's really fucking loud. And then someone else said, you have to use it for science. <laughs> and that's so, it? Yeah, if there's any updates, guys, I'll I'll let you know and you can put it on the next show. But If one of you right sick now, fucks sends one of these to me, I'll do a much better review than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Yeah. So I used to be able to get an MP7 for $2,300 straight from HK, but... um. Some EUC regulations went into effect, and now they're like ten to twenty thousand dollars. There you go. So in reality, the, the they used to sell them for twenty three hundred, so that's you know, kind of what they were selling for to like dealers and law enforcement, military. Uh, but now, because of demand, they're ridiculously expensive. But yeah, it doesn't make sense for yours to be so cheap when the build quality is pretty similar. That's just what uh what happens with machine guns though. So I'm still totally also drawing a blank on my Obama favor. I feel like we had to finish the Ooh. Obama favors before we close oh, out the yeah. show. Oh, we did. Kyle has such Jesus a good Christ. one that I feel like I need to get in the same ballpark. How about your private? How about some Secret Service hookup for like a, a long period of time? Maybe you got a guy with you. He puts a guy on you for say, you know, the next four years or something. Or maybe I don't the rest even of want time. that. I, I really? Mean, cool. Think about think about what the Secret Service does though. He he he's not he's not just a bodyguard. Like this guy could run intelligence for you. He could help you out with logistics. You know, this is a this is a, a super assistant we're talking about. Maybe he could help with chargebacks he has, at WoodyCraft.net. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, he could. He's been the Secret Service. Yeah. Like, like this guy, uh, he, he handles counterfeit uh, money stuff. I'm sure he's got he's a he's a part of a Treasury Department. Yeah, I, I could see him, you know, like, it'd be the worst server to charge back from ever in the history of Minecraft. Yeah, you get a visit from the Secret Service. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's a Maybe thought. Maybe the IRS. He's got connections. 
<laughs> Maybe he just goes and breaks somebody's arm. You know, he's, he's also got that ability. Um, also, I imagine with Secret Service hookup that you could um, skip traffic. Yeah, for that's sure. Pretty, that's a pretty nice treat right there. You know, everyone's all blocked. He's like, oh, well, he's gamer tags here. We can't have him stuck in traffic. There's a national security threat. And, and then we just start, like, driving on the shoulder. Huh. Sure. Uh, one thing the president could give you, he could give you some really powerful uh, law enforcement slash gun slash, you know, extra civil rights. Yeah. That he could he could he could so, totally like wave a magic wand and stroke a pen and he can give you all kinds of powers. He can give you he can make you a federal agent, he could make you uh he could give you police powers, arrest powers, he could give you um You know what I he could get? he could he could name he could all kinds you could you could have machine guns, you could have anything. He could give you all kinds of powers. License to kill or be killed. That's not a thing. That's, that's not a thing you could do. I'd be double O W or yeah. something. <laughs> Uh. All right, you guys. Uh, probably just a hand job. All right, Pyro. Uh, I said the space thing, right? I'll stick with that. Wait, what did you say? So, oh, space. That's right. Oh, the That's right. Send me the space, and I'll be happy. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was painkiller already. One ninety. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for staying up. What time is it there, Paul? 6.30. I've done worse. I've done worse. I mean, I have nothing to really do anymore, so... If my plan comes <laughs> into fruition and women dig guys with Dude. bad sleep patterns, you're fucking hooked up. Hairy naps. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and hairy chins. Hairy. All right. Hairy. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.